Previously on Masks of Nyarlathotep. Recap. In Port Headland, Walter, Eduardo and Rebecca recheck the equipment needed for the expedition and wonder where Hugo, Chai and Matteo have vanished to in their plane. While they wait for any news, they finalise the last of the food and trucks necessary for the trip into the desert. Meanwhile, whilst drinking rancid tea, the missing party members in Tibet discuss their situation. Hugo thinks this is heaven. Chai tries dreaming to see if they are in the dreamlands, but it does not work. The Syrian Lama enters and greets them, claiming he guided them here and that they are not dead. He proclaims that they are meant to be here, but also not meant to be. I think the GM is enjoying his riddles again. He bestows a gift to Matteo, a smooth star of Manar, which will help protect him from dark creatures. Back in the real world, Eduardo and Rebecca secure some food and bluff that they are prospectors and suggest that they are not going to any ruins in case there are cultists stationed here. We also get the trucks required for the trip and they teach Eduardo how to drive so he can be a backup on the expedition. Back in Tibet, the Syrian Lama offers to answer any questions for Chai and Hugo. Chai inquires about why and how her parents were killed and Hugo about how he can live a happy and peaceful life. He is instructed to find the Elder One Kakatak in order to open the eye whilst they are in the city of the Great Grace. Chai's parents were murdered by order of Aubrey Penhew, who retrieved the Blade of Tsang from them. Eventually, they all reboard their plane and Hugo takes off on the first attempt. In a flash, they are now landing on an airstrip in Darwin, Australia, only two days behind schedule. They call Port Headland to inform them that they have arrived. We continue getting supplies. Mitch and Rebecca procure some explosives from the mining guild. And Eduardo and Jack acquire fishing gear uh, so that they can fish uh, in the Percival Lakes on their expedition. Mitch completely charms the lady at the mining guild and uses cash to bypass the paperwork to secure dozens of sticks of dynamite. At the fishing emporium, the shopkeeper is quite hostile to Eduardo. He seems rather anti-religious. Jack then realises he is from the cult and we give chase before he can escape. Jack leaps and assaults him whilst Eduardo muffles his cry with his hat. They successfully render him unconscious and drag him into the shop. Eduardo goes to inform Walter to find a solution while Jack gathers fishing supplies and robs the till. We get him sedated and file a story that he has had a breakdown and have him shipped to Perth's Asylum. Recap. In the Victoria Hotel in Darwin, Chai and Matteo suggest Hugo scout out the Randolph shipping and make some bogus inquiries whilst they check the town records for blueprints of the structure before they sneak in at night. Hugo meets Toddy Randolph to arrange for his shipment and try to check out the facility as much as possible. He shares the shipping schedule to see if the timing could aid with when they will sneak in. Chai and Matteo go to the town hall, but there are no blueprints as it's not a major city. They try to investigate, but Chai sets fire to the records room by mistake and they are swiftly kicked out. It's all going according to plan. In Port Headland, we return to the fishing shop at night to check if there's anything we need to remove. Jack finds his the cult of the sandbat robes and insignia in the bedroom wardrobe and an etched sphere covered in runes sitting on an altar. 
It begins to drain Jack's energy, and as he drops it, a rune glows and a portal opens in the wardrobe. He reveals to us that he has set loose a hound of Tindalos. It appears from the stairwell, and Jack attempts to bind it to Nyarlathotep, but falls unconscious in the process. But it does slow it down, and Eduardo drags Jack down the hallway towards a window as Mitch fires a shotgun. The hound lashes with its tongue and pierces Rebecca's chest, draining part of her soul. Jack comes around, and the hound whispers to him, promising to end him. As we barrel down the hall, the bindings fail, and it emerges between us and the window. As he stares at it, Jack exclaims, We need to go through the portal in order to escape it. We dash into the cupboard and vanish. In the dead of night, in Darwin, Matteo and Chai head to Randolph Shipping. They knock on the door, pretending to ask for directions. But as the door opens, Chai lunges at the security guard, but misses, allowing him to start sounding the alarm. Recap. As the Darwin duo attempt to intercept the security guard before he alerts anyone else, they cause him to drop his oil lamp, and a little fire begins. They are now serial arsonists. As they knock him unconscious, they hear a commotion, and the local constabulary are on their way. They scarper down the beach and lose the cops. Chai splits up and decides to hide at the plane hangar, but gets lost on the way. As she wanders around, she sees the fires around the docks are spreading. Mateo has successfully made it back to the hotel and wakes up Hugo and asks for the keys for the plane so he and Chai can hide, and Hugo will fly them out in the morning. Hugo, though, is questioning whether he should hand them over to the authorities, since he's only known them for a week and they've committed two arsons. (laughs) As Mateo rides a taxi, he passes Chai and picks her up on the way. Uh, Mean Wenst, somewhere in time and space, the others appear in an unknown black stone plaza in a snowy plain. It is very cold, but the Hound of Tindalos is nowhere to be seen. The city at the end of the earth in Antarctica. Eduardo recognises this from Antoine's memoirs. As the sun begins to set, we enter an abandoned building and huddle in a small room to keep warm. We venture underground to try and find some resources, start a fire and figure out a way home. Jack wants to study the strange runic stone that created the portal that got us here. Rebecca starts the fire while Eduardo leads Mitch back to the surface. Under the night's star-filled sky, Eduardo calls forth an airy traveller, otherwise known as a star vampire. They sense a presence who listens to Eduardo's questions. It reveals that we are 346 years off our original time, and the lure stone Jack used is the, only, is the best chance to get home, for the city we are in is a million years dead, and its inhabitants are very deep underground. The star vampire is then released in order to hunt. As Jack sleeps by the fire, the stone feeds him knowledge and instructions on its use. We check the stars to determine that we are in 1579 and help Jack to charge the lure stone one at a time, causing Eduardo to fall unconscious. Jack activates the lure stone, focusing on his hotel room in Port Hedland in 1925, and on the second attempt, it flashes with a light and a blue portal opens. Carrying Eduardo, they dash through before the Hound of Tindalos reappears and collapse on the hotel room bed. Back in Darwin the following morning, the police knock on Hugo's door to inquire where Chai and Matteo may be. He doesn't sell them out, but is taken to the hangar to check his plane. Uh, In the hangar, Chai and Matteo hear the police rummage around for a while, but they don't find them and they depart. Hugo arrives and reunites with the pair and they board the plane. They take off in the wrong direction, 
and eventually head in the right direction and arrive in Port Headland later that evening. Recap. The following morning, we finally do the plot. Hugo flies Rebecca, Mateo, Chai and Eduardo to Joanna Spring in the desert and they begin setting up the base camp. Eduardo checks on Rebecca as she has now been exposed to the wonderful world of Wibley and warns her more stuff like this will happen. On the second trip, the left wing engine fails, but Hugo calmly and skillfully flies with one engine and successfully lands without causing any further damage. Mitch cooks dinner for everyone and we arrange to travel to Adverse Well and through the Percival Lakes upon which our entry to the dig site will need to be a bit more cautious. Jack suggests Hugo fly the plane over the dig site and head south to act as a decoy to distract the cult. Mitch suggests we need to bring Hugo on board with more details of our goals and who the cult are, but Jack suggests delaying until he performs his aerial prank, also because his blood could be used for the Eye of Light and Darkness ritual. Mitch, Eduardo and Matteo offer to ride the plane to scout where the cult are based during the flyby. While we chat, we discover Chai also has no idea about who Nialdotep is either, despite having travelled with us previously. So Matteo gives her and Rebecca a Cult of the Bloody Tongue for Dummies guide and and recap of their goals. We shuffle Hugo away to the plane while we talk about it. When we finish, Walter raises the issue of keeping in contact with the plane at a distance given that we don't have any radios given the year. So we decide to drop the plane flyby idea and proceed by truck instead without drawing attention to ourselves. We now just need to convince Hugo, hired to only be our pilot, to join us on our expedition and cast the Eye of Light and Darkness and stop the export of magical artefacts from the Temple of Narcotus within the dig site of the City of the Great Race. Welcome back to Masks of Nyarlathotep. You muted me. Now that I've discovered that I can mute people, I'm just going to be muting Nido whenever I feel like it. I, yeah, and then I'll, like, you know, come up with some brilliant thing and it would have saved the party and you wouldn't have had... You can, can just unmute yourself. <laughs> you have to notice that you've been muted it's, first. It's not, it's not a godlike power. <laughs> 
I mean, you're You're mute. Look, I can do it to anyone. I can just be like... I think we, uh, I think we should all be, all be fairly glad that Russet can't turn people to dust with a click of his fingers. <laughs> Russet, otherwise known as Thanos. <laughs> he does have that big glove, but I think that's for, like, oven cleaning. <laughs> I don't know what the jewels are about. <laughs> Fine, I won't use the Infinity Stones to wipe out half of humanity. Craig would be very grumpy with me. I wouldn't. <laughs> He'd he just no ask way. if you could make it a very specific half. I'll pick to three quarters at least. Oh, oh I don't like the starts where I have to do a lot of editing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This is all. This is all valid. This is all you valid. started this. Oh, you did. didn't. You started it. You we started it. Going, oh, I can mute anyone. I'm a god now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Master of the Arts Yay! Jubilance. So last we left our intrepid heroes, you had set up a base camp at Joanna Spring in the great sandy desert of Western Australia. The party had finally realised they should maybe do the main plot. Do we have to... Um, point of order! <laughs> do we have to... After trying to do the main plot for a month, um, it's now the 8th of August, 1925. I'm... Reasonably sure the last time we tried to get to the main plot, we were actually all meeting in person. <laughs> yeah, Literally a year ago. It's been ten years. Well, no, it's fine. You, you've done lots of peripheral things around the side quests. I don't, well, this, this isn't Assassin's Creed. We aren't going around collecting all the feathers or whatever before we can... <laughs> because we don't know if the game continues after the end. Pretty sure the only side quests we've done are travel to where we go or rather attempt to yeah, but, but usually well, there's some sort of catastrophic disaster while we're on the way well I had it all planned out you were going to have a nice simple quiet journey to Australia and then you guys happened to my plan You lying have you met us bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then you let Nido get eaten by Nialzatep and I'm like well great now I have to write a new plot <laughs> yeah, yeah, that like happened, and like none of you noticed. Well, it only happened because you failed so many roles. The story, please, please make the story happen. You I'm not editing this. You have camped overnight at Joanna Springs. The airplanes has brought in all of your supplies and your six trucks. Wasn't it eight? Eight. <laughs> it was eight points to the left. A number of adequately trucks. The correct number of trucks to move you through the desert. <laughs> Not doing this for a third month in a row. <laughs> it is a four-day trip to the Percival Lakes. Um, it's a two-day trip to the Adverse Well, which is the next nearest uh, freshwater well. And then from there, you need to make a choice as to whether or not you're going to try and aim for this gap in the Percival Lakes or head in the direction of the Sahara Well and take the fjord in the Percival Lakes. Question. Yep. Are the wells just like holes dug in the ground to get water out? Yeah, but they have like proper well coping and everything. So are they, are they associated with little towns, or is it literally just a hole in the ground? 
Uh, it's literally just a hole in the ground where someone has built a well. Uh. This, this this dotted line here, the brown one, is the stock stock trail. All oh, right. They I see why there are millions of them. So that their cattle could have have fresh water. Because as late disappointment has proven, the uh, the lakes <laughs> in this wonderful desert aren't the best. Since Lake Disappointment is a massive lake full of salt water in the middle of a desert. <laughs> and somewhat disappointing. Yeah. That's why it's called Lake Disappointment, because it's, 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 <laughs> this water is not quite as refreshing as one would have hoped. It's a little tart. Perhaps do you have Evian? <laughs> Man, I haven't bought a bottle of water in over a year. Yeah, it comes out of fucking taps. I know it does, it's great. Unless you're one of those monsters that's like sparkling water. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking directly at you, but you can't tell. Uh, I mean, this is Russet. He has probably at this point had a tap installed in his house that delivers sparkling water. Well, it's next to the champagne tap. It's just like a diverse (laughs) feed. Yeah, you know. (laughs) It's next to the other more scary tap, which dispenses Gruyere. What even is that? A sort of cheese. <laughs> anyway, you have all been resting up overnight, sleeping peacefully here in the desert. It's cold as hell. But it's like the moment the sun went down, it was like the heat was all like, we leave! And you were like, it's cold now. Yes, uh, Jack? Um, while I sleep, do I get any more nocturnal emissions from the, uh, uh, from the lure? You do indeed get more <laughs> nocturnal emissions from the lure. Oh, those emissions. Okay. What? It's emitting things at night. I can't think of a more perfectly plain way to say it. <laughs> this lure has a funny aroma. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I keep it in a hessian sack. <laughs> <laughs> I need the book the lures in, and I didn't bring it in. Hang on. Oh, GM goes to get another book. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've just remembered what I did to the bingo sheet. What did you do? You'll find out if someone gets a bingo. Uh... Okay, uh, Jack. <laughs> Please roll me your pow. Pow. I'm gonna have to get like a box for this thing. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Oh dear. Please add five magic points to the lure counter. Uh, is that under possessions? No. Spells? Okay, spells. It's probably under power. Oh, power. yes. Oh, yes. The power sink. Great. <sighs> I sent you a message, by the way, Russell. Is it battery MP? Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and every 10 MP turns into one POW. Hooray! Uh, it has taught you all of the spells it is going to teach you. Yeah, I thought that would happen. Now it is just going to drain your POW overnight whilst you're sleeping with it or near it. 
Uh, while I'm asleep, I just get one of those green sort of like battery icons in my vision, like flashing it off. This is what are you, is, what are you charging from? Don't ask. This, this is this is just going to be like you know where you wake up every day for like the next month, like really tired for no reason. You're like, oh. <laughs> oh, I feel really sick this morning. I wonder why. Anyway, I'll go back to sleep with that thing in my pillow. <laughs> okay, and uh, another thing is happening overnight. Um. Yeah. Okay, that happens. Awesome. Yay. Concern. <laughs> that is a terrifying hedgehog. What? I saw the hedgehog. Look, yeah. How the ghosts have returned on your own hedgehog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, everyone sleeps. The, ne- the next morning dawns bright and sunny for an Australian winter at least um, though the fact that you are several hundred miles deep in 750 miles from the nearest town in the middle of a desert it sure don't feel like winter as you all gather in the main mess tent to discuss your plans. Sorry, the ghost noise is really distracting. <laughs> um, what ghost noise? That, that, there's this constant weird drilling sound coming out of your headphones. From mine? Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, uh, find sound when you're quiet, but it doesn't. Uh, hold on, I, I need to rejoin the call. That's what that means. I'll be right back. Okay. It does some weird <laughs> shit otherwise. Bye. <sighs> now we can talk about it. Yeah, he's gone. How's he been treating you? Has he been treating you good? No, he beats me still. Uh, <laughs> well, um, but due to social distancing, he just asks you to beat yourself. No, I bought him. A, I bought him a paint mixer that he puts his own testicles in. It's fine. Craig <laughs> <laughs> just nodding in. <laughs> <laughs> has, okay, has my has my chittering stopped? Yeah, it's stopped. yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let me let me know if it happens. It just means I have to rejoin the call. I think it's something to do with it drifting out of sync or something. I, I didn't hear it. It, it does sound like some exciting ghosts have turned on a jackhammer <laughs> in a owner's bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Why are there scary ghosts in a owner's bedroom? I'm the only jackhammer in this bedroom, baby. I I would like to know why there isn't a men's privacy area on this map. Because you uh, go behind a bush. Yeah, men men piss wherever they like, basically. <laughs> That's what the mess tent is. Oh, oh god! Oh, god. <laughs> that's a that's I a misunderstanding that needs to be straightened out right away. <laughs> just sit eating, eating your cornflakes in there, and someone just drops a deuce on the table in front of you. <laughs> wow. I think I think one of us has made a terrible misunderstanding here. This is why Rebecca and Chai have a privacy area. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> You have gathered. Breakfast has been served. Walter cooked breakfast this morning. He did it oh, really thank well. You, Walter. <laughs> um, right. I, weren't we... I'm trying to remember from the recap. We said we were going to the Percival Lakes, didn't we? Yeah, yes. I, think that was, I think that was the plan. We abandoned all, all attempts to get there by plane because of complicated reasons, and we're, we're going to do an drive. overland drive. Well, if we, like, it's at least two, it's two days to the well, but a shorter route is the four days to the lakes, right? Well, well um, if we go back to 
the map that is on the table of the canning basin. It's two days to this well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, well. And then it's another two days to the lakes. Okay, okay. so to, to the well first, and then to the Percival Lakes. I mean, Sounds good. The other blue line, you should probably imagine it goes like you just drive to the well and then you take that route. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or you drive across like that. Yeah. To, to the charmingly named Adverse Well. <laughs> Is it going to have an adverse effect on our health when we drink from it? <laughs> uh, not not more so than most other well water <laughs> this day and age. We should probably boil it first. It, it's got stuff swimming in it. That's how you know it's healthy. Um, How small is the stuff in it? Mackenzie looks at the uh, water. The like, well, I was going to suggest myself and uh, hang on, and Raymond stay here with the planes and look after the camp. And uh, the rest of you go with Mackenzie into the desert to proceed to the site of interest. Yes, Jack. Right, Raymond is the is the NPC co-pilot, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's the aircraft engineer. He's like I couldn't, I couldn't remember if he was Nito's character or not. <laughs> I was just saying, who the fuck is Raymond? <laughs> and Raymond was here too. Hello. <laughs> Turns out he's like, it's a good idea to leave the engineer with the plane to make sure it works when we get back. That was my thinking, says Walter. And I'm mostly here as Mrs. Vanderbilt's representative. So you're her team. I'm just in charge of the money. Can I, she, can I clarify why? Without you, Walter. What was that, Jack? How does she live without you, Walter? Uh, probably uh, badly. She's probably like trying to work out how to, you know, open doors, use a toaster. Um, admittedly, she went straight home to her mansion, so she's probably surrounded by other servants. So she's probably fine. Uh, yes, turning it into a secluded magical castle. <laughs> can I uh, can I clarify why we why you want to take me with you? Uh, the Eye of Light and Darkness. Ah, uh, yes, it's it's because you're a player character, and we don't want to leave you alone for two days in the desert. There's there's no in game there's no in game with reason for it. Just roll with it, buddy. I'm I'm aware. <laughs> Just trying to think of a reason. <laughs> yeah. I've been try- I've been trying for about fifteen minutes, and I haven't come up with anything yet. So um, because you need drivers for the cars. Yeah. That's yes, reasonable. we need drivers for the cars. Of course, that's reasonable. And Hugo has to drive cars. And if only I knew how to drive. Well, it can't be worse than your flying, buddy, can it? <laughs> we also need his blood. Where are we going to end up in these cars? Fucking Antarctica. <laughs> no, you no, said you, it. No, no, no. Antarctica last month. Let's not go back. Oh, the God, other I people know. went to Antarctica. I love that. I, lo- I, lo- I love that. We, we, we need a driver. Also, uh, we're going to perform a ritual in which we need the blood of an innocent. <laughs> you just have to tear up, you just have to try and make sure I stay innocent before we get there. Yeah, protect. Nobody show him any books. Nobody show him any books. 
I'm not going to say that. You all have breakfast. Uh, you uh, load the trucks with supplies, food, tents, sleeping bags, clothing, toiletries. Um, Hugo. Hugo has now become cargo. How dare you? <laughs> Hello, well, at least they both end in O. He's useful cargo. He can also drive one of the jeeps he's in. Is he, yeah. is he reprising his role of assistant luggage boy? Apparently, I'm reprising it as assistant luggage. <laughs> <laughs> it's got fewer words. It's more important. <laughs> well, at least this time you're not liable to hide in the luggage car and get hung to death for treason. Oh, God. <laughs> Craig still um, hasn't forgiven you for that. He liked that character. Anyway. I'm sorry for killing the only character you ever like, Craig. Fuck you, Nino. <laughs> <laughs> you obviously spend some time preparing to leave. <clears throat> and you uh, eventually... Who is driving the trucks? Mackenzie is driving one because he's like... Is he? He might actually be navigating because he's not driving. How many drivers do we need? You need six drivers. I remember I drive skill, so I can drive. Yeah, I remember myself being a backup driver because I only just learnt how to drive. <laughs> yeah, we, we just taught you to drive like like yesterday and thought it would be a great <laughs> idea to put you in command of a truck driving through a desert. <laughs> at least right. Oh look, Ash is already at the city of the great race. I am a competent driver. I can drive a bit. So that's Rebecca, Matteo, Hugo, Jack, Mitch, and Mackenzie. I guess Mackenzie is driving them. Uh, a question before we leave? Yes. We slept at Do MP and HP Restore. Yours doesn't because it got drained whilst you were sleeping. A hit points. Oh, your hit points. Your hit points. Roll your constitution if you need hit points back. Yes, you get your hit points back. Um, it drained 5 MP, so my MP is 16. So am I at 11 or...? You were on 12 because you'd already used 2. Someone is furious. No, no I'm, I'm on 4. Sorry, I'm mute. No, no, no. You were on 12 and then you lost another 5. Did you do the maths wrong? No, my, my MP is just on four. It's just on four. That's the number it is, four. My maximum that, MP that, is 16. That's where your MP should stay for now, on four. Okay. This conversation has been baffling. Let's move on. I'm just saying your MP is on four. Let's deal with it. <laughs> I, can't, I can't maths. Beep, beep. <laughs> We're in a jeep. Everyone is in the jeeps. Uh, who is navigating if Mackenzie is driving? Oh. Only <laughs> if only we had a navigator. <laughs> Don't we? Um, we only need one person navigating, right? Because we're just convoying it. Yeah. yeah. Right. I've got forty navigate. I don't know if I, that's not really that great, but it's not terrible. I have, I have fifty-four in navigate. It's just yeah. been bad dice rolls. <laughs> it can't yeah, you navigate. Navigate, you know, you just navigate wrong. 
50, yeah, 54 is fractionally better than tossing a die. It's like tossing a <laughs> die. <laughs> like, who, who, um, who does Someone that? Someone who's not driving should ideally be navigating. Well, I don't have the skill. Chai? Neither do I. Then I guess it's Hugo. Hugo, navigate for us. With the penalty dies because he's also driving at the same time. Oh, oh yay. Well, it's in verbose mode, so... Uh... No, penalty dice is something different, Nido. Oh, okay, I'll just roll that separately. Well, navigate. Ugh. Ah, so... Well. Now you roll the bonus penalty die button. Uh... I'll take the worst one. <laughs> ah. Well... Why did we hire the worst pilot in the world? <laughs> I can fly the plane. I'm a racing pilot. I fly in circles in a closed course. Probably shouldn't navigate and drive, is what we've learned. Yeah. You can only fly in perfect circles. No, no. Like, he got, uh, he got a, a, like a penalty dice for, for, like, pilot, for driving pilot at the same time. And he got exactly the same. He still <laughs> yeah. like, exactly the same amount. Uh, McKenzie, uh, I'm going to write this down. Route. Um, Hugo, he's like, Hugo, we need to go south, not north. <laughs> not this again. <laughs> Do you have like north-south blindness or something, Mister uh, Hugo? Because oh, the black bit, oh, the black bit of the compass is the top. Oh, okay, sorry, I have that. Oh, it's a different colour on my plane. Oh, right. I'm <laughs> using radios to talk between the jeeps. We haven't left yet. Oh, right. <laughs> Planning the route before you start driving is a sensible idea. Hey, yeah. I've got a pen and navigate. I'm allowed to not think of that. If you, need I, to, I... Um, if you need to talk between the jeeps, you basically just mash the horn until we stop, right? I mean... Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. You don't have all um, the radios. Can I have a second roll at it? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Could I? Could I roll? You could roll, me If yeah. I notice. Yeah. yeah. I an NPC's noticed, so we're not just going to drive off. Yeah, but Mitch wants to go. Yeah, Hugo. And be like, let's see, let's see what it does. Hmm? Did you roll, Mitch? Sorry, no, I didn't hear you. So the audio keeps cutting out a bit. I'm having problems, sorry. That's okay. Yay! Uh, we're <laughs> never going to get there. And then I get to roll a penalty <laughs> on top of that, right? <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Mackenzie, Mc- your desert expert, has noticed and has corrected the route. And has decided that he is going to drive the front jeep, and you will just follow him. What? You know, oh. Hugo was all like, "Oh, I'm a pilot. I can navigate us there. No troubles." <laughs> Mackenzie was like, "Okay, go ahead." And then he's like, no, "Okay, seal." Okay, look, look. At this point, I'm starting to suspect I need a refresher course because <laughs> they managed to get us to the Himalayas last time. We're driving towards the well, right? That means I have to drive towards the W on the compass. Or the E. Nido unfortunately learned to navigate via Udemy uh, on a uh, Black Friday sale course for nine ninety nine. Everyone who is driving, roll a drive. Fortunately, he learned how to he learned how to navigate at Rada. Um. 
Oh, oh, uh, extreme oh, driving. Oh my god. See, I'm good at this. And Mackenzie got a 20, so yeah. Does that, does that mean Mate- Mateo has screamed into the lead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I run one of the others off the road. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this oh, fuck. How did, this, is, this is Masks of Nyarlathotep. How did we end up recreating Mad Max Fury Road? <laughs> Even in Australia. You're supposed to be a team. <laughs> I mean, I mean, one of us is dry, driving the giant truck with full of water. I need to just quickly make some notes. So we've got actually uh, the truck is full of human breast milk. Mackenzie, Matteo, Hugo, Jack, Rebecca. Hello, darling. And Mitch. Oh, no, he's okay, no, he's uh, Mitch, you in, Father Eduardo? Um, who's driving again? Oh, Mackenzie, Matteo, Hugo, Jack, Rebecca, Mitch. I'll be in the one with Jack. Okay, your uh, Eduardo is with Jack. Uh, Chai, which Jeep are you in? Um, I would be in. An almost random one, but not the one with Mackenzie. Roll a D5, then. D5. Egg likes to roll the dice. Oh, yeah. The D5 isn't a real thing, so I have to do the roll command. <laughs> oh, God, I got a tight. I keep tell you I'm not with it today. You can't... Oh. Like ah, oh, it's so annoying with this roll a d five, and you're like like uh, you roll a d six, and then one of the faces just leads into infinity. <laughs> okay, you are in Rebecca's jeep, so the girls have gone together because they want to be with the stinky boys. It's it's fine. It'll just be the jeep which has lace and doilies. <laughs> Not this jeep and, and various <laughs> other battery on the back. Okay, uh, Eduardo, what are you doing whilst they're driving? Oh, uh, good question. You've got a whole day off. You can put your feet up and be like, ah, oh, I'm going to read some magic tomes. Uh, traditionally, traditionally, this is the point where a member of the party attempts to practice some spells that they don't really know, but they've got a good feeling about. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like this one. It's called Disintegrate Truck. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry though because like all Call of Cthulhu spells it actually does something else um, yeah hang on let me whisper makes a polar bear dissolve yeah, can, no. I, can I start <laughs> learning this one? Oh, it does oh syntax uh, start learning moonlight yeah roll me a hard intelligence uh, hard <laughs> as long as Flinty doesn't start putting a fez on it's fine you sp- oh, don't remind me of that. <laughs> wearing- what do you mean? He's been wearing a fest for months. <laughs> I mean, he's got one on in real life. It looks quite fetching with his... Uh, yeah, thanks, Chow. <laughs> it's really like, nice. You learn that spell. Chai, what are you doing today? You've got a whole day of nothing to do but stare at the Australian landscape or do something you want. Oh, we do some reading as well. What are you reading right now? I'll read some uh, more of this charming book called The Cultist Maleficarum. 
it's never like Reader's Digest or, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but, but to convince everyone it's not a scary time, he's put a Mills and Boone cover over it. <laughs> Got this charming book Cat wrote. <laughs> oh, very good English. Lit- literally has killed several of our characters now at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that, that book, which is a mass-produced paperback, is like a cursed artifact. You're welcome. Why would you do that? <laughs> now Just to chaos. say I could. <laughs> now is the chaos in which we burn. <laughs> I know what I'll do. I'll end the world. Okay, so I'm crossing off three days of reading as you've got an extreme success and you've got nothing to do all day but chat to Rebecca, sing show tunes together at the top of your voices and uh, read your book. Show tunes the old queen of the desert. Standing on top with the long dress. That's how it has to be me, I can't drive. Yeah, child on top holding a book in one hand, her dress streaming behind her, and you're all just like, what the fuck is going on in there? We don't know, which is going to get terrible sunburn. And I'm sitting there thinking, did I make the right decision? <laughs> back to the cult. Yeah, maybe they'll have me back. Yeah. <clears throat> maybe if I give these chumps to Nyarthotep, he'll forgive me. I do have that sacrificial dagger. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> no, no, you're reformed, remember. Reformed. Okay. Uh, Sorry, I've got a ribbon. Now then, Rona <laughs> Oh hedgehog man. Yeah. Please roll me a D6. Oh no, I'm in that car. This, this is the bit where Russell refers to the one. dangerous driving. One, one, the number yeah. one. Okay, uh, you are been driving most of the day. The sun is starting to come down. You're having to think about pulling over to camp. When uh, I need to turn to page 507. Who's in this truck with me? Father me. <laughs> <laughs> We've been having such a wonderful conversation. I know, though, right? I, f- I feel like when we drank us, her I blood for you the most. <laughs> it, it, you've just been holding a private confession in the car. <laughs> it's taken oh all day. God, like, please, Jack. <laughs> I mean, he has confessed his sins. You do now have to absolve him of them, but you might have to set some half penances first. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be saying hail marys until the day I die, which could be by tomorrow. Yeah, (laughs) I have to do some actual self-flagellation or something to uh, really expunge these sins. Oh, that that's fine. It's no different from the cult then. Um... (laughs) Actually, very similar. (laughs) They worship the same god. Let's move on. (laughs) Uh, you've been driving throughout the day. You've stopped a few times to like have drinks and have food. But now it's coming up to the end of the day. Mackenzie's heading to the space he wants to camp in. You can see them ahead. There's some rocks. And he's going to uh-huh. camp in the lee of the rocks, and that should be quite safe. And uh, Jack, you reach down to change gear, and there's a... And you kind of look down at the snake... That's curled itself around the gear stick. Ah. And is now hissing at you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> ah, You're driving to retain control of the Jeep during your surprise. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Alarm. 
Now here's here's the question: How do you st- how do you stop the car without going down the second out of gear? <laughs> yeah, you can't change gear. You you haven't lost control, but you're like not fully in control of this jeep anymore. You're kind of slowing down a bit, but you're a bit wobbly because there's a snake. Roll your natural world, Eduardo and Jake, Jack. Oh, oh, I like Jake more. I should have gone with Jake. Uh, is it? <laughs> it's just, it's just a, a harmless kiss adder. Look, <laughs> you're convinced, Jack, that it is a death adder. <laughs> the Peruvian death adder. How did you get in? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Someone say Peruvian Death Adder. The Peruvian Death Adder. (laughs) (laughs) I missed the soundboard. (laughs) We literally have Peter right there with his piano smithing skills. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going over there. (laughs) He'd have to turn it on, put more piano fuel in it. Yeah, there is a uh, death adder wrapped around your gear stick, and it looks angry because you just reached down to change gears and almost wrapped your hand around it. Um, and you're frantically trying to slow the car down whilst in what, the wrong gear. Uh, what, what, what I do, right, is I scream and I jump out of the Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm still moving. <laughs> Roll your dexterity, please. Uh, which which Jeep? Which what Jeep is he in, in the convoy? Like, what order? Fourth car, so Rebecca and Mitch are both behind him. Okay, roll your next... Oh, God, your next... <laughs> aye, aye, aye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a wonderful day I'm having! <laughs> um, I'm going to do this in order. Eduardo, your driver has just jumped out of the car and there's a snake wrapped around the uh, gear stick. What do you do? Uh, a high-pitched scream Doppler's with me out of the doorway. <laughs> Am I able to, at least from the passenger seat, to kind of hold the steering wheel so at least we don't swerve? Yeah, you can reach over and grab the steering wheel. Uh, Roll me your intelligence. I I like how, uh, following the fact that Arona has jumped out of the Jeep, the we now refers to you and the snake. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You also turn the engine off, um, which will, you know, slow you down slowly. Uh, Rebecca and Chai, you are... You know, having a nice conversation. It's near the end of the day. You can see the campsite up ahead. It's dusty. When suddenly there's a scream and Jack leaps out of his car and is rolling directly towards the wheels of your car. What are you doing, Rebecca? I'm the horn steering out the way. Roll driving. Uh, I can drive. 100, 100. I'm wondering. I'm wondering oh, if we'll get drive. <laughs> oh, <thank> God, <laughs> <laughs> nearly needed a backup can. Arona, you're currently unconscious, but you didn't get dro- dr- driven over by Rebecca. Uh, Rebecca, you just pull off to one side, steering away, and like slam the brakes on. Mitch, uh, you suddenly see Rebecca's jeep swerve off to the side, and you can see Jack just lying in the road ahead of you. I just swerve as well, following Rebecca. Well, drive. (laughs) Oh. 
that's, uh, that's great. And uh, you jackknife and roll your luck. To see whether or not you roll your car. Oh, well, yeah! You managed to retain. You managed to get control back before you careen into the back of Rebecca's truck and stop. But yeah, that was a bit spicy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hugo, roll yes. hidden. Yeah, I was going to say rear view mirror. Uh, everything is fine. You carry on driving. <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> uh, Mackenzie, Matteo and Hugo carry on to the campsite once we've stopped I'll be hitting the horn until the <laughs> others stop <laughs> uh, can I roll listen? you should roll listen I bet these are really noisy jeeps yeah they're, they're, it is like uh, <laughs> yeah, on, a, on a bumpy road road we're uh, we don't need oh, my listen's really bad, so this probably won't work. I don't hear, don't Mateo, hear. Roll listen hard because you're slightly further ahead. Can He's got I 99 hear 99 listen, hasn't he? Or oh, spot, no, now. that's spot. He's near, I can't yeah. hear. Yeah, no, the other three cars continue going. No, <laughs> uh, bye bye forever, Father Eduardo. Roll your luck. Oh. Yeah, that scale that at one point was below 10. Bye. Um, the Why snake, don't you spend some luck to make that roll? The snake <laughs> uncoils itself from around the gear stick and slithers into your lap. Ooh. It wants pets. It starts undoing your fly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to spend that luck to make that roll because it. I, I needed hard. That's why. Yeah. Um, I I stay very, 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 very still. Okay, your Jeep is rolling to a stop as you turn the engine off. Uh, Rebecca and Chai um, and Mitch, what are you doing? Do you jump out of your Jeeps and go to investigate? Uh, yeah, I'm Jack. Yeah, Jack is lying unconscious, covered in dust. Um, try and first aid... You may roll first aid. Mitch and Rebecca, have you gone to... No. Oh. Have you gone to Jack or are you going to the the Jeep with the father in? If Chai's going to Jack, I'll go to the Jeep. Yeah, I'll go to the Jeep as well. You two arrive at the Jeep. Uh, It's it's rolled to a stop because it sounds like the engine is off and you see Father Eduardo just sitting in his chair like really, really still and there is a snake in his lap. Whoa. There's a snake Whoa. in my boots. <laughs> Natural world. I can do that. I'm going to send you a message now. Ooh. It's the uh, harmless common desert dick-eating snake. Oh, <laughs> it's, just only a, dangerous. it's just a name, you know. <laughs> it's only dangerous if you It was it. discovered by Richard Eating. Very good. Very, very good. (laughs) I must (laughs) apologise. To people named Richard. (laughs) Oh.
Father Eduardo looks at you with his, uh, you know, he, he rolls an eye in your direction. Okay. Um, you should get out of there very carefully. (laughs) 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 Try and open the door and then make a break for it. (laughs) (laughs) You want, you want, sorry, you want a 58 year old priest to make a run for it. (laughs) You just have to get out of the door quickly, like at speed and then oh, you're probably okay, the best fine. The I will going to die. I mean, would, we, would we not have learned how to deal with snakes with our desert survival skills you can roll desert survival to see if you know how to deal with this I don't <laughs> 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 okay. uh, it seems the advice is to not be near the snake <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, Father Eduardo, you remember something Mackenzie mentioned, and you reach read. Roll me your dexterity at hard. Oh. <laughs> Actually, you got an extreme success on desert survival, so I'll take that instead. Uh, okay. You reach down really slowly and grip the snake behind the neck, head here, and then lift it up, and it just kind of wraps its coily body around your arm, and like Rebecca and Mitch open the door for you. And you, you gently let it down and it fucks off. <sighs> you pick it up behind the neck. Snakes are all neck. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the torso? You need to grab them by the back of the head so then they can't twist around and bite you. Yeah. Did I learn something watching that? <laughs> uh, you can all add... Um, all of you add three to your desert survival. I Not me, though. people that were there uh... It's good to know that 3% of desert survival is how to deal with snakes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it probably is. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chai, Jack is very unconscious. Well, I found my first aid, so you know what I'm going to try and do? I'm going to try and Kyoshi Jitsu in a way. Oh, God. Wrong Kyoshi <laughs> Jitsu. I don't, oh, don't want whatever this pants. is. I'm, I'm all right, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, don't, don't make him shit his pants. <laughs> Jack. Unfortunately, uh, the pressure point to wake you is the prostate. So <laughs> <laughs> what, what's happening here and how do I stop it? Uh, there is a sudden sharp pain, Jack, and you, eye, you just jerk awake and you can feel... Chai's got her fingers around the base of your neck and she's dug them in and it's woken you back up, but ow, did that hurt? I, I, yeah. I, gra- I grab her in a panic and I shout, The Death Adder! The, the what now? The, the snake! I gesture at the car. Oh, is there a snake? The one that's, that's, I just came over here. You see, fine that's, now. The one that's eating Father Eduardo. <laughs> I, I look over and I, I see you. Father Eduardo. You see Father Eduardo looking quite proud as, a, as he's like standing outside the car chatting with Mitch and Rebecca. Is it invisible, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you're making him doubt whether or not he saw it at all. <laughs> I stand up and dust myself off and I'm like, this was a test of <laughs> the emergency snake detection system. And you have passed with flying colours. I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I shall follow. <laughs> um, guys, I don't mean to be uh, like 
worry you got, but uh, where are the others? They didn't stop, and I couldn't get to stop with the horn. If we're all done here, we should get moving, because we could probably follow the tracks to catch up. Okay, can you help us start the car again, please? Let's carry on driving, I say weakly, and sit back in the driver's seat after carefully looking under and in everything. <laughs> no more snakes in the car. Rebecca, do you want to share any knowledge about the snake? I do. Yes, it's a brown snake. It's not good. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Peruvian death adder, I say, with absolute <laughs> conviction. No, it's a brown I don't snake. know how one got here. It's even worse than the Peruvian Death Adder, apparently. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, this one actually, actually kills you. <laughs> but it's okay, you can deal with it if you grab its neck, which is most of it, and then just <laughs> toss it away. <laughs> and then just, yeah. then just helicopter it out the window. <laughs> yeah, brown snake. I thought the brown snake was the harmless snake, and I was like, oh, I've only thinks it's the deadly snake, but actually... <laughs> You accidentally put. A yeah, snake I was like, I was like, I'm surprised that I critically failed in the wrong direction. Normally, you're like, oh, it's it's a harmless love kiss snake. Oh, charming. Oh, it's biting my eye. <laughs> yeah, well, there are two snakes this book has given me. There is the death adder, which I was like, oh, yeah, that's what he thinks it is. And then there's the brown snake, and then just underneath the brown snake stats, oh, it's venom information, and I'm like, <laughs> oh. oh. Fortunately for all of us, it only envenomates the uh, the penises of elderly priests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't real. I made it up. The Peruvian Death Adder is, is the most deadliest snake in the world. It's been published in um, uh, Felix Walker's <laughs> yeah, book. Yeah. I wrote a book about it. That makes it real. Whether or not it's actually real is a different thing. <laughs> I, I made it up, but you were also convinced that I didn't have the heart to tell you that it was not real. It's, it's, it's like the whole kangaroo thing. It's fine. <laughs> Kangaroos are and, um, That's what they want you to think. Well, where's my letter? Who's driving what? Uh, Hugo and Matteo and Mackenzie, who is me, uh, you've all noticed by now that the rest of the convoy isn't with you, so you've pulled over. And after about 15 minutes, you see them that they're driving up towards you, and you all see um, the rest of the gang pulled over on the side of the desert track. Oh, wondering if they were having, having a flat or something. Oh, they come back for us. No, they stopped. Ah, we caught up. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I, I, I don't get out my Jeep. I just kind of wave down as they kind of draw up to see if everything's okay. Everything okay? It is now. <laughs> we had a little uh, serpent scare. Oh, uh, yeah, it'll happen. Watch out Full for your feet. snakes, I say weakly. <laughs> <laughs> What yeah. kind is Mackenzie? Peruvian death adder. <laughs> That's not a real snake, <laughs> and we're not in Peru. Uh, it was one of those brown ones. Oh, uh, yeah. the fact that you're all still here, that no one got bit. Yeah, it was sitting on my lap. That was kind of scary. Oh, um, well, I'm glad right. you're alive and well, Father. Don't let those things bite you. 
Um, is this where we want to camp for today? No, no, another about three, four miles. He points towards the rock formation in the distance. We'll camp there. Okay. And you drive ahead. You reach the campsite. Everyone will desert survival. Yay. With a bonus dice because Mackenzie is helping. Hmm. Desert survival, you say? Well. Bonus dice. I will stick with my... Oh, dear. <laughs> Ooh, chai. Survival. I got a 100. No, you didn't. I've got my bonus die, got a zero, so I think I did. Oh, I technically passed. <laughs> no, you, take, you take the better one. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, this is bonus n- die, yeah. Take oh, the 90. Uh, yes. <laughs> 100. I I'm technically sorry, passed. I'm sorry, are we, are we all making this roll? Yeah, you're all helping set up camp. I'm... Do what? And does the bonus die count for getting a check mark? Fail. Yes. Cool. <laughs> Don't know why I bothered, really. <laughs> I'm a bit shaken from that whole from that whole snake thing. We have a bonus die. Oh, really? Okay. The, the, the same. same. <laughs> yeah, you're a bit shaken. You you spend a bit of time not sitting in the jeep and not opening any boxes or bags. I'm, I'm, I'm every every time someone sets something up, I wander into it and I tell them I'm doing a snake check. Yeah. <laughs> There's death you're, you're, adders here. You're, you're very, very confused when you, you step into one of the tents and there's just a pit full of snakes. Uh, I check the sign outside and see that it's the snake pit tent and, and I'm greatly reassured. <laughs> you have to roll me a uh, critical uh, dexterity to not fall into the snake pit. Uh, no, I go for a swim. Are you reenacting uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark? I hate snake! <laughs> uh, you finished staying up camp. Who's cooking dinner? Who did? I think? mean, oh, uh, we literally have a guy for this. Is it? Oh, I'm really not looking forward to an all snake buffet. But fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got some brown snake meat. <laughs> I found. I found all these. I found all these snakes along the way. Just a big writhing bag. <laughs> How does please, one prepare please, snake? Please, Mitch. No more koala testicles. Yes, no more hot cuisine. Mitch cooks a lovely meal. Mackenzie spreads the map out in front of everyone. Do snake have testicles? The things you ask Google. No. Well, yes, but inside they don't don't have a snake sack. Wiggling around on the floor, really awkward. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're reptiles. That should have been your first clue. The, the chafing. <laughs> Look, you're travelling by red line. Yay! <laughs> oh, we've made it not very far. It's about seventy-five to hundred miles, which isn't bad for driving trucks through the desert, not on a road. And only two people have nearly died in that one day. Yeah. What a great success That's, this has been. Then, yeah, I mean, on oh, on balance, that is a huge success for our team. And we've had an and we've had a successful test of the emergency snake system. Yeah, leap out of the car, leaving your friend to fend for themselves. Legitimately, if I was in a jeep in Australia and a snake appeared, I would jump out of that car, no matter how fast it was moving, no matter what was outside. No matter whether I thought it was a Peruvian death adder or not. Every snake is a Peruvian death adder until it's not. Mm. 
you, Mackenzie's like, we're making good way. We should reach the adverse world tomorrow. <laughs> and then it should take us about two more days to reach the uh, um, the site of interest, the coordinates. You've forgotten what it's called, haven't you? <laughs> the, the the location of the ancient rocks. The the destination. The the, the target. The target. The place location. where we're going. <laughs> the place. The, the the place we go. Festival <laughs> um, lakes. I would suggest everyone rest well, retire to your tents, and um, we'll set out again early in the morning. Um, I will set an alarm for 5am. We want to get going really before the sun rises. It gets quite cold at night here, right? The temperature is dropping dramatically. I'm sending you a message, Russell. We only get about five minutes a day where the temperature is perfect. <laughs> Are you kidding? If you met Craig, it's like it's like three degrees right now, and Craig is out there being like the perfect <sighs> Praise the stars. It's been, Um, however, for all of you except Matteo, looking at the sky, the stars are so very wrong. uh, The massive, beautiful, sparkling wonder that is the Southern Cross constellation. You're all from the Northern Hemisphere, and the Southern Hemisphere has different stars. Oh, right. Unless we've got even a tiny bit of astronomy, we probably just look at the sky and go, hmm, stars. (laughs) I uh, I used to be in a cult. You know, roll your occult, please, Jack. Oh, why are we rolling occult? Let's see which of you dies first. Uh, Cool. Yeah, these seven stars are just bull- bullshit, really. <laughs> <laughs> that one, that one's a cunt. <laughs> I've never I've had, had enough of these stars. I say the spell which destroys all stars. Um, all of them, no exceptions. Um, no, no, do not do this. <laughs> really quite short, uses no power. It's weird that no one's done it before, really. <laughs> you just go, me. <laughs> Even if you have no astronomy, that you can tell the stars are different. Mitch is probably used to them being a sailor man and sailing around the world. And Matteo grew up under these stars, so it's quite nice to have them back. Okay. Uh, but the rest of you, there is something that is just slightly off about being out here miles from civilization in the desert of Australia under strange stars. I'm going to try and uh, sort of recall my younger days when I was like a, a missionary in Northern Africa because I'm kind of like used to not being in civilization back then. Tell me your priestliness. Perform sacrament? Yeah, that one. 
you need a little bit of a prayer session and invite anyone else who wants to come along. Does anyone else go along to the Catholic priest prayer session? Nope. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's... I think, I think yeah, I mean, Mitch probably would, because Mitch is kind of being a sailor person. Generally, sailors are quite religious, so I would... Yeah, I'm cool, actually. Going, you'll, you'll take part in... Uh, Nido, you're breaking up completely. I can't hear anything. Can you hear me? Now I can. Um, It's fucking with your webcam. I don't think it is. I think it's um, battery on my thing. Um, I, uh, yeah, just to say I would go along, uh, assuming that it doesn't interrupt other things later on. Nido, Nido looks a bit like a golden man. Because where he's, he's glitching so much, his mouth's just occasionally going... <laughs> yeah, Nido, if you're running out of battery, maybe plug it in and turn off the background effect that's draining your battery. Actually, it says it's not running low on battery. I don't know what's going on here. Just turn it off because it's, it's fucking with your webcam somehow and you look awful. Okay, so Mitch and Hugo are going along. Uh, Matteo, you're from a Catholic country. Are you going along to the Catholic priest Catholic ceremony? Uh, I haven't been involved in Catholicism for some time. I will attend, uh, I guess. Jack, are you going? What do you think? Uh, I'm go- I'm going to watch from a distance uh, with a, with a clinical eye to observing a different cult. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca, what about you? Uh, not... I won't be involved, but if it's what's happening tonight, there's not a lot much else to do. <laughs> I, I don't plan on participating. That's not really been my whole deal since I, you know, spent all of those years with those monks. Yeah, that's um... fair enough. You... Okay, uh, everyone who actually takes part, which I think is Mitch and Hugo, and and Father Eduardo, you get three luck. Yay. Free luck. Free luck. And one sanity. Oh. That's actually really useful. (laughs) Otherwise, the evening passes uneventfully. It's very cold. The stars are out. But eventually, you all head to your tents to go to sleep. Snake check. (laughs) Well, score hidden. (laughs) <laughs> Everyone? No, no, just snake check, boy. Oh, no! I don't see any snakes. It's a crit. The problem is, is, you know, you have to, like, pick up your sleeping bag and jiggle it yeah. to see if there's any snakes in it, and you're like, I don't want to pick it up. Just in case. <laughs> I want to check, but I don't want to check. Oh, doorbell, sorry. Father Eduardo, roll a spot hidden for you, me. Oh, dear. Uh, Yeah, you you and Jack kind of go and get spare sleeping bags and (laughs) sleep sleep somewhere else, just in case there are snakes in your tent. (laughs) As you're both sharing your tent. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
success. <laughs> have travelled one day towards the plot. Yay. Yay. Uh, ah, he survived. <laughs> <laughs> he looks. He looks like he's worn out though. There. That must have survived, survived, but it was cost. <laughs> you survived the assassination attempt, then. Uh, sorry, I uh, I pulled my knee running down the stairs. Oh shit! <laughs> Wow. See, that was the assassination attempt. Yeah, it hurt a lot. <laughs> er, 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 you have to remember that we're barely moving anymore. Like, <laughs> so we can't just suddenly call upon fast. I know. Honestly, honestly, I can't. I can't wait to lose my children's knees and have my adult knees grow in. That should happen any time now. They just grow in underneath and push the old knees out. That's. Um, Excru- <laughs> excruciating, yeah, yes, it's very painful. Dr. Kremen, would you like to... Um... <laughs> He's not that kind of doctor! Not that kind of doctor! As I know, he will not look at any of my abscesses. Nah. What on earth is that noise? That's, that's Foxby moving moving on to the different to the next in his set of snacks. Oh, I see. I haven't had any snacks yet, because... Um... I had a McDonald's for breakfast. <laughs> Snacks are for session two. <laughs> the scandal. Anyway, everyone is back, so Nido, get back here. Oh, I'm present. I'm just doing my tea. Good. I'm listening. Okay, uh, the next day dawns bright and sunny. The sky is a blue vault filled with light, fluffy clouds that drift past. You know those really high, thin streets? clouds that aren't carrying any rain mm-hmm. around you the desert is mostly rock scrub bare barren land there's not a plant in sight except for the odd tiny little bit of scrub in the shade of a rock there's also sand it's not quite the sahara desert but it's definitely dusty and sandy and you know you're trying to stick to the rocky route but on either side, in either direction, there is just endless plains of d- dark brown, bronze, barren sand. I well, hate trucks sand. run on sand. <laughs> Fuck off, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> will, will the trucks run on sand? They will, yeah. They'll just be going a bit slower, which is why you're trying to stay to the rocky path, because they'll go a little bit faster. Well, that's why you only did about 75 miles yesterday. Because, you know, you're sand. driving through a desert. I hate sand dunes. They're the worst thing. Well, don't drive <laughs> into it. That's where all the snakes are. They're in the dunes. In the dunes. Corona gets very stroppy when I take him on sand dunes. I don't like sand dunes. I sink. <laughs> he gets like, like proper has a hissy fit. <laughs> yeah, that, that's because that's you, weigh, you weigh 17 grams and you move across the surface like that lizard that doesn't ever, that only ever has one foot touching the ground. And I weigh seven metric tons and I sink into it up to my neck on every other step. Wait, you need to, need to get him like little tennis shoes. Yeah, I suggested that. <laughs> I want to go to the beach. I really want to go to a beach. Well, you can't go to beaches. This country doesn't have any. We have misery zones. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I meant like, you know. Pebbles. Really could do with flying to the Canary Islands and just lying by a pool, looking at the beach. <laughs> you can do that. You can, you can come with us in in, in November, October. <laughs> let's let's not let's not negotiate this while we're being recorded. 
The flight details and uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, I hold on, I just I'm get my mother's maiden name for the card. <laughs> Here, Ashley, use my credit card details. Let me just call them out to you. <laughs> oh yes. We did. We did have one of these once where someone was reading out like uh, Ashley's home address for a pizza company, and I'm like, maybe I should edit that. <laughs> Unless he wants anyway. to receive fan mail. <laughs> you all pile back into the jeeps, driving in the same order as yesterday. Eduardo, are you swapping jeeps? Uh... If you swap jeeps on me, I will be mortally offended. <laughs> Yeah, so, yes. and I've befriended you the most out of everyone. No, I'll, I'll stay with him. He, he, I don't think he'll... He'll want an extra snake spotter. <laughs> I I at least have the decency to look mortified when you get in the Jeep. <laughs> he just left him to his death. <laughs> Can't hear you, Hedgehog. I think that was a fully legitimate reaction to have to uh, to a full-on snake encounter. It was, Jai. especially since I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a regular snake or just a cursed snake that's been sent specifically for me. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you did <laughs> think it was a cursed snake that had been sent specifically for you at the time. That's what I thought. I mean, I, I haven't seen any other Peruvian death adders around here, have you? Jai, are you staying in Rebecca's jeep? Yeah, no reason not to. Drivers, roll drive. Oh, actually, before we set off, we should do some navigating. Mitch and Hugo navigate, and Mackenzie will then mark your... <laughs> <And we'll, laughs> he will give you a score. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what my score is. If my character sheet will reopen, please. See me after class. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. Where's my navigate gone? Uh, it's under N. And is the one that looks like a little man with two legs. <laughs> How you remember letters? Please load. Spinning. I don't know why my laptop's being so slow. See, we're getting rid of all of our bad luck okay. early, so that we have a lot of luck later. That's how it works. That- <laughs> ladies and ladies and gentlemen, the first time call of Cthulhu roleplay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just spend one luck, Nido. I only just got three back. You don't yeah, want to so see what my initial is. Oh, spend. Oh, Nido, you got one job. <laughs> Actually, uh, I don't even get a job who it is to drive you through the desert. Again, politely corrects Hugo and Rich's very well-intentioned efforts, but we don't want to drive back the way we came. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, it's just a brief moment where I do that thing and turn the map around in my hands. <laughs> they missed the big arrow we drew yesterday to point the right direction. <laughs> it's sad. It's sad. I, I, I feel the genuine pain of this because I cannot navigate using maps. <laughs> it's not a skill I have. But see, I feel genuine pain because it is a skill I do have, and I'm like, I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not allowed to navigate, Foxy. Okay, you all set off again. Drivers, drive. Actually, everyone, desert survival first. God, wow. Nope. Desert survival. <laughs> I mean, it's unlikely until we level up. Today. Well, I only have 19 in it. I've, I've succeeded thrice. 
Now, everyone, remember to fill your canteens with sand before we head off. <laughs> everyone put on all these fur coats we bought with us. <laughs> why, why would we do that? Now I'm thinking of black books and Dave syndrome. <laughs> everyone, everyone choke down another handful of Manhattan jam. While you are um, packing up the camp, Mackenzie is wandering around helping everyone, giving suggestions, etc., etc. Everyone can tick Desert Survival, except for Flinty, who can double tick it. Oh. I've, already got, I've already got a tick, because I had I managed to get a thing yesterday. I love that he's, he's, wandering, he's wandering around, you know, giving out suggestions, going, no, 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 take your head out of the noose, that's it, that's, that's fine, <laughs> that's, that's much better. You everyone, want to be in the car, not dra- not dragged behind it. Everyone who is driving, roll a drive. 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 <laughs> Hard driving. I legitimately haven't got one success in anything this entire game. Oh, so <laughs> driving so well today. Yeah. Wow. It's fine. Um, you know, it, it, you're driving along slowly. You just can't tick it. Um, Eduardo, what are you doing today whilst sitting in the passenger seat with your feet up being like, Snake Watch? <laughs> um, I might Every just... now and then you gingerly open the glove compartment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's have a look. Ooh, that's... Uh... Learn some more dark magic. Yeah. I'm such a good priest. Sorcerer Supreme. Not sorcerer. Uh, look, supreme, every priest so needs, to know a bit of, uh, needs to know a little bit of sorcery. That's how it works. Yeah. What does that one do? Okay, I'll, I'll try. I'll try and learn that one. Is it just hard in hard or hard power? Yeah. Hard power. Hard power to cast for the first time. Hard in to learn it, so you don't ah, hard it anymore. Okay. Nope, nope. You haven't learned this one. Okay. Um, Chai, what are you doing? Continue reading. Well, read. Yes. Cool. I'm going to call that another two days. Yay. You don't sound very excited. I'm just tired. I didn't sleep well at all last night again. Oh. Roll me a D6, please, Chai. Oh, okay. One. All this, all this driving. You are seven out of twenty-one days on this book. That's not how math works. It says oh three to six. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize it was variable. It depends how quick you read. Okay. Um, Okay, uh, the day is passing, you're driving, you're stopping. Um, I made a Rona roll this yesterday, so today I'm going to make Rebecca roll it. Roll me a d6. Yay. Where are these snakes coming from? 
two snakes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just a roll for number of snakes. (laughs) Oh shit, I rolled a one, you rolled a six. Six snakes! Uh, it's a couple of hours afternoon when everyone roll me spot hidden. Speeden. Hmm. I wonder if someone's going to spot this for love nor money. I see the thing. Mateo, we should just strap you to the front of the jeep like that dude from um, from Mad Max. Oh fuck, we really are doing Mad Max. Who, <laughs> <laughs> if you see something, Mateo? <laughs> Everyone who succeeded successfully, you see a man on a camel. The camel. Which is new... Yes, yeah, the ship of the desert. Yeah. I, I, I start slowing down the cars, or, or like my car. So, yeah, you slow down. The man on the camel is is he's riding perpendicular to you, but he does, you know, change direction and start moving towards you. And after about five minutes, you pull the cars over and catch up. He is an elderly uh, gentleman. He's got a white white beard, long white hair. He's dressed in um. Leather clothing. He's got various equipment hanging off his camel, and he uh, he looks at you all in surprise. Was it better to see people out here? Well, we can't let him live now he's seen us. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Hi. Remember, we're not in a cult anymore. Well, it's a different kind of cult. I'm Darby Dave. Um. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> Darby Day. Excuse me. <laughs> We're all Darby Dave around here, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't think I do, no. <laughs> what brings a group like you all the way out here? Where are you from? <laughs> Australia, mate. What? By gum. <laughs> Don't be mean. Accents are hard. <laughs> That's true. My name is Nyalathotep. Oh, shit. What's up with you, Jack? Oh, did you, you just read it off my shirt. <laughs> um, oh, wait, you're Brandit. Why are you on brand? <laughs> I've got my tattoo. That you're reformed. You're not allowed to wear that stuff. I know, but tattoo removal is expensive. Well, so Darby, just there. peel the skin off. Yes, fine. Yeah, it's just a knife. What? <laughs> um, I, I, I sort of like glance at the others in the group. I'm like, oh, we've just been prospecting. You we're know, pros- we're, we're, we're <laughs> awkwardly kind of like looking. We're for looking for gold. Up. I say, gold. We're looking for gold in the desert. Gold. Press it. Gold out here. Press you it. Your of gold. I have to admit, I've had my own successes over the years for finding gold. Oh, where where do you find it? Nah, I'm afraid <laughs> my sources are mine, young man. Press I draw, it. I draw my gun. <laughs> I don't. I don't do that. Press it. It sounded like from his name that that was like a you know like that's like a name he's made for himself rather than his actual name. Can I do like a credit rating to see if I've heard of this guy? 
You can actually, because you're Australian. Yes. Have I heard of this guy? Probably. No, it's yes. Ooh, yes. Is there anyone in the population of Australia called Dave, called Darby Dave? Look, uh, if it was Bruce, we'd have no hope. Darby Dave was actually quite a big name amongst the prospecting and mining communities of Port Hedland and Kunkudri and all of that. He's from Wales originally. Oh. So you couldn't tell us back then, obviously. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. oh! it was a hint of Welsh I was picking up on. Yeah, it was. It was ah, it. the valleys. I'm going to kill you so hard. <laughs> 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 Look, you already molested me with a snake. I think we're even. Clearly wasn't the correct kind of snake. <laughs> uh, he is, he's um, been prospecting out here for decades. He always comes back with a small score of gold. Just enough, you know, for him to get by with for a few weeks, a few months. Um, but never like the mother load. The, the legend is that he clearly found a mother load out in the desert. And um, he just goes out there to bring a little bit of it back at a time. Um, anyone who tries to follow him tends to uh, lose him. He's really, really good at navigating the desert and losing people trying to follow him. Yeah. Um. Oh, I say, oh, I, I've heard of you. Uh, are you you're on your way out or on, on your way in, I ask? I'm on my way to the coast. I would fancy seeing the sea for a bit. Yeah, I, I know. It's like, have you, uh, have you have you run into anyone else out here? Because we're, uh, we've heard there's another expedition out here. Loads of people. Oh, the expedition? Mm. Yeah. Um, I did some work for that guy. Oh, back in 21? Um, I was momentarily very confused because it is 21. <laughs> yeah, so he, he means 1921. He means 1921, not 2021, yeah. A century ago. <laughs> um, I, I leave it for other people on this team who might have a... you who might care about the fact that he just said that he previously worked for the people that we're after. Someone else can hop into this conversation at this point because my character would have nothing further to say. I want to talk to him. I just started eating a crunchy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Other um, people also know this information. Sorry, what were what were his words? Yes, I took that guy Huston out into the desert back in twenty one. Uh, he didn't mention Huston by name just now, he did he? He did. No, he didn't. Are you gaslighting us, Ashley? Because we're recording this. <laughs> um, at, the mention, at the mention of Huston, my eyebrows go up and merge with my hairline. <laughs> but that really, I say, in the, uh, in the tones of someone who's both terrified and impressed. Yeah. Um, Did they have any luck? Because we well, It gets a bit muddled, you see. Um... There were two expeditions, as far as I knew. The first one ended in disaster. Some 25 men were killed in, like, a massive mining accident. Um, but the guy in charge, uh, Huston, he uh, he paid off the local politicians, and uh, no one ever talked about it ever again. We're old colleagues, I say. Oh, you don't 
Well, it was nice talking to you. Uh, I hope you enjoy yourself in the desert. You don't know where he can be found, I say, taking my wallet out of my pocket. South. Beyond the Purple Lakes. I, I, I start taking notes out of the wallet, and I'm saying, uh, how, how south, exactly? Look, he's a crazy American bloke. He took about two dozen men into the bush, that had them dig a 30-foot shaft, then told them all to stop, gave them a huge bonus, and sent them home to Darwin. This is uh, years back now. Huston is a bad man, I say. Yeah. If you're acquaintances of him, I don't want anything to do with you. No offence. We're trying to stop him. South of Percival Lakes, between the lakes and the Canning Stock route, he has two camps. Thank you very much, Mr. Dave. You got I, a map? Um, I, yes. <laughs> I was looking around for it, but it's on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fetch uh, Mackenzie and have him bring his map. Got lots of crossings out, which are marked with my doodles. He's done. I just no. In the corner, it's like south opposite of north? Question mark. <laughs> Further investigation needed. <laughs> it's a draw, drawing of a compass on fire. Um, I think maybe we should. I I I, I talked to um, Rebecca. Rebecca, do you think we should maybe like keep him quiet? Not telling everybody where we meet. <laughs> Whilst Jack is talking to him, I'm like, should we maybe like bribe him to make sure he doesn't tell of any? Um, if I'm listening to this, the fact that um, Dave seems to not really be wanting to associate with them anyway, I'm sort of not imagining that he's going to go off and tell them because he doesn't want anything to do with them. Do I need to sort of psychology eyes to kind of confirm that I don't actually think he's going to be an issue? Or... Well, psychology. Can I also roll psychology? You can. Mm. Yeah, this guy really doesn't want to even talk about this topic. He wants to just go and go in the opposite direction as quickly as he can. Yeah, I guess Rebecca. Maybe we're okay. Maybe yeah. I, I, I'm just cautious. You know, we've had so many traitors and people who have turned out to be something that they're not. He marked uh, something on the, on the map. These were his camps that I know of. One of them is slap bang on the coordinates you are heading for. This one is mm-hmm. slap bang on the on uh, the professor's discovery coordinates. This one is further off. Uh, Dave thanks you all for the money. He takes Jack's money, and then he literally turns and starts going back the way you came. He's going north. I uh, I, I shoot him in the back and uh, get my money back. <laughs> No! Camel bites your head off. I think about it hard, but I don't do it. 
Yeah, the Thank camel uh, bites him, turns into an eight tentacled beast, and uh, devours us. <laughs> oh God! It's another hand of Tindalos, <laughs> the camel of Tindalos, a much lesser feared creature because of how weird it is. Um, There's still a hand of Tindalos stalking you, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Thanks. That's why I haven't used the time travel stone I've got to travel through time. <laughs> At least that's uh, hundred years in the past. It will take a little while to get here. Not for a hundred years, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. I, th- I think I've set up, I think I've set up a situation like with um, Gwyn's fucking chupacabra. <laughs> Except Gwyn's chupacabra was just having a laugh. Yeah, Gwyn loves wants to eat you. Gwyn would be delicious. Okay, uh, Dave rides off into the northern northernness. I'm going to ride into the sunset when you're riding north. Um, if someone's riding north into the sunset, something's gone really wrong. Yeah. Mirage. Uh, yeah. uh, Mackenzie looks at you. It's like, well, it sounds like this American competitor of yours is already out there. Um, do you want to head to the coordinates the professor and I discovered or towards his I- other camp? I, I I give him a sort of appraising look because I'd I'd forgotten that he doesn't know the full details of why we're here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I'm like hmm, can't kill him yet because he's good at snakes and we're not good at snakes. Yeah, it sounds like we better head towards those coordinates. I say, looking around desperately. Which coordinates? The ones where the the one I drew a red circle around on the map, sir. Oh, those ones, the original. Yeah, yeah. the ones that the ones that we that Dave said he was at. Yeah. Well, Dave doesn't know which ones he's at yet. He just knows that he has two camps. Ah. Hmm. Well, let's go there and look. Any input from the rest of your intrepid adventuring party? Well, I was going to suggest well, we if need we to get, get to adverse well. Yeah, if we get to adverse well and kind of rethink, mm. we need to stock up on water. We need to have a think about this and work mm. out our plan of campaign. We could always split up. <laughs> yes. Who's signing up? Trucks for it says Mackenzie. <laughs> Why? There's eight trucks. We could all each go to one different location and send up a flare if we find him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, I the camps will be for different things potentially. I don't. I don't want. I don't want us to split up because if he ca- if they catch me, they're going to skin me alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wish they were going to skin you alive. Well, get rid of your tattoo at least. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the ultimate tattoo removal service. That and all of your skin. Just and to be sure, sure. a one way ticket to unknowable Kadaf. Oh, my God, Kadaf. Antoine is there. (laughs) 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 Sooner or later, everyone goes to (laughs) Kedah. You can rescue Antoine. Um, I I I rather think that's that's not happening at this point. Oh come on! (laughs) I mean, Make him stop the accent, please. <laughs> 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 the other thing gives you Antoine back because he just had enough of his fake French accent. 
you know he's really from Boston, right? And just throws him through a portal and fucks off. <laughs> okay, roll drive, drivers. Time to drive the car with wheels. Drive. Oh, dear. I'm a driving slowly. Yeah. Come oh on. Oh, dear. <laughs> Not Extreme worst. driving. Mateo, you beast. <laughs> Why don't we just tie our trucks to Mateo's? <laughs> I feel like I should double tick this skill by this point. You should. Oh, hold on. I think I've got a delivery. You arrive at the adverse well. It's um, literally, there's a flat, um, almost not quite a plateau, but a shelf of rock that rises up out of the sand. And literally there is a wood and brick well built into it with a big cover over it. It's quite well signposted and flagged, so it's easy to spot from a distance. Um, You pull up onto the rocky shelf. You set up camp for the evening. Um, I am going to need uh, Mackenzie says we're going to need to uh, tend to the trucks this evening so who among you can help him with mechanical repair or some sort of engineering maintenance Uh, I have a very small amount of mechanical repair I was going to say put put your hand Put your hand up if your mechanical repair is higher than 10. I mean, yeah, but it's 18. Then, it's you, <laughs> then it's you two. Uh, hang uh, on, Nido's left in the middle of a scene. Oh. <laughs> he, did, he did say he had a delivery. Well, that's just not acceptable. Because <laughs> he's the one with aircraft maintenance, which would yeah, yeah. be the bonus. <laughs> However, you can, you can look at his character sheet. No, I don't want to. I will out that Rhoda's left twice for deliveries now. <laughs> Rhoda's allowed to leave. Look, it's not, it's, not my, it's not my fault Amazon Amazon are very wistful about what time it was. Like my prime parcel was supposed to be I delivered did. between 7 and 9, and it turned up at 20 past 10. Yeah, I didn't even know we're having a delivery today. Uh, you're wanting mechanical repair. Um, well, uh, officially my base mechanical repair is 25, but I do have aircraft maintenance that's higher. Yeah, very, this is... Um, Okay. Uh, roll. Really, a, a truck is just an airplane without wings. Yeah. So, mm. Mitch, Meta, and Hugo, you are on truck maintenance this evening. So, someone else is going to have to cook dinner. <gasps> I will. Do you, to, do you want me to roll aircraft maintenance for mechanical yeah. repair? Aircraft maintenance. Oh, do, so, Jack and Rebecca <laughs> can. Uh, oh, oh, Jesus Christ! Do I have to roll anything? <laughs> yes, please. Uh, and Mateo, roll me a mechanical repair. Oh, All right, this is right. It would have been better I, if you just stayed at the door. I start this is going to, to fail. I start, I start pouring the. I start pouring the air, the airplane kerosene into one of the petrol tanks. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Oh, you can't look out of critical. Uh, Mackenzie got a 26 uh, <laughs> it might have been better for him to mention that we needed mechanics before <laughs> we started driving <laughs> or left the mechanic behind 
You're all mechanics, right? No. I can spell it. Okay. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> has removed the carburettors from the cars, and he's 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 showing these three how to take it apart. Literally, you just snap it open. You use the wire brush to brush out all the sand and dust and gunk, and then you snap it back together, and he will put it back in the car. And five of them, no trouble. Hugo drops one of his after um, opening it, and it breaks. Uh oh! It's just it's just bent and twanged and broken, and just gone. You've just you've just essentially totaled a truck, Nino. We don't need the carburetor. It's only for like you know making the fuel run clean. We're in a desert, no one will notice. There's no dust in a desert. <laughs> to the spares bucket, then. Thankfully, Mackenzie is well prepared for this and has spares. <laughs> he gives Hugo a big glare, however, and suggests you go and do a snake check of all the sleeping bags. I'll use my spot hidden for snakes. No snakes here! Jack, you were cooking dinner. Jack, uh, Jack and Rebecca were cooking, I think. Jack and Rebecca were cooking dinner between them. Yeah. yeah. Hey, roll I've me. never cooked before, but I've, but I've seen people do it, and I've got a good feeling. Roll me your... <laughs> Intelligence at hard, both. Can of I roll you. my cooking? Oh, if you've got cooking in the skill, <laughs> you may roll that, Rebecca. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're really bad at surviving. Oh, anything. no. No, I'm close, but no cigar. Um, dinner is a disaster. You um, get distracted chatting, and uh, whilst various pots are boiling, they boil over and put out the fire. And uh, then you drop, as you, you panic to try and move over, you knock the saucepan over and water and vegetables go everywhere. Just splash. Just Can I come splash. running in like Gordon Ramsay, like on Hell's Kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. put their face between a loaf of bread each. <laughs> what are you fix this, right? <laughs> it's well cooking at hard. To recover this mess. Gonna put gonna put a piece of bread on either of our heads and say we're an idiot sandwich. You're an idiot sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mitch Mitch wanders over and is like, "Hi guys, oh yeah, it's going really well. Why don't we just?" And Mitch takes over. I said, <laughs> "Mince the onions, not sliced." <laughs> <laughs> That's not an onion; it's a snake. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot sandwich. <laughs> Then Rebecca and uh, Jack go sit on the naughty, naughty rock and think about <laughs> think about what you've done. Eduardo and Chai, what are you two doing this evening? Uh, um, uh, maybe, oh, we we could refill the water canisters from the well. That's yeah. <laughs> well, well, well. Roll your desert survival. I just can't stop passing this one. <laughs> you passed the roll. Are you okay, Craig? Yeah. 
Okay, both of you tick Desert Survival. If it's already ticked, double tick it. Can I triple tick it? No, triple ticking is not a thing. Oh, okay. It's impossible to do a double tick on these, I forget. I've just, I've just made a mark on my... You just need to make a note or, or like, you know, edit the name of the skill or something just to say double tick. Mm. So you remember. Um, but you know, it's quite a good camp because you're out of the sand. You're on this rocky shelf. Um, you're not traipsing sand everywhere. Uh, dinner is quite nice. It's not the best. Jack and Rebecca look very proud of the thing. Yeah. We did a thing. That Mitch then saved. And the cars have been serviced. No thanks to Hugo. <laughs> I'm a plainsmith. Doesn't even have a rudder. We hired you to drive us vehicles, Mr. Hugo. You hired me to fly a plane! <laughs> I think it's quite clear at this point that we've decided we're going to do whatever we like with you. <laughs> Why does he keep saying it that way? This is Vanderbilt. One of the richest women, no, the richest woman in the world, now that she's inherited Liza's estate. Um, <laughs> Wait, was it all a big ploy? No yeah. wonder she didn't save Liza in the cabin. Yeah. Well, the money will go back to William Vanderbilt, and when he pops his clog, it will go to Roger Vanderbilt, and that's penis. Canonically, Liza and Felix are not turning up to be receptacles of Yogg-Sothoth wandering the world, then. (laughs) No, they've gone to him. They are in him. Someone would have to summon them to Earth to create that fate. Right. We are are receptacles. We're just... In standby. Power saving. As one of the glorious spheres of wonderment. Probably discussing whether or not this was a good idea. <laughs> Unless someone summons you, you ain't coming back. <laughs> okay. Uh, but the, you wanted to discuss your plans going forward. You gather in the mess tent around the map. Mm. So the thing that was on my mind, we obviously thought we'd go through the Percival Lakes and then up to the site. But that would mean going past this other camp that we didn't know about. I wonder if it's worth maybe changing route and going through this sort of fjord bit here. Well, if we head for the Sahara well, uh-huh. we can then strike out across. Uh, it's not really a fjord, but there's like a canyon you can go through. Yeah, because it, it looks like there's a there's a narrower bit right where you're pointing. Yeah, there's a fjord we can pass through. Oh. Pining for the fjord? Mm. Well, it's not really a fjord, but there is a way through. Yeah, okay. Well, if, the, if, if, the, if, the, if the expert knows there's a way through, then I'm is that happy a, to go with that. I look at the map oh. and I say, is that about a day's drive? So, Rebecca, what did you say? I say it looks like it's a quicker route to go straight towards Sahara Well and then, then to go all the way round through the more obvious land gap further east. Is that east? Yeah, east. Yeah. Um, the Sahara Well is another two days away. Mm-hmm. 
and then it's a day from this. Oh, why is this not snatched a corner? Yeah, Sahara Wells are another two days, and then from the Sahara Well, it's about a day to the camp. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we go all the way around, it's at least at least one more day than that. And the what what is they have been doing on this second camp? I mean, if that's the new one, maybe that old camp doesn't have what we need. Hmm, good point. We may have moved on to somewhere else. But they're digging up, you think they're digging up ancient artifacts, right? Maybe they've cleared out this first site and moved on to another one. That's what I mean. I'm, mm. like, I, I'm thinking we should maybe, if, if they're continuing that to go like, eastwards, yeah. we need to like head them off of their, their current dig site, not an old abandoned one. Yeah, that's a good idea. But they might mix oh. at the old campsite that will clue us into what they're up to. It makes the old site a particularly good place for the eye, I guess. What's the eye, says McKenzie, mm. looking at you in bafflement. <laughs> ah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing. Shut up. <laughs> oh, you don't want to explain to him about the Cthulhu Mythos? No, no. <laughs> not while he's not while he's full of that such juicy innocent blood. No, <laughs> you've got two emergency batteries, Hugo mm-hmm. and. <laughs> well, what do you want to do then, says um, Mackenzie? Either way, I think we should head to the Sahara Well, and then once we're at the Sahara Well, we can decide which way to go from there. The yeah, competitors of yours won't be expecting you to come from the north. They'll be expecting anyone who's approaching their camp to come along the stock trail. Yeah. So either way, we'll hopefully get the jump on them. Yeah, so on to the Sahara well. Yeah, seems like a good idea. Indeed. Pro- How far is the Sahara well to the the dig site? One day. It's, it's, a, it's over. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't see like any camps at night in the distance, right? It's too far. It's like seventy five miles. It's all rocky ground as well, and like little gullies and valleys and things. Okay. So they wouldn't see our camp and we wouldn't see theirs. Yeah, not unless they have built watchtowers or something stupid like that. And who would do that in the middle of the desert? <laughs> okay. You sleep. A chance to dream. Dreams. Dream, dream, dream. Is it time for a Dreamlands adventure? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, apparently it is. Chai goes to the dreamland. <laughs> I was hoping to practice my Aikido before. So. Have fun. I wanted to read my book, Russet. Can I read a book? Roll your book reading, roll your practicing now. Okay. <laughs> you do not practice. <laughs> It's cold. It's really, really fucking cold. You decide yeah. to curl up in a blanket. Oh. Yay. 
I will cross off a day on Nido's book. Mm. You are six out of 28 days, Hugo. This is taking a while. Big book. Hey, I had a book that needed 28 weeks. Chai, you've gone to the Dreamlands. I don't actually have a silver key, remember, so have I really? Yes, you have gone oh. to the Dreamlands, Chai. Yes, you, you annoyed the GM, and now you will be punished for hours. Yeah. hours. <laughs> you, Chai, don't have a silver key, and yet you are standing in the field of flowers at the top of the end, staircase of deeper slumber. Hmm. This you is a very nice. normal, and as you were drifting off, you idly thought about the dreamlands, and now here you are. You're actually here. I remember, Shai has actually already descended the steps of slumber, hasn't she? Yeah, so you could just think yourself somewhere else, but as you didn't have a destination in mind, this is just where you appear. Yeah. You've appeared at the hub spawn. Shai doesn't actually know anything about where anything else in the dreamland is. So she's probably just going to wander down and have a look. You wander? I'm going to get the dreamland book now. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> grumble, grumble. GM has to go get another book. Tick the box. Tick the box. Why don't you have that one? Touch the egg. Alright, Chai, you wander down the steps of slumber mm-hmm. and enter the cavern of Sagotha. It's the large cavern with the green fire that you've seen before. Um, and a tall gentleman in a magnificent hat comes walking towards you. It's one of the priests. He bows. It is a pleasure to see you once again. But what brings you here today to the Temple of the Fire? Uh, An idle thought while I was going to sleep. I just thought it'd be nice to see you here again. (laughs) Apparently, and that's how it works. You should not be able to cross over the dream unless... You have an access, a focal point. Nah, I'm not one of those. Then how are you here? Shrug. <laughs> Smile. I can no. do a dance for you if you like. Um, yes, we're never going to say no to a beautiful lady dancing, and in return we shall divine for you how you arrived here. Okay, that would be cool. I do a little dance. Distract them with your fan dance. You find your... You literally do pick up two fans and are dressed in a diaphanous silk gown and put on the most sexiest of sexy dances. Fans, veils, shimmying of the hips. And you don't question why you suddenly have all the accoutrements for a sexy fan dance because, you know, it's a dream. One would expect that to just happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the priest of Sagotha thanks you profusely for the beautiful fan dance. <laughs> welcome. That is more than um, payment in kind for them to uh, divine how you got here. 
just just turning to the um, index. Don't mind me. I thought the cover said Deadlands for a moment. Then, like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, the priest we're talking to is Nashed, one of the twi- the brothers who guard this place, mm-hmm. and she spends a bit of time. Uh, seeming to look in the air above you. You have used a silver key, Miss Miss Chaiti, or have slept in the presence of one. Oh. Somewhere around you. I thought originally it could be because you were in the great desert of Australia, so a place beneath the stars connected to the spirit world. Mm. That does happen sometimes. And all humans can touch this place in their sleep occasionally. You have actually been affected by a silver key permitting you to pass through the barrier. It's not on your person, but it's within a mile of you. Any idea where? Somewhere near you. Hmm. I guess I can ask about it when I wake up, but... Who'd have thunk it? Make sure to pick your dance and your dreaming. Mm-hmm. And then they invite you to have tea with them and spend the rest of the night chatting about the dreamlands. I flirt shamelessly with them. Well, you're <laughs> flirting. Charm? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> really well, but they are mystical god, demigod priests. And whilst they appreciate a beautiful lady, they, they won't flirt back with you. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but you may have ten dream law. Oh, oops. Because, you know, you just spend the, the next few hours having tea and snacks and having a chat with some mystical dream people. Cool. And you wake up feeling well refreshed. Um, Jack? Yeah. Roll pal. Uh, okay. A hard. Oh. Now that the knowledge of the, what the lure does has been implanted into your mind, you are able to make sure it doesn't just sap your magic points every night when you go to sleep. Hooray. However, before you go to bed, you could pour your magic points into it, then sleep and get them all back. Uh, I have four magic points. Oh, they should have restored by now. Because <laughs> it's been a couple of days, hasn't it? Oh, uh, yeah, we did sleep in the halfway points without yeah. any of this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I, I restfully sleep by dumping all my MP into this thing and passing out. I mean, it's one way of doing it. It puts Seem, seems like a fun <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe leaving yourself with one magic point. Yeah, that's a good idea. So you can dump 15 magic points into it, sleep and get them all back. I like like the idea that you're... The only problem is, surely that means it's asleep. He's not going to wake up from if there's a sudden ruckus, though. Yeah, if something happens overnight, he ain't waking up. It's fine. I'm. I'm. It's fine. I'm. I'm taking. I'm taking the heavy hint to use the lure for um for what it's supposed to be used for. Time traveling. No, the other thing it's supposed to be used for. Banking pal. That's the one. Cheese and crackers. It's a big old power sink. 
Pow, pow, pow. Uh, I was reading on a KSU forum how um, one group playing this game, uh, they all gathered around every evening and dumped all their magic points into the lure. And from like, oh, <laughs> so clever. And then they got attacked at night by something which ate them all. magic points, so none of them could cast any spells, but none of them had any magic weapons. So this thing just devoured them. Oh, so um, I'm guessing the whole point of it is so that we don't just castrate ourselves of power, performing the light, eye of light and darkness over and over again, effectively. That's the fella. Pretty much. It's a good one. We could yeah. all we could we could all top up my lure before bed, if you know what I mean. Well, now that you know how to do it, <laughs> you should ask us. I will. I'm, in fact, I'm in the same tent as you, so you probably oh, ask me sorry. every night now. You should ask us all to dump all but one of our MP in every night. I'm sure that won't come to <laughs> Father, I have a magic ball from Nyalvatep, and uh, it gets more powerful if you dump all of your spiritual energy into it. Uh, would you Would you care to help me with that? That's what well, I'm I- doing every night, <laughs> filling, it with, filling it with my bodily essence to, uh, <laughs> to increase the power of the Nyalvatep orb. I'm a good guy. <laughs> Please rephrase this. <laughs> I'll I'll spend the night working on my uh, working on my phrasing while I sleep. <laughs> yes. It is your third morning in the desert. What's you the date? What's the date? The date is the eleventh. Well, it was the eighth. Mm-hmm. And then you drove all day and slept, so that was the ninth. Then you drew, slept and drove all day, so it is indeed the eleventh. Cool. The eleventh of August, nineteen twenty-five. You awaken. Breakfast is served. It's mostly just porridge and tea, or coffee or water. Coffee. And uh, Mackenzie suggests we get going, we pack up the camp and get ready to head for the Sahara Well. Unless anyone um, anything else before we set off. Um, are you okay to keep driving, Jack? I know I've just been sat in the passenger seat a lot. Back to your owner. Oh, was he talking to me? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I keep I thinking don't... I'm Felix. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you get the same character for two years. Um, I, I look at you appraisingly. I'm like, would would you like to drive? I can. Uh, I, I know you. You could use. You could probably use the practice. I can help you learn if you like. Yeah, just uh, just offering because I know you've been sat in that seat for quite a while. I can take a shift if you like. Oh. Sure. Thank you, Father. Let's let's give that a go. Also, um, just let me just let me. I, I open the glove compartment and I, I look around for snakes quickly before getting out. No, you're okay. spotting. <laughs> Extreme. Oh jeez. Mitch really wishes he had brought his uh, you know rubber snakes uh, as a. <laughs> I see no snakes, a rubber nor otherwise. You never find the little can of um, snakes that Chai has <laughs> Oh, yeah, we totally have to get him one of those, like, you know, the little... The little... <laughs> Snake in a can, yeah. <laughs> Is anyone doing anything else before you set off this morning? 
Nah. I'm not honestly sure what to do with the information I got last night. Oh. <laughs> Who has the key? Okay, well, moving on. Everyone climbs into their cars. Everyone roll drive, except for Eduardo, who gets a bonus die. Oh, fuck. And Jack and Chai, who aren't driving. Oh, dear. No, no I didn't pass with the bonus. <laughs> oh, dear. So my driving's not very good. But in character, I'm Thank just Jack. helping my friend. Can I can I assist him with driving? Because I did say I was gonna like that's, that's the bonus day. Help him to learn. Oh right. Oh. He's driving. He's just driving slowly. I didn't see the bonus day. It's on like a different page. <laughs> <laughs> it's like five rolls down. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, only uh, you know um, Nido is uh, able to uh, drive. <laughs> Okay, relatively speaking, operating vehicles. Just pointing them in the right direction. Mitch and Hugo will navigate. Oh, no. It's going to be good. (laughs) (laughs) Not a good start. (laughs) Now that Hugo has the map the right way up, Mackenzie is actually impressed that you have the car pointing in the right direction this morning, Hugo. <laughs> yes, basic competency is now impressive. <laughs> well done. A gold star on the wall chart. <laughs> he has to have a wall built first to put the wall chart on. Then we have to take the wall down because we're packing everything up. <laughs> You drive. Vroom. There is sand all around, around you. Around. <laughs> it is hot. Unbearably so. The sun beats down. Page 303. Right. Everyone roll Constitution. Mm-hmm. Fine. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, um, very I'm good. Okay. Oh, ding. Oh, good luck. Oh, the ladies faint. <laughs> I'm okay. extreme. Might want to spend the luck. Yeah, yeah. spend the luck. So that the car where both of you are in faints doesn't <laughs> cream <laughs> the road. <laughs> oh yeah, good point. Nala, are you spending luck? Yeah. Okay, you are feeling a bit flustered. Uh, Chai, you feel mostly fine throughout the day and then have to make me a second con check. At hard. No. Not even close. Oh dear. Uh, Rebecca, roll me uh, first aid at hard to spot this. Okay. That's a skill I have a number next to. <laughs> not a good enough number, I'm guessing. Mm, no, uh, not for hard. <laughs> the day continues. You're driving. You stop for drinks and lunch, and then you continue on your way. It's sweltering. It's 
boiling, but it's it's dry heat. It's not humid. There's no humidity in the air, which is quite nice. Craig, make me an extreme con. It's getting worse. Oh, Caution. hard at least. Roll a d4. Oh, dear. Oh, you're going to get heat stroke. Yeah. I think that happened already. Oh, my God, what happened there? Lose three hit points of damage, please. One, two, three. Yeah, the problem is, is it's still hot. <laughs> um, Chai, you are at a penalty dice to any skill you roll currently. And you have a violent headache, like proper, full-on, well-blown migraine going on. <laughs> is well-boned migraine a term? Well, Wouldn't I have got oh, some okay, sort of survival role at some point to realise what was happening? You failed your context. So no. The deadly thing about then. Until you get to this point, you yourself don't really realise anything is wrong. It's just in how you look. You just feel warm. But you're in a desert, so of course you're warm. Now... As you go to lie down, you may roll the desert survival roll. At penalty. Yeah. Oh, dear. Craig, why are you dying? I have a nap. Rebecca's going to go... Rebecca may roll her first aid at hard again, because she is driving, so she is distracted. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nice. Okay, uh, you carry on driving and you arrive at your evening camp. Sorry, but Craig, roll me two one d. Uh, roll me a one d four again. You're asleep by this point. Oh, not right. Uh-huh. Lose another two hit points, Rebecca. You get another first aid roll. Because Chai has just, like, ratted her seat back and is having a nap. Oh. Still haven't noticed. She's just having a nap, which is fine. Roll a d4 again, Craig. This is going bad. This, um, this is the plot of a Poirot episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you pull up for the evening. You find your campsite. Um, you're pulling the vehicles around. Rebecca, you cannot wake Chai up. Now that you've stopped driving and you've turned to wake her up, she won't come round, and her skin is dry and papery to your touch. Uh, I'd go and find Mackenzie with some urgency. <laughs> uh, she just crumples into... Mackenzie bustles over, and is like, oh, she's suffering from heat stroke, huh? Right, okay, help her into a tent. Let's get a tent set up in the shade. We need to cool her down. All right, I will help that. Is anyone else nearby who can help us with that? Yeah, word quickly. You, it's pretty obvious as Mackenzie lifts an unconscious, dangling, limp woman out of the truck that something is very wrong with Chai. Normally, she's quite perky, but now she's just, like, sprawled in an unconscious, limp-boned... Yeah, like that. Normally, she's... <laughs> Normally she's so perky, and now she's almost dead. <laughs> How she's like a lot more alive than this usually. Yeah. <laughs> Describe this as distinctly unperky. 
<laughs> so little perk. Right Look, now. I can I can pull these bones right out. <laughs> That's not I normal at all. That well done, yeah. This eye's not in the right place at all. <laughs> Were there always three of them? <laughs> Pop her in the fridge. She'll be fine. Okay. Um, who wants to first aid chai? Or medicine chai, if they have some. Um, oh, dear. None of us. Um... Well, my oh, medicine wow. is one. I've got base. That's what I've, I've been doing. First, it's, I've got first aid. It's first aid. first aid 50. Do it then. Mitch is probably our best first aider. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. <laughs> Shall I try? Yeah. I'd like to help if I can. I think you're just going to kill me. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, Mackenzie is also there to help. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, just spend more luck. You could luck that. Oh, dear. Um, I, I... Craig, if I do, you owe me. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I have spent lots of luck on you in the past. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just really spicy right now. Spending four. Okay, um, working. You you have to cool Chai down as quickly as possible. Essentially, her brain has got too hot and has gone. Hmm. Uh, Shutting down. Turning everything off. That'll, that'll cool me down if I turn everything off. We have to remove the brain. <laughs> <laughs> you are not amigo. <laughs> you could summon no, amigo. Yeah. I've got friends. I've got them on speed dial. I know the uh, songs of summer skies. It, we can change the, the, the weather to be nice and cool. You could do that, Mitch, mm. if you'd like. That would definitely <laughs> help. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's still quite warm. You're having to wait for sunset, essentially. What? <laughs> However, like to, if you think like of it, March weather. However, the only uh, the only problem with this is doing a big old sorcerer spell in front of that guy we're with who who doesn't know that we're a travelling platoon of sorcerers. Oh, no, oh, well, what we do is we knock him out. <laughs> no, he's, he's just playing a tune. It's fine. All Mitch is doing is playing his harmonica. It's not his fault the, uh, the weather changed. <laughs> is this a terrible idea? <laughs> is, is this gonna just gonna like like fill everyone's bingo sheets as soon as I do? This? It's quite well, reasonable, I think, unless it goes wrong. But that's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly go wrong though? If, if it if it goes well, we will applaud at you uh, and lavish you with, with love and affection. If it goes wrong, we will blame you for this forever. It's it's really <laughs> it's, 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 fine. <laughs> it's fine because we get to tick useless skill as useful for your harmonicering. <laughs> or, or alternatively, um, ill-advised use of magic goes horribly yeah, wrong. Horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. It's going to be a win-win situation. Yeah, I'm waiting by summoning an elder beast by accident here. I'm not going to okay, lie. Then I will do lie, I... of the summer skies to change the temperature to be nice and cool. I am. Okay. Um, I, I made. I made. Some... <laughs> I made Never mind. Um, it costs ten magic points. Wow, it's a lot of magic. One sanity point. And then you need to do a POW check for me. Oh 
Are you spending any luck? Yes. I've got 99 luck. Oh. <laughs> Spend nine luck. I'm really glad for that, because if you, with this spell, if you fail the spell check, the weather goes in the opposite direction to what you want. <laughs> Just killing <laughs> us all. <laughs> we all get each stroke. <laughs> um, yeah, a, a, a breeze blows in from the south, carrying a chilling Antarctic wind with it. And the temperature plummets to about minus two. Whoa! The space of about an hour and a half. Steadily I mean, changing to, clothes to match. <laughs> the nights are meant. The nights are really chilly out here. You know, it's normally about two degrees. Yeah, I'd say you'd actually, that, that's probably like a normal desert temperature, to be honest. Like, yeah. it's night. just it's arrived a bit early with this southern wind coming in, carrying the ice from the Antarctic. Beneficial, really. Like Very the beaming sun heating you up, but suddenly cold. <laughs> Well, the sun is setting, so it, and the cold south wind has just arrived, and uh, it gets cold earlier. Chai, you come round. Mackenzie is looking after you. He gets you to drink some drink. Slowly. He gets you to have some paracetamol. Oh. Om, nom, nom. What happened? Heat stroke, Miss T. Oh. Having a nap wasn't a great idea then. Yeah, if you start to feel like you need to fall asleep, you need to let me know. Um, it's no one's fault. It's, it's very difficult to detect until you reach the point where you do pass out because you just feel warm. And, and you're in a dead So, um... I suggest you sleep, and we'll see how you're doing in the morning. Hey. Chai is going to live. Yay! <laughs> mm. uh, thanks thanks ooh, to the sorcery. Oh, no, I mean, yay, yay. <laughs> Bongo. Do I need to, do I need to, do I need to edit Songs of the Summer Skies to be successful first cast? Yeah. Or was it not? You, you've already cast this before. Yeah. Because uh, you cast it on the ship when trying to stop the storm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Ooh. Uh, it's a very chilly night for everyone, however. <laughs> it's it, That southern wind lasts most of the night, and... The, the, the temperature drops to at least minus six at one point. I suffer frostbite. <laughs> Curled up, snug in your blankets, listening to the howling of the wolves. I mean, there are no wolves, it's a desert, but you know. A wolf! Howling of the camels and kangaroos. <laughs> <laughs> Kieran, how in the power sink? Um, well, since since I've learned this great this this one weird trick that doctors hate, yeah, I'm gonna keep doing it. <laughs> Chow, oh, Chow, she isn't, she isn't here. 
<laughs> hasn't hasn't been here for eleven months. <laughs> Chai, roll dreaming once more. Boom. To the land of dream. Chai, uh, as you finally get to sleep after, you know, almost dying of heat stroke, um, you sleep and you feel, and you can definitely feel the boundaries between the reality and the real world are weaker here. There is a silver key. You can almost feel its energy opening the way for you. Mm. Any hint of what direction from me it is? It's somewhere in the camp. Okay. Either way, I know it's somewhere on the party now and not just dropped somewhere nearby before I start throwing around accusations. It might be in someone's luggage. It could be on someone's purchase what they've got. And considering the amount of weird shit this group has picked up over the past year... Hmm... I might start having a rifle through some of the gear when I'm actually well enough to get up again. But everyone else, you have a good night's sleep. You get up the next day, you start breaking down the camp, preparing to journey once more to the Sahara Well. Some of you, Matteo and Mm -hmm. Mitch, Think about no, not even Mitch. Just Matteo has has a vague memory of last time he went to the Sahara Desert hmm. on the Indian Ocean or the South China Sea or whichever one he was in at the time. Indeed. Okay, uh, people who are driving will drive. Eduardo, if you're driving again, you get a bonus die. Yeah, I'll do my driving. Drive in, drive in, drive in. I really need this bonus <laughs> die to help. <laughs> no, no, what you've done there is you've turned left to go right. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I only failed normally. <laughs> <laughs> That's the accelerate, what, not what? the brake. You've killed everyone. <laughs> oh. I just well, realised I supposed to have been a penalty for that dreaming roll. No, no, you recovered oh. by there. Okay. You only get two hit points back, however. Okay, that's fair. Matteo, are you going to drive? Um. Well, I thought I clicked it. One sec. Try that again. Hooray! Success. Yeah, I don't know if roll twenty is being weird for anyone else. It's very slow for me. Fine for me. Mine's a bit slow. You drive, travelling by red line. It's a lot slower than I thought it would be. Chai? You're sitting in the passenger seat again. What are you doing? Um, I'm assuming, have I recovered enough to have my faculties back at this point? Yeah, you still feel a little bit blur. Especially just drinking water and Staying cool. I'd probably do some more light reading then. Mm. The cultist man for calm, such light reading. <laughs> yeah. 
So very light. Hmm. Um, making sure Chai isn't asleep. A hard success. <coughs> I will cross off. Okay, you have done ten days out of twenty-one. Nice, nice. Uh, my roll twenty has just crashed. I'm gonna have to restart it. Okay. This book is <laughs> dark. <coughs> a dark book of darkness. Now that you've read this much, Craig, you are able to glean this about it. Oh, it's not one of those. Oh, you oh. realise all too late. <laughs> oh, 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 oh dear! It is, isn't it? <laughs> Ah, uh, I caramba. <laughs> well, well, oh my. Um, Eduardo is driving. Uh, Jack, you've got a whole day off with just, you know, light agoing of the priest to be like, no, no, turn left, no snake! So what are you doing? Um, Rebecca is making sure Chai is awake. Going to... Hmm, Do I have any sorcery I haven't done recently? How about that Crancross thing? I don't. I don't know that one. I need to. I need to find it written on a mysterious note. How mysterious? Can you um? Can you reread a spell to make sure that you know how to do it? Um, rather than actually casting it out loud. Um, which? What do you mean? Um. I, I, I want to make sure that I know how to cast the Eye of Light and Darkness. Uh, hang on, you don't know the Eye of Light. And Darkness. Oh, which now I know. It, which now I know is I don't have it all. You don't I've know. A, the... I've got a. I've got a thing with it in. I want to learn it then. You would like to learn the Eye of Light and Darkness. Roll me hard intelligence. <clears throat> I don't know why I'm bothering really because I haven't succeeded at any roll in the last. Four hours. That's a lie. You've succeeded at roles. Look, you now know the Eye of Light and Darkness. Uh, but I, I've learned it in the form of a rap battle. How good is Nyarlathotep at rapping? Uh, um, well, he has five mouths, so... <laughs> I think he's got more than that. It depends which body he's in. Oh, well, he is a bit lippy. To be fair, he can just have many of his bodies in one location. Oh, that's such an asshole. <laughs> that would be a hellish boss battle. That's a good idea, Craig. Craig! <laughs> I didn't do it. Jack, you now know the Eye of Light and Darkness. <laughs> oh, how quaint, I say aloud as we're driving. <laughs> 
You now know how to banish the Arthur from the world. If you could just cast this in 10 kilometer increments across <laughs> the entire breadth of the globe. That would really piss him off if someone ever did pull that off. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that's one of the things where he takes his toys and goes home. And by toys, you mean the sun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the architect doesn't own the sun. No, but he can have it. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone can turn it off, it's him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clap lamp off. sound effect. <laughs> spend the day no, 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 has to clap. Um, <laughs> you can see why Nyarthotep went to such lengths to eradicate this spell from existence. Mm. Yes, I, I'm. I'm. I, I'm delighted something exists, and I'm sort of wondering if there's a way to like put it on a charm that I could wear, perhaps. <gasps> yeah. Failing that, have it engraved on my tombstone. <laughs> it does seem to need to be rooted and anchored in the earth. Mm. But you could be quite good carve it on a tombstone. What? What if you I... anchored it into a jar of dirt? I daydream. I daydream about the 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 chances that I'll ever actually get a tombstone. <laughs> that, that I'm not, not going to be flayed alive and left with my bones buried in the dust somewhere. Who has the lowest luck? Not me. Oh, I wonder. I wonder who it could be. What is everyone's luck score? Fifty-four. More than that. Ninety-one. I have a ninety-four. Would you like me to roll my luck, press it? Yes, please, Nino. Oh. I'm just going to send around a message. 23? Oh, a message? What do I want a message? <laughs> this, is what, this is why I say Craig owed me when I used my luck to... Uh... Only four. That's quite a significant amount. If <laughs> you've got 27. If it meant Craig stopping him from dying... You've got bigger problems going on than four luck. Fair. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, you remember I hurt my knee earlier. I'm in tremendous pain. Oh, please stop being in tremendous pain. I'm trying. Good man. I mean, why would you want to be? That'll do it. I mean, why would you want to be in tremendous pain in the first place? Hey, Hedgehog Man, you have a message. It's the only way he feels. Oh, you little weasley-faced cock monkey. (laughs) (sighs) No one did it. You absolute ass. Well, at least it's not my fault. (laughs) It's everyone else's fault. Maybe Walter remembered. What the fuck did we forget to do? What did we forget to do? You'll find out later. (laughs) Uh, You continue driving through the day. The Sahara Well is in a little little valley that leads down towards the lakes. It's actually not that far from the edge of the lakes. So the well itself is at one end of the valley. And the, the, the curving expanse of the lake is at the other. The lake itself is about three, four miles across. Quite narrow. And long and thin, you can see them disappearing left and right as a ribbon of sparkling water. Um, the well itself is about five miles back from the lake, 
with a little clump of stone. And again, there's another well, proper well has been built and sunk here. And you pull up and start to make camp. Roll desert survival, everyone. Do I survive desert? I'm not spending yeah. luck. <laughs> oh, I just made it. I think there's enough for us. You don't need to worry about it, neither. Getting there. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, dear. I camp it up. <laughs> oh, I say. Someone's going to do it. Oh, Make 31 it. minutes. Okay, I'm going to save that. Pretty <laughs> noise. Yeah. That was intentional, though. <laughs> Nevertheless. <laughs> Matteo adds a finishing touch to the camp. He's found the little box of little flags that go on top of the tent. <laughs> all the bunting, yay! <laughs> yes, I do all of the unnecessary stuff. <laughs> I, I'm I'm two steps behind him taking the flags down. <laughs> no, no, these are load-bearing flags. <laughs> Matteo is really getting the hang of this setting up camp business. And you set up camp. And Mitch, would you like to cook dinner? Why not? Well, well, you, you don't trouble yourself, Mitch. We we did such a good job yesterday. If you ever go near a pot on the pan again, I'll shoot you. That's that's fair. I wander away. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, you cook a really nice hearty stew with some fresh bread. You make the dough Pots. and then you cook the bread like in the coals of the fire and it's really crispy and really nice. Leavened. So are we I at the Sahara Well or are we near the lakes? You can see the lakes. I did a whole description of the lakes, Swinty. Okay. You know how they're stretched out in either direction like a ribbon of sparkling water. Yeah, I mean, I just mean, are we close enough to do any fishing? Uh, it's about a five mile hike to the lake. Oh, then no then. That's quite a long fishing rod. You have a car. Mm, true. Anyone want to come fishing? Yes! That sounds like fun. I'll go fishing with you. I put my serious face on. I'm like, oh, plus we could do some scouting, I guess. Mm, I could come help scout. Two trucks then. Well, you can can fit four people in a truck. Because you need lots of trucks for all of your, you know, survival gear and water. Ah, okay. But who's driving the truck to the lake? I'll let Jack drive this time. I'm an excellent driver, you know, I say, as I slip the car into... Go First forward. What was that, Charles? How many people... Who was, who's in this truck? So me, you, me. Eduardo, Mitch, yeah. Jack. Uh, while we're driving, I, I want to bring up a conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, as you drive towards the lakes. Mm. Hey, guys, can, can I ask you a bit of a weird question? Only if we get to give you a weird answer. <laughs> oh, Eddie, you're such a kidder. <laughs> um, yes, please, go ahead, Jay. Have you guys ever heard of a silver key? Well, you're Cthulhu Mythos. Yes. 
I don't. Do I or do I? Well, you're within the mythos. Okay. All seven of it. Here it comes. Oh. <laughs> well, no. You have Felix had one. He's mm-hmm. on several occasions. Yep. And I, oh, yeah. And I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. So talk to Chai. What? Yeah. What? What about the silver key? I've heard of, heard of it. So, did we know if someone in the party has got one? Uh, well, Felix had one. I don't know where it's gone. I do. <laughs> do you say that out loud? Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean Corona knows. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, go ahead. There's there's one in the party for definite. Because I've been dreaming the last two nights. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not super up to speed with dreaming, but I have been there once thanks to Felix, but only because he had a key. Uh, you're definitely sure there's one around here? Yeah, because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to do it. Sorry, guys. What what are you guys talking about? What is this key like for a trunk mm. or for like a door or what? Nah, for for reality. <laughs> okay. I I, I I I perk up at this. <laughs> it, it basically allows you to access what I think is the human conscious subway. Yeah, that. The collective human subconscious. That might be it. Ah. And it's a physical key. Yeah, yeah. It allows, allows you to actually do the dreaming thing. I, I don't really understand it properly myself. But yeah, there's at least one person who's got one in the party. I think. Huh. And it, it's a really rare. And quite powerful artifact. And if someone's hiding something like that from us, well, I've got this headdress which I found on the beach. That's not a silver key. Don't don't get the headdress out. I say <laughs> <laughs> it's so cursed. Do you pull the headdress out of your pocket, Mitch? Where you're keeping it? No, no, no. I just tell him I've got it. I oh, put my back. pal, Mitch, though, because you are thinking about it now. Uh, <laughs> you're fine for now I'm going to say if he, if, he, if he starts looking like it I'm going to put one hand on the door <laughs> <laughs> well the only person who isn't here who I'd rather like to check about it first before taking any sort of action is Matteo because obviously he's part of the old crew so I kind of trust him but um, maybe he has Phoenix's silver key yeah, maybe I should ask him. I don't remember, do I? <laughs> no, you don't. Right, okay, good. Matteo, having a cursed artifact on his person. It doesn't seem a... like the sort of thing that I'd want. In fact, actually, I probably know that from the amount of time I've spent with him, surely. Yeah, you're pretty sure Matteo probably yeah. doesn't have it, unless he just doesn't realise what it is and just thinks it's a silver key. Well, the... Matteo probably should know what it is. Yeah. What I what I'm thinking is this is just speculation. Obviously, when we got to uh, Port Headlands and 
the boat sank and we lost Felix's key, I assume. Um, none of us were dreaming, so we can assume we didn't have the key nearby. But now we do. So who are the the only new people amongst us are Hugo and Mackenzie. And Rebecca. And Rebecca. Mm. But we weren't dreaming in Port Hedland when Rebecca joined us, so... Hugo. Hugo or Mackenzie, perhaps. Possible Mackenzie. It's, I'm just, it's just a speculation, but I don't want to rule anything out. Yeah. I don't... I'm, I'm not going to lie, guys. I don't really know how to approach this. Mm. My, my normal approach is just a fun guy... Boy, have you got a silver key? <laughs> I'm, I'm not subtle. No, well, we no probably, you're not. It sounds like we should probably find out who has it. Yeah. I mean, I if think... no one if no one knows about it, then we should probably check our luggage. Would it have been when... something that was like just maybe in one of the vehicles already or something? Maybe none of us bought it with us. I don't know. It's a super rare artifact. It's just lying around in a vehicle. It's not likely. Is this the sort of vehicle that comes with a silver key as standard? Um. (laughs) Um, Perhaps, well, perhaps when we pack up camp tomorrow, we just kind of rifle through some of the gear. Well, one thing I can say for certain is whoever it is has got to be a real fucking newbie at this because... The fact that I was able to use their key effectively means that they really don't know what they're doing yet. Oh, I so mean, Hugo's got it. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're we're all friends here. I'm sure. I'm sure we can just uh, discuss plainly with the others what we suspect. Um, we can, but then there's the whole talking magic in front of normals as well thing. Um, we could put we could put the the um. The, the pilot and the survivalist in a bag. <laughs> no, Jack. That's not how I we didn't do say, I didn't say we'd hurl the bag into a sea. How about I do some skulking tonight? And we don't need to tell them. We don't need to tell them it's some kind of magical, weird key thing, right? We can just say we've lost a key for a trunk. We've, we've lost our big silver key. Does anyone know anything about it? And if you need to talk about it, just talk in pig Latin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you guys don't object, I'll just have a bit of a ruffle through people's right. belongings tonight. Well, if, if, you, if you need any help when we pack up tomorrow, just give us a shout. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I heard, I, I was trying to figure out how you say key in pig Latin and my brain stopped. I don't think it's possible. It's too short. Uh, okay. <laughs> rubbish. Yeah, we just need to see if anyone has our very regular normal key to a trunk. Mm-hmm. Nothing strange about it at all. Looking telegram. <laughs> oh, yeah. That perfectly normal key. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, a, it's an antique. <laughs> oh, it looks... It looks fancy, but it's probably just the Arabic word for drink Coke or something, you know. Anyway, um, you arrived at the lake. Uh, back at camp, Rebecca and um, Matteo 
and Hugo, what are you doing? Everyone else has gone fishing. Mackenzie is sitting by the fire having a beer. Ah, well, that's a class. I, I, I believe by uh, law I would have to join him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Australian in Australia. I would naturally want to drink a beer. Okay, you <laughs> beer with Mackenzie. What are you doing, Rebecca? Uh, make some conversation for now, I guess. Well, Matteo and Hugo are right there. Talk to them. Uh, uh, how's this going as far as expeditions? It seems fairly good progress at the moment. Uh, driving is going great. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not been too bad. It's uh, I've not I've never been out this far before into the wild. Yes, you have. Well, not on the ground. Not on the ground. <laughs> it doesn't count. <laughs> Put it this way: I definitely prefer this to my last attempt to traverse the desert. What happened, James McKenzie? Something go wrong? Oh yes, uh, it was. Um, well, to cut a long story short, we got quite far off track. <laughs> that can happen sometimes. Um, you also were exposed to radiation poisoning. <laughs> At least you made it out. Which yeah. desert? Which desert? Oh, which is it? Um, this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, you came out into the Great Sandy Desert before? Uh, it was a um, scouting trip. Uh, well, I'm glad you decided to bring an expert with you this time so you can't get lost. Uh, I have to admit, Miss, Miss Rebecca... Most of the exciting stuff on these prospecting expeditions or archaeological trips tend to happen when we get to the destination. Yeah, for having three days of looking and driving across sand isn't exactly feeling like the highlight. It's not an exciting story. It's not an exciting part of the story. Most people skip over this bit with, uh, you know, some sort of chicanery when they get to their writing. And then we arrived and Hugo rolled a d6. (laughs) One. Roll again. <laughs> You've already had the snake. Three. Roll Three again. Snakes. You've already had the heat stroke. <laughs> Two. Five snakes. That's not five. Yes, it is. No, no, it isn't. Six. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, roll me your spot hidden, everyone at camp. Six snakes. Aha. Mateo, Hugo, Rebecca. Yeah. Spotting. Just a regular sort of success. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna send Nita a message. Meanwhile, at the river, roll fishing. What skill told, is that? Told you there was going to be a fishing thing in this. Fishing? That's the skill you need? I assumed you meant fishing because you wanted to go fishing. Well, okay. We were advised to pick up fishing gear before we came out here. I figured we might as well use it. <laughs> I figured you had the skill as well. Okay, no, uh, roll me your dexterity at hard. 
we aren't going to casually have sports skills, Russet. <laughs> uh, yay! I think I think the sailor would know how to fish. <laughs> I hope so. A sailor and a cook. Yeah. Mm. No, I didn't come out to fish. I came out to scout, so I'll be wandering around. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm, go- I'm going to use uh, I'm going to use cast pale blade to uh, slice fish out of the water. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry. Sure, sure. <laughs> that sounds like fun. <laughs> this is how people fish, right? Vroom. There are some cultures that spear fish. <laughs> You're a spear fish. Ah, oh, Dex, my dumpster. Had more success than me. Fishy. I'm going to have a post mode. That's so sad. I suggested we do the fishing and I didn't get a single fish. <laughs> okay. Mitch, you oh, I got one this big. Uh, roll me a D10, Mitch. Uh, 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 yeah. Need a D10. Yeah. You catch one fish, Mitch, but it's huge. It's like massive. It must be about four feet long. Four feet long? <laughs> wow. Good God. The Peruvian death trout. <laughs> the Peruvian death parade. Yeah. fucking kangaroo. <laughs> I don't know how big fish are. Not four feet. Clearly. Two feet, maybe. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. To be fair, Russet's experience with fishing basically consists of Animal Crossing, where he throws the thing in and out comes a shark. How long a fish? It's a foot long fish. There we go. It's huge. Right. Uh, oh, a foot long is a, a nice size fish. It would not huge. Two foot long fish. Jack, roll a um, D6 for me, please. I'm going to roll a D6. I hope I get an even longer fish. <laughs> I hope, I'm hoping for five metres. Long fish is long. <laughs> With eight long arms fish. and a, um, a, a head. <laughs> I rolled a two. You catch two small fish. They're about yay big. Do, I, ca- do I catch a sardine? Uh, you catch no fish, Father Eduardo. Oh, I, I get, I catch the junk, the Joja Cola. Chow, chai, chai. I keep calling you Chow, chai. <laughs> I know it's starting to get insulting. <laughs> what are you doing whilst the boys are fishing? Are you fishing or are you? Um, well, as I said, I was coming out to do a bit of scouting around, seeing as we are fairly close to there, geographically speaking. Well, me. You're tracking. Aha, base. No. Well, me, you're spot hidden at hard. Spot hidden. No. Just a regular. I just have a nice wander. You have a nice walk. You stand on some rocks occasionally, dress blowing in the wind. I probably have car keys on, actually. Holding your hat. Mm hmm. Your, your heat stroke prevented him neck um, bandana blowing behind you. <laughs> Occasionally you have to stop to fight kaiju. It just, just happens, you know. Fair enough. 
But essentially, you have a nice time, everyone, fishing. Everyone get... Three sanity. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at camp, a good 40 minutes drive away. <laughs> Basically, the cuts off. <laughs> it's quite um, nice. You've had a bit, couple of beers, all feeling quite mellow. Like, Mateo, have you also had beers from Mackenzie's batch of beer? Um, yeah, I will. Rebecca? Uh, some. Like, you only had, like, maybe two at most, and they're not big. Mm. You know. I don't plan to overdo it. He, Mackenzie won't let you, because, you know, desert survivalist. The sun is setting, there's a blazing ball of gorgeous orange light descending towards the horizon. It's quite pretty. I um, stand up after uh, a little while and sort of look out to the horizon and I have a nervous look on my face. And I attract Mackenzie's attention. What is it, Hugo? I think we might have a storm on the way. What kind? He stands up. I, I point out the horizon. Oh! The, the desert sword. Bollocks. Right, everyone down <laughs> fire. Tie down anything that's loose and then get into your tent. Uh, I, I, I turn to him and go, do we have a flare gun? He's already pulling one out of a box. <laughs> <He's loading it. laughs> do, do, I can't remember if we established a code for... Uh, you know, color for what colors mean what, but yeah. He's just gonna uh, a red flare and assume they will come to investigate. Um, yeah. Rebecca, Hugo, and um, Matteo. Yeah, Mackenzie confirms the sandstorm's on the way. You could literally see it now as the sun is setting. The sunset is slightly hazy, hmm. as if behind clouds, but actually, it's a thick, massive, moving cloud of bronze dust heading towards you. Oh. So uh, everyone rolled Desert Survival to help secure the camp and the trucks. Like, he's literally he's tying the trucks down. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, I just... <sighs> Walk off into the desert uh, never to be seen again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not a bad way to go out. Okay, uh, you have all helped in securing stuff. Except obviously, what mm. Mateo has secured is not going to be there in the morning. <laughs> uh, um, I also like to look over the trucks as well, make sure they're all okay. Um, see what like. <gasps> well, your aircraft maintenance are hard. Mm. Oh, no. No! Oh, oh. Ah. Good use, Nido. <laughs> so what? What was Nido doing? I'm he trying was trying to help. I'm trying to stop. I'm just going to stop trying to help. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Rebecca. Uh, what did you get? You're helping. You're following around Mackenzie, essentially. Yeah. And um, tidying up the um, actual camp and the food supplies and all of that. Uh, meanwhile, at the lake, everyone rolls spot hidden. What a wonderful night, I say to everyone in general. Oh, oh it's beautiful out here, isn't it? Okay, the sun is descending into the horizon. Everything is in those golden tones. The sun is a big ball of orange light. 
it's really quite nice. You all just got all that lovely sanity back. When Jack and Chai, I don't know why Matteo rolled for him, but um, you said everyone at the at the lake. Oh, uh, sorry, I didn't hear that we'd change group. Um, Jack and Chai, you see a red flare go up from the direction of camp. And I gasp, I gasp delightedly, and I'm like fireworks. <laughs> So I didn't hear the end of what you said, but that's it. Two red flares have just gone up over camp. Do we remember what that means? Get back now, get back now, get back now. Uh, start shouting. Oh, that's three red flares. Flares, flares, we need to go back. Apparently. Are they this trouble? Hmm, I guess so. Probably. Trouble at mill. Yeah, trouble at mill. <laughs> <laughs> I got on. my fish. Um, Jack, do you want to drive or shall I? Felix! I'll drive. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Mitch! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and you fast. Start driving. Um, everyone will spot hidden again as you get underway towards the camp. At last! <laughs> <laughs> Several. That's pretty good. eyes. <laughs> and this way, you're going to make me double tick. I don't want that. Oh, my no. God. It's too hard and two extremes. Double tick. Sorry, uh, sorry if I... Sorry if I seem a little spacey. I've just taken quite a lot of painkillers. So. Okay, sure. As you are about 15 minutes back towards camp, still a good 20 minutes away, you see this cloud of bronze colour and then the sandstorm hits a couple of seconds later. Visibility just is trashed as the sand swirls all around you, engulfing the car. The wind, literally, you can feel the wind rocking the jeep as you're moving along. Guys, I think it's probably best if we wait this out. Like, if we if we drive, we'll we'll get off of our bearing, and we won't be able to like get our way back to the the camp. Can we roll yeah. desert survival to see if that is the best course of action? You can indeed roll desert survival. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you've got two choices: continue driving forwards and hope you can make it in a straight line back to camp. Or tie the truck down and wait here. Do we have anything to They'll tie have... it down with? They'll, They'll have to do without us. Fishing line. <laughs> 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 well, if it could pull up a four a four meter long fish, it's <laughs> it it's really good fishing line. It's one atom thick, nano strength, nano size. Uh, oh, so truck in half with it back to the set. <laughs> <laughs> Just be. We'll okay, find them in the morning. All right, everybody out. We leap out and get into action. Everyone roll uh, constitution at hard. After remembering to wrap our faces in cloths. <laughs> oh. Let's hope Craig cocks up. I already did. You're not on. Oh, maybe you've been pushed up. Yeah. Oh, you did fuck up. Brilliant. <laughs> but hopefully, Eduardo and Mitch are paying attention when Chow, Chai almost gets blown off her feet into the dusty storm. 
Well, I didn't pass it hard. I, I'm... No, but you're fine. You know, you're, you're not about to get blown away. You're just not much used. You and Chai end up getting bundled back into the um, truck whilst Eduardo and Mitch tie it down with some ropes, hammering in the pitons, and then you climb back into the, um, the truck and have to then sit in it as it rocks back and forth in the whirling, howling snowstorm. Sandstorm. Nino typed us furiously. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even that furious. I can type so much more furious. <laughs> also, compared to Russet. You know, he's Captain Hanford. <laughs> you sent that to me, Russet. <laughs> I know. do you on purpose. Um, okay. Uh, people in the truck have to roll me constitution to get some sleep. Oh, oh dear. Oh, dear, dear. I love I love the sound of sandstorms. Jack is fast asleep. He's just so basically he's snoring then. <laughs> I like I like oh, snakes snakes snakes. <laughs> Chai manages to drop off after a while. Roll me dreaming. Oh, I'll spend a luck. It isn't here. Okay. Right, that that make that puts us in the clear. <laughs> it's not one of us. <laughs> it is not here, Chai. So I know these guys are being honest then. Yeah. Um Um Eduardo and Mitch, you doze occasionally, but it's really hard to sleep between uh um Chai and Jack's counterpoint snoring. Like, like, <laughs> and just as he's tailing off, Chai will start, and just as she's tailing off, Jack will start. Yeah, <laughs> just a constant. Every um, every so often, I just go, ah, snakes, snakes, snakes. Isn't good, and of course, there's this bloody sandstorm outside, and the truck is shaking, and you know, you're you're a sailor, Mitch. You're not supposed to be. A billion miles inland, surrounded by sand. Like, I've got this rotting fish, though. <laughs> yeah, you've got some fish. Oh, yeah, but you didn't get a chance to do anything with it. You just bought it along with us. <laughs> oh, no. Meanwhile, at camp, um, the other truck has not returned. You're kind of huddled. You've gone back to your tents. There's not much else you can do. Hopefully they've hunkered down, Mackenzie says. We've got the camp as well as we can. Now all we can do is wait for the storm to blow itself out. Hmm. You all sleep comfortably and warm and snug inside your own personal tents. It's even snugger than normal because all of your bunkmates are not here. (laughs) (laughs) So you can... Rifle through their stuff at leisure. Ooh. The only person who wants to rifle through stuff is not there. <laughs> okay, the night passes. The sandstorm continues well after sunrise. It's about um, 
9 a.m. by the time the wind and the storm, it's been getting lessened, you know, it's been lessening, but it isn't until about 9 a.m. that the storm finally blows itself out. Uh, back in camp, you've been able to, if you wish, you know, move between tents, but that means going outside and getting covered in sand, so you've mostly been staying put. Rebecca, have you done anything while stuck in your tent all morning? Uh, Reading any dark tomes? I don't think I've got any dark tomes. Wait, do you mean you're not a dark witch this time? There's, there's a first. Oh, wait, there's this um, Necronomicon. I could start on that. Heck you. <laughs> Heck you. <laughs> I could just, if there's space in here, I don't know how busy it is, I could practice some more of my Aikido. You've got room in the tent, yeah? Yeah. All right, then. Let's see if this does any better. Bink. You can do Aikido can oh. but apparently not today <laughs> <laughs> more like Ike don't <laughs> I'll be here all night try the veal what? <laughs> it, it just seems to be a thing that lots of movies say uh, well, it's, it's from it's from where you have like a comedian who appears night after night, like a Vegas thing. And they say the, uh, they say, I'll be here all week because they'll be here all week. And then they say, try the veal because the, uh, the place they work at has told them to suggest saying that so that they'll sell more of it. I explain things also tremendous pain. Oh. No, you can keep your Aikido because you've been practicing it a bit, even if you haven't the roll. Okay. Thank you. Did you close in your tent in a sandstorm? What are you doing? Um, mm, meditation. Oh, meditate. Not much else to do. Uh, Mateo, do you have a silver key? Not that I know of. Mm. I mean, I was t- I asked if I had one, and I was told no. Hmm. So I literally don't know if I have one. <laughs> I think I know what's happened out of character. Meditate. You meditate into the peaceful sound of the whirling sands. Mm-hmm. Hugo, what are you doing with your morning off stuck in a tent? Oh, he's talking to his, his Nanaki. Meanwhile, in the truck... As the sandstorm is, you know, tailing off, you can see the camp. Um, it's off to your left, still about two miles away. You were already heading in the wrong direction, even though you only drove like a minute or two through the storm. Gasp. The wind was blowing you. Um, are you going to head to camp? Uh, probably going to dig the truck out first. I'm yeah, one side of the truck is buried in sand. It's up and up to like the foot plates. You dig the sand out, and then the car will not start. Will not start. It will not start. I shrug and start walking to camp. <laughs> uh, we can't just leave this here. I say. Well, I can't fix it. Well, let's let's try again. We, you know, I'll... I can have a look underneath the hood, maybe, and just see if I can see what's the problem. 
Okay, if you guys think you can fix it, then um, how much how much sand is still happening? Uh, it's stopped by now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, g- give it a go, Mitch. And if you can't, then we'll try and get it push started. You open the hood, Mitch. And just for a second, I give it a blow. Um, you're going to have to take various bits out and, you know, extract the sand out of them. Like, intake girl is completely clogged. I stand there looking back at them and raise an eyebrow. I'm sorry, guys, but, like, I mean, I can see the problem, gestures to the sand, but I don't know how to fix this. Yeah, that's fine. It us to have to know, but... What if a couple of us stay here and a couple walk to the camp and just let them know what's happened? I have an idea, I say, and I, I go and rumple around in the back of the back of the uh, truck. Are you about to cast dark magic, Jack? No. <laughs> I go to check what he's doing. I, I'm actually I'm looking for the flare gun. You find the flare gun. I fire two red flares. Uh Chai explodes into phosphorus flame. Yes, directly at, directly at Chai. Yes, that's where that's my that was my intent. <laughs> um, in camp, uh, Mackenzie calls you all and points to the red flares. It looks like they broke down about a mile away. Oh well, we better head out there. Um, he goes over to one of the jeeps and. It makes a very pitiful. <laughs> oh no! I'm I'm sorry. Could we have the noise again cleanly for no particular reason? No. Oh. <laughs> One hour and nine minutes. Okay. The um the next jeep also makes a <laughs> noise. Uh, <laughs> will Shit! There's a cat in here. <laughs> <laughs> Must be hidden under the sand. <laughs> I've been looking for a cat. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> Mackenzie pops the bonnet on a um, one of the jeeps and looks and is like, "Yeah, we're going to have to clean the sand out of all of this engine work." Um, huh? Where's my well, cat, Mateo? Sorry, what was the question? Where's my toolkit, Mateo? You were securing it last night. <laughs> um. Oh dear. Oh, I think I secured that one. It would serve it now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was I? Well, then it should be where you left it. And you look at where you think you put it, but there's nothing there. There's just sand. It would appear you forgot to secure the toolkit and it's now been buried wherever it had been left. Well, it looks like the securing didn't work on this occasion. Ah. Well, it can't have gone far. It's heavy. Um, it's not like it's going to blow away. Um, sand, so we're going to have to find it first. Uh, look, okay. Um, I'll get a shovel. Hugo, you stay here and help me dig through this sand to find the tools. And Rebecca. Yep. Why don't you take Mateo and walk over to the others? This is an expedition in the desert, right? Yeah. Would one of the expedition... When was... Arona, can you ask Google when the metal detector was invented? 
We do not have a metal detector. Oh. Why would you not have one for hunting treasure in the desert? I don't think you'd have when one. When was the metal detector invented? 1881. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> None well, of you packed a metal detector. Well, I'm taking you to bring essential tools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can we see the the truck from here? If we can see the um, lake, you can see the lakes. It's very small and in the distance. Hmm. About two miles away, but you're up and they're down towards the yeah. lake. That's something to aim for, and it's all within sight range as long as another storm doesn't happen. <laughs> I mean, they're not that common. <laughs> How common are they? Well, apparently one in six. <laughs> uh, okay. Alright, so I will take someone and we'll put together a few basic things that will go in a backpack and then we can head that way. Yeah, watch out for heat stroke um, given what happened to uh, Chai. That's why there will be at least two of us. And water and supplies. And water. Yeah, uh, Hugo, uh, you have the great idea to go and get one of the spare toolkits. You have more than one. But of course, you remember... You also forgot to do anything with the toolkits, so all three of your toolkits are out here somewhere near the jeeps and buried in the sand. I guess I'll start digging. Well done, well done, little failures. <laughs> you could make a metal detector. They're not that complicated, really. It's just a coil. We we need. Do you know what we need to make a metal detector? Uh, parts from a jeep <laughs> and potentially a toolkit <laughs> all, all, all you need is metal and a battery basically um, which can be found in a jeep I'm sure a powerful aircraft maintainer could uh, rig one up in no time <laughs> I'm afraid I don't try to rig one up if you really want to try it uh, would I like to try it or will I just further break a truck why are you putting this idea in Nido's head <laughs> I represent the forces of chaos. I'm not making a metal detector. I'm annoyed that we didn't bring one, but I'm not making one from scratch. I don't know how to do that. Fox, you look so comfy. Uh, I will just dig. I will just dig with a spade and dig. Whilst that is happening... uh... Rebecca and Matteo, you reach the truck where you find Chai and um, Eduardo and Mitch and Jack. They have dug their truck out, but the hood is open, and they're all like sitting inside in the shade to avoid the warm. Hmm. Hey, you two. Hello. Hello. Is everybody all right at camp? Yeah, camp's fine if somewhat buried. We left the others looking for the toolkit uh, because our our trucks are the same way as yours, which I don't know about because I've just got here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Step back. Our trucks have a problem, and possibly yours does too, given that you're here. Yeah, there's sand (laughs) everywhere. I think it's clogged up all the bits. Mm. 
Wow. Can't get it started. I had a look, but I'm just, I'm no mechanic. I didn't even look. <laughs> Are we able to push it? Oh, for us to away for a second. It's a couple of miles and the six of us. We can't push a car too much. <laughs> <laughs> Through the desert. <laughs> <laughs> This is like one of those things where in the future they'll find our bodies and be like, aha, heat stroke must have driven them mad. Oh, a Jeep from 1900s way. Too much. Like a lot. <laughs> oh, that's three tons. Yeah. It's got wheels. <laughs> We're in the sand. <laughs> 2,160 pounds. Well. So, one time, one time. The truck through the desert with the increasing heat. Yeah, Rebecca's That's a bad just, idea. Yeah, Rebecca's just offered to uh, drag the truck. <laughs> did, did you guys bring any extra water? Because I'm guessing we haven't got that much in this truck. Considering yeah, we Rebecca, Rebecca brought water. Okay. Which well, we the what was that, Ash? Roll your desert survival. Everyone. Who's at the truck? Um, I've had two extreme successes again. Is that enough for a double tick? Okay. Pushing the truck through the increasing desert heat would be a suicide. <laughs> Plenty, you have a message. Did you need a roll for that? <laughs> No, he needed a roll for something else, which I've given to Flinty because he got the best roll. Ah. Um, I go to the back of our truck and pull out the spare toolbox. Um, if if we're like, it sounds like we can't fix our truck, but uh, you, you guys can't find yours. So what if we trek back with this one, fix all the other trucks? And then we can come back for this one. Sounds like a good idea. All right. is, yeah, the stand, good. is the standstorm likely to resume? Do we know? No idea. If it does, I guess we'll just die as the sand strips the flesh from our bones. You are so Chai. optimistic. Chai, you have to stop listening to Linkin Park. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'll be fine. I just thought maybe we should mark the truck in some way in case it gets buried, but it was it would take so long. It's, it's fine. Yeah, I think. I think. Well, you know, a couple of us could just stay here. Whilst I mean, it's only a couple of miles. It's only a half hour walk, right? So you'll be back in a couple of hours. Hmm. <gasps> Jack, what's up? I touched the thing on my leg that hurts a lot, and it sent a pulse of incredible pain through my body. I suggest not touching it. Yes, I've decided to not do that. Wonderful. Who is is everyone going back to camp or is someone staying with this truck? I'll stay back I'll stay with the truck. As long as you guys have got some water that I can keep. Are you gonna be okay by yourself, Mitchie? Sure. Oh, someone should stay with you. Far, I've got this I have got these uh the, my harmonica, some some tunes to Yeah, yeah, to but Mitch, Mitch the other day when I realized I had heat stroke was about 
half a second before I went, I'm going to pass out now. Yes, fa- mm. Father, no no offence, but um, may- maybe you should stay here with him, just in case. No, that's fine. It's, I totally understand. And keep a flare gun on you, just in case you both decide to nearly pass out almost simultaneous <laughs> point. Now, if you get <laughs> sleepy, fire the flare. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Rebecca, Matteo, Jack, you return to the camp. Uh, you, Chai. Chai, also returns to camp. Uh, you return to camp. Hugo, roll me your luck. You have not found any of the toolboxes. Mm, I didn't imagine I did. You were close. But oh, yeah, you can't luck a luck roll. Not close enough. Uh, then Eduardo walks into camp carrying... No, no I don't. Uh, Chai walks into camp with the others carrying the toolbox, and Mackenzie takes it off you. Like, oh, Mateo is... I've been useful. I carried a thing from point A to B. That's the only thing I've done. <laughs> Why don't you help unsand the, the tent and, you know, make. Yeah, the... I'll help unsand the tents. Great, you do that. I am going to get to work on these trucks. It's going to take me all day to clear these. Uh, has anyone else got any mechanical aptitude or will at least do what I tell them to do? I can hold things and uh, move things from place to place. Right, you're with me, Jack. Where's Mitch? He's a mechanical expert. Why isn't uh, he here? Uh, we, we left him to look after Father Eduardo back at the truck. We thought it was probably best not to have a, a nearly 60-year-old man trekking around for miles in the desert heat. That's a good point. I don't need another case of heat stroke, especially not in an unfit old Catholic priest. We told them if um, if they if either of them started to feel heat strokey to fire the flare, so fingers crossed. Okay. Jack, Hugo, Matteo, you're with me. We're gonna fix these trucks. <laughs> I can mechanic. I... Why don't you help Chai in like, you know, digging the tents out of the sand and all that? Take a spade each and tackle them from opposite ends of the camp or such. Who's helping with the tent? Sorry? Rebecca. Rebecca. At least now that's what Mackenzie is suggesting. Rebecca might want to do something else. She's a free agent. Yeah, I could, but their tents are buried and we're not moving, so let's get the camp unstuck. Okay. Um, I'm going to do uh, Hugo. Well, mechanical engineer, your mechanical skill, hard. Aircraft or mechanical repair? Aircraft. Regular success? You're helping. Uh, Matteo and Jack, do you have any mechanical repair skill? A little bit. Have a quick look. Uh, uh, Is mechanical repair base 10? Yeah. Then I have the base. Well, you can give Mackenzie a bonus dice. And if you've got more than 10, Matteo, you can roll it. 
I do. I'm here for moral support. Not much more than 10, but some more than 10. Here I go. Look at this fail. It failed. But you yeah. are helping Mackenzie, so you can both tick your mechanical repair skill as you help the. Uh, he's literally having to take the carburetors out of the car and various other components and clean them. I'm and I'm starting to suspect that the only thing, the only component of a car engine Rosset knows about is the carburetor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that mentioned in the book. <laughs> it's uh, it's an easy that's, one that's... because it begins with car. <laughs> 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 that's 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 all. Tra- that's how all cars work. You have the carburetor, the car exhaust, the car engine, the car door, the car windscreen. Why has ice cream got anything to do with it? Yeah. See? Maybe this one's a truck barretta. Yeah. Uh, the ice cream. The ice. The ice cream is why this car isn't working anymore. That's because why? they should have truck barrettas in, not carburetors. Oh. <laughs> I see you. The carburetor is just a gun that you put on the car. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. we needed a car SMG. Yes. Also, you would need to replace the oil in the uh, engine as well if you're replacing the carburetor. So unless we... <laughs> so... it's oh it's okay. We'll, we'll we'll just get this. We'll just get this cooking oil from the last thing that you cooked, Mitch. Uh, <laughs> pour it in. Plugs. They're another thing. <laughs> they're the car spark plugs. Radiator. Oh yeah. Spark plugs. Craig, this is no time for central heating. We're in a desert. Everything They do have sat nav, they're called maps and your navigation skills, which as <laughs> proven are not reliable. Mm. No. Uh. Okay, uh girls who are digging out camp tents. Roll me your luck, both of you. I'm a lucky. Yes. Extremely lucky. Rebecca, you find another toolkit after about an hour's work. You find it in the lee of Hugo's tent. Hmm. Almost like someone had dumped it there to be buried in sand, thinking it was a safe place to put it. And... uh, Chai, you find another two toolkits. They are in a sensible location. They're just buried in sand. Sadly, the box I were put in got buried. Mm-hmm. Are you I... doing anything else, Chai, whilst everyone is distracted and you're digging out tents? Yes, I was going to see if I could rifle through some things secretly. Okay. Well, if I just take you to here... So everyone's working on the jeeps over here. Mm-hmm. Rebecca is around about here, digging out tents and things. Yeah. So you're, you're over here. Whose tent are you rifling through? Uh, the annoying thing is the one I would want to, I think, most suspect is the one I probably can't over here. So instead, I would probably check for one tent that I can be in without there being any suspicion, really, and just check that Rebecca is not concealing a silver key from the party. Okay, roll your spot hidden. Hidden. Ooh! 
Uh, for fucking one. <laughs> okay, Rebecca, what things do you have hidden in your belongings? Hidden? Uh, well, there's nothing hidden. I like my belongings I've got. Um, there's a thing that I'm probably wearing. Actually, no, I'm probably not wearing my watch out in the sand. So there's a fairly nice, uh, fairly big metal watch. There's a fairly fine necklace, um, lots of pearls, and there's a old beaten up looking coffee thermos flask that I guess must be quite new at this point. While so, also being beaten up, I'm just words. <laughs> you're just, you're just, it's new, but you treat it very badly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Rebecca, fucking coffee smash. Rebecca's belongings appear to be incredibly normal and boring, and she doesn't seem to have any dark shrines to the dream gods or, uh, you know, the ritualistic symbols of uh, a Dagon scribed into anything. So, and I don't have a copy of Cat's uh, book, but I don't know if I would have one here. It'd probably here. You'd have left your book in your tent. Yeah. Okay. She has a copy of the Adventures of Trelawney Lathor. Who fucking doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> more, more widely published than the Counting Bible at this point. Pat <laughs> <laughs> literally bought a publishing company to publish it for her. Got a sticker on the front that says, Bigger Than Jesus. <laughs> New York Times number one bestseller. <laughs> I think it's Nine times the human population. It's just an exciting adventure story. I don't think Chai's encountered this book either. So, uh, no, I've got a copy myself. Okay. Do you know its secret mysteries? Uh, I haven't read it yet. I don't think. Yeah, it's just an exciting adventure story. Shrug. Yeah. She might have a similar taste to you in the latest best-selling adventure story. <laughs> this is where we search everyone's inventory and everyone's got a copy and no one quite remembers how they got it. <laughs> Cat was just giving them away. Yeah. yeah. Like leaflets. It was like underneath the window wiper of the car. They're just like, oh. Didn't, <laughs> didn't somebody do that once with a record? Like it, They made a record and it was unsuccessful, so they, they bought 10,000 copies or something to <laughs> Of their own record to get into the charts. Yeah. I'm I'm just expecting cat. The reason everybody has a copy now is that every single hotel cat stays in, she leaves it there like the Gideon Bible. <laughs> yeah, the Vanderbilt Hotel property uh, portfolio has replaced the <laughs> Bible to cat's book. Okay, uh, Rebecca, do you move clockwise or anti-clockwise around the camp? Uh. What do I do? I am, well, I'm over the other side of the mess tent. Hang on, hang on. I can help with this. Rebecca is here. Yep. Uh, Eduardo's not... Chai is currently here. Mm. Hugo. Jack. You are all over here working on the jeeps. Okay, so I found a toolkit. So I'd probably take that up to the jeeps in case they can use it. Yep, good plan. 
and then I'd continue anti-clockwise, I think, to go for the food storage and then around that way. Yeah, hang on, I'm just finding a token I can use for Nido. <laughs> Obviously a dashing pilot. That'll be a reversed ank. There we go, that one will do. Didn't you steal that from one of the other campaigns? That's, yeah. um... It's a Nate, isn't it? Yeah, that's Dr. Hamilton, Time Man of the Year. <laughs> Time Man. It's also Marlon Brando, but okay. Okay, so you've wandered off to talk to people at the trucks. Uh, Chai, you emerge from ruffling through your tent to see that uh, Rebecca is kind of like chatting to the other guys over by the tents at the moment. So I'm mildly confused, maybe, with this very second, because I just realised that says Hugo and Raymond. Raymond isn't with us currently. Yes, so it's just Hugo's tent on his own. Just Hugo, and likewise, it's just Mackenzie just up from me. Yeah. I probably suspect Hugo slightly more, so I would go around there next to dig out the tent a bit more because it wasn't quite properly done. Hasn't done at all. What's that? It hasn't been done at all. So, oh, it hasn't done at all. so it's perfectly valid me being here and I'll write for his things. <laughs> you spend a bit of time shoveling the sand and making yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I'm making it look like I've done, the, done it properly still. And then you wander around the back of the tent where you're clearly digging up sand and let yourself in. Yeah. Roll your spot hidden, the queen. Hidden. And I'll lock it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm waiting for roll 20 to show it on my side. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, Who has this key? Uh, <coughs> I was muted. <laughs> yes, you were. You find a load of boring books about planes, and about racing planes, and about flying planes, and about how to repair planes. And planes, and maybe more planes, and a bit more planes. And a um, a post-it note, a post-it note saying to do read these. <laughs> it's not all about planes. There's, you know, pretty sexy women in uh, lithographic uh, <laughs> photographs that fold out from the middle of his plane manuals, generally in very skimpy outfits draped across airplane bonnets. I take a collection of pornographic daguerreotypes. <laughs> And also, and also, compasses in you—a beginner's guide. Yeah. Did you steal his pornography? Yes. What? what is <laughs> we just don't know. You've stolen Hugo's pornography, but there's no weird magic bullshit in here. Fair enough. Um, at which point, the only other place that I think might be a suspicion would be Mackenzie. I doubted it, but it's the only one left. So, Where have you gone, Rebecca, to help dig out tents? Rebecca? Hello? Rebecca. Once you've handed over the toolboxes, where do you go next? Next, I go 
two. I'll keep clearing out tents. So there's the gear storage, which one is right here. Yeah. So you're going to start on that one next. Yeah. Cool. Roll me your spot hidden, please. Chai, roll stealth. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's fine. Rebecca clearly sees you, but you're doing the same as before. You're diggy sand. Yeah, diggy, diggy sand. And then she looks away and you duck inside. <laughs> you're like, sand, sand, sand. We love sand. If you search Mackenzie's tent, not even close. Nothing. Nothing of interest whatsoever. Must be hidden in the equipment. Yep. Must be. And I don't... Actually, the gear storage tent is too close to what they're doing for me to be able to check through that. And exactly the one that Rebecca is digging out of the sand right now. Yeah. I don't know. You haven't checked the ladies' privacy area. (laughs) It's true. I haven't. Maybe I'll check it later when I'm having some ladies' private time. And Eduardo, you are alone in. I'm with Mitch. Mitch. You're with Mitch, yeah. Yeah. Alone together in a truck. What are you doing today whilst you wait? Well, I'm tempted to either learn another spell or actually practice one. Oh! <laughs> Why would you do this next to me? <laughs> well, you're, hey, you're Mitch, used check to this. this up. <laughs> you're used to this stuff. It's fine. <laughs> you really have a point. Mm. Um, now really? I'll, I'll do. I'll do another learn. So, what is it? Hard int. Hard int. What are you doing, Mitch? Playing the um, hard. Yeah, I, I mean, is there anything I can learn? Uh, what spell? You've got more magic music spells to learn, I think. Yeah, I got that. I got that like big book, haven't I? So I think I might. Hang on, let me get it to my. Yeah, and, and I think I'm just going to start. Um, you know, uh, reading or learning another song from. The sheet music of... Is it the sheet music? Sheet music for Ocarina. Which one are you learning, Mr. Fox and Bees? Let's look at your character sheet. Oh, no, that's Mateo. Mitch. You haven't learned. You've got a couple written on your character sheet which you haven't learned yet. Yeah, I'll learn one of those. Um, so I will... Hang on, let me have a look. It's, you haven't learned Stars Forever Shine. Yeah, that looks like a nice one. It just causes pretty visions. Exactly. Looks good. I'll learn that one. Okay, roll me a hard intelligence spell and then roll me harmonica. Hard intelligence? Wow. Ooh. Well... And then roll me your harmonica. Very nice. Okay, you have learnt Stars Forever Shine. 
and you play the harmonica to keep it jaunty. Essentially, the rest of the day is spent fixing the jeeps. Eventually, the others drive over to you. Mackenzie fixes your jeep. You drive back to camp. You're not going to get any travelling done today. Your sandstorm. Uh, throughout the course of the day, Chai, you probably have one more tent you can get into secretly without being caught. The problem is there's no one else. Oh, well, the gear storage is the one that I am interested in, but well, I guess it could be the lab tent, but it's not very likely. You didn't... You dismissed the people you were with because you didn't have the key dream there, but they might have just not brought it with them. True. True, they might have not taken it fishing with them. True. Um, Although I, I do plead the fifth. Yeah, at which point, if I do make that thought, the only other two people I would probably particularly suspect would be Jack and Eduardo. More okay. Jack, obviously, than Eduardo. You search the priest and the cultist tent, roll spot hidden. You little bitch. Nothing. You find a Bible. You find a... So you're a cultist of Neolithotep now. Welcome to the cult of the bloody tongue. Yeah. One through three. Human sacrifice. Chapters four through six. Wailing to the dark calling chaos. Chapter seven. Murdering Chai T. Well, that really do I. No. no. <laughs> it looks like a tent that is lived in by a priest and a young man. Yeah. Uh, st- steady on there. <laughs> and Jack, do you have any... <laughs> oh, dear. I would discover. Uh, Bear in mind, I didn't even cast my spot hidden, though, so it would have to be on display pretty much. Yeah, but you might find, you know, regular boring old stuff that is fun. Oh, the I guess I guess the only thing that 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 they may or may not know that I have with me is my uh, is my occult club. Um it looks like Jack has a club. No, I, I you find a copy of Adventures of Naomi Troop. <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> uh, but no, no, nothing special. Oh, Christ alive. The most published book. <laughs> I shrug and just consign myself to the understanding that this has been another day where I have been useless. Hey, not finding results doesn't mean you haven't been doing anything. Perhaps in the dream you can find some way of locating it. Yeah, that's what's going to have to be tried next. What time are we on, Mr. Hedgehog Man? Doot. Doot. Magic flute. Uh, one hour and 43 minutes and zero seconds. Oh, we'll keep going. Um, Mitch, roll cooking to cook a lovely post-sandstorm meal. Is, is Mitch still out for Jeep, or is he back now? No, they're back now. I described oh, yeah, that. Sorry, I may have glazed for that briefly. It's a nice meal, just with extra sand. <laughs> Run out Ooh, of salt, so I use sand. <laughs> Finally ground. Perfect. 
It is not the best meal Mitch has ever served, but he's been working, you know, in cars all day with grease and gunk, and he hasn't had as long as normal to cook. Yes. Oh, Craig's had an idea. Had an idea, but we'll wait until sleep time. Hey, uh, you all join together in the tent and have a roaring time of drink and food. And it's actually been quite nice to have a day of not moving, even though you did a load of work to fix the carb. Yes. What about our fish? Your fish is not edible. Uh... It was unrefrigerated overnight in a jeep. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ideal conditions for making, um, oh god, what's that terrible herring dish? Oh, herstroming. Herstroming, yes. No one wants herstroming. Everyone makes herstroming in a jeep at this time. That's why dinner tonight is not so good. Mitch serves herstroming. <laughs> it was made perfectly, but no one liked it. <laughs> <laughs> It was. It was perfectly made. It's just everyone wrecked except for probably Char who's used to this. <laughs> probably called in combination to the gods, however. <laughs> it wouldn't look like you tried to do sushi and fucked it up, probably, to Char. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I can use it as a weapon if we, we if we need to in after. We'll just be like, here you go, here's my offering. We've Kills prepared it. you. We've prepared you a gift. <laughs> How did you defeat him? And eventually, everyone heads to bed. It is the end of the tenth of August. Tomorrow is the eleventh. Tick tock, tick tock. Yes, Queen. So what I want to try and do, I'm not specifically trying to dream, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to make myself open. To just be carried along if someone else tries to dream and go somewhere specific. Okay, good plan. Well, dreaming, chai. And I will fail this time now I've actually got a plan. See? You could luck it. <laughs> yeah, chai, you've got the luck. How much does that? 10, 19 luck. 19. 19, yeah, 19. I'm not convinced this is that important. Probably not. Doesn't feel like a life-threatening situation. No, it doesn't. Watch this kill us. It will. (laughs) It will, because we've all fucking said it, so I make no apologies. It'll be fine. It can't hurt. Well, I, I hope you, I, I need you to do this, Chai, because I really want someone to get a bingo this week. Yeah. <laughs> do what? Oh, map. Hey, the next day. Um, there was no dreaming shenanigans. Um. Arona, make sure to keep track of your adding power to the sl- the lure. Nyala the Depp hates this one weird trick. Hmm. Um, given that we're we're now all well rested and um, 
um, awake. <laughs> That's an <laughs> ironic word to, to forget. Um, games mongoose. Who amongst the party do I figure to be the most um, sorcerously inclined? Uh, roll me your intelligence. Ah, I'm going to be talking to Mateo. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes, Mateo, so known for dark sorcery. You going to roll it, roll 20? You extreme. Oh, wow, it worked. Oh, heck, double heck with two Cs. Okay, uh, who is the most sorcerously inclined? Well, it's definitely not Mateo. Yes. Definitely Uh, not Hugo. It's not... Hugo or Rebecca? I'll tell you what, let's start with who it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably me. I was say it depends on how you quantify sorcerously inclined. Because there's a couple of different variables involved in this. I I have questions about spells. Yeah, it's it's probably it's like. probably gonna be me. I haven't been The most well read people in the group are definitely Father Eduardo and you think maybe Chai? I I I sideline Eduardo and Chai. You pull them into a tent together that morning before breakfast. Um, I assume immediately this is about what we discussed yesterday. I didn't manage to find anything. Oh, that's a shame. I I, I look like a, I, 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 for a moment I get the blank look of someone who's forgotten what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, oh yes, no, that's good. Um, I'm glad. That you didn't find anything. No, around here. Someone's hidden it really well. Did you search every tent? I searched most of them. You know the ones which were suspicious. <laughs> she says, glancing up in Jack's tent with familiarity. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to. Uh... <sighs> I think we'll have to um, bring it up. We can't let this rest. This seems very important. Plus, uh, plus, out of character, we have we have a habit of going. Well, that's probably not important. And then we find out all our copies of the Necronomic could have been nicked, and uh, somebody's been building a temple in the basement. Um, it just didn't work last night, but I think it was because of me. It didn't work last night. Um, I'll tell you. What, I tell you what, I'll help you. I'll help you search the remaining tents. We'll do that this morning before we leave. But um, importantly, I, I spent some time yesterday uh, while you were driving, Eduardo, learning um, the Eye of Light and Darkness. Mm-hmm. Because it seems like it's necessary to, um, you know, defeat that bad man. I say carefully, avoiding his name. Yes. Say his name. Say his name. Um, Voldemort. What's that one do again? Uh, it, it it stops his powers from working within a large area. What? He really doesn't like that one. He doesn't really he doesn't really let it generally be known that it exists. Sounds like something we should all probably learn at some point, then. Yeah. Well, that's that's why I took the time out to learn it. But I. I you can always I, give Chai your copy now you've learned it. Yes, I will give you a copy to learn. But, wow, wonderful. But it, but importantly, part of it involves carving on a stone. And I don't think we brought any stone carving equipment with us. 
I haven't seen any in any of the trucks I checked. Do you I've know got if we a did? feeling somebody did. I think somebody did. But I can't remember. It I... just seemed important to check. Mm. Otherwise, we might have to go and find Dingo Dan or whoever. And uh... I mean, on the other hand, like we're on, we're on the guise of an expedition. Perhaps Mackenzie has got some like archaeology equipment, some of we'll which have... can be for. We, we'll have to check. It would be foolish to proceed without it. Mm. Or I've, some got, plan. I've got a sneaky suspicion somebody did go out their way to. Get well, um, stone carving. Chai, then, then we, then we have the perfect, we have the perfect cover for searching the tents. We were just looking for the stone cutting equipment. Yeah, yeah, there is that. Uh, but I would also point out, as much as we might not have very specifically stone cutting equipment, so we can make an absolute fucking work of art, we've got a whole shit ton of digging equipment and stuff here. Which I imagine we can probably scratch out a rudimentary shape from shapes and shit at least. Well, I'm not that familiar with the spell. I, I don't know whether just something approximately correct would work. Well, none of us are stonemasons anyway, so I don't. If it's got to be exactly correct, I think we're out of luck anyway. We we, we made the eye of light and darkness out of Lego and <laughs> glued it to a rock, and we're like, fingers crossed. I mean, if it, if it needs to be precise, we should have gone and got some sort of fucking stonemason to bring to us. Mm. Well, it sounds like we it sounds like we have a plan either way. Look for the look for the tools and um, use that as a cover to yeah. rifle through the other tents. Eduardo, are you joining in the rifling? Uh, I could well. Given my moral compass, no, but I could try and keep everybody a bit busy. Just, just you just... go and chat to everyone at the breakfast tent. Yeah, Chai and Jack go and snoop. Which tents are you looking in, Chai and Jack? Whilst everyone is at, at delicious breakfast. Well, just before we'd enacted this plan, I would have probably related to Jack that the only tents I haven't looked into currently are food storage, gear storage, lab tent. Mitch and Mateo. And I don't think it's Mitch and Mateo's tank. Well, I like worth... you just admitted that their tent isn't on the list of tents you haven't investigated. Uh, to, to be honest, to be honest, I would have I would have thought that she'd gone and check my tent first, so I'm not even bothered. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I say, nice club, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you. It was given to me by a uh, for enemy. Yeah, that happens sometimes. <laughs> um, well, uh, you say you didn't check the gear storage. That seems like a good place to check first. Yeah. I mean, the only slight chance is that I could potentially have missed something, I guess, but I don't oh, know. Well, let's, let's, do it. let's get, look at everything as quickly as possible yeah, and yeah. see if uh, we can see get away we with this. Gear storage, roll, spot hidden. Where the bonus dies, because you're working together. Oh, yeah, storage. Meh. Where the bonus dies. Oh. Meh. Uh, 
Ty, you we just we just pour all the stuff on the floor and just roll around in it, making you gear angels. Together, you do find a large wooden crate and you open it, and it's full of stonemasonry tools and a little card from Walter that says, "You might need these." Love, Walter. I knew I knew somebody had. I just couldn't remember who. Cat, <laughs> Cat specifically gave me instructions before Niall stopped playing them. That's the Walter was to get them stonemasonry. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I found stonemason gear. But I guess we pretend we haven't found it so we can keep searching. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Strange, it's I always said. in the last place you look. <laughs> because when you find it, you stop looking. I, uh, <laughs> I, sh- I, shut the, uh, I shut the case and I push it back to the back of the thing and I pull some tarps over it and I'm like, we didn't find anything, let's check everyone's tents. Exactly, yeah, yeah. It must have just got misplaced in one of the tents. I'm just imagining you two carrying it around with you now and be like, oh, we found it here in Eduardo's tent. Gasp, a, a, a stonemasonry kit in the latrines. Who would have thought? Exactly, right? Wow, someone is constipated. Which, <laughs> which tent are you searching next? Um, the, uh, I guess it's a toss-up between the lab tent and the food storage. I mean, um, let's do the lab tent because it, we can't have that much lab equipment, so it's probably the easiest Quick, to search, yeah, right? True. Yeah, it is a tent with boxes in it. It hasn't been really set up. The tent has been erected, and then all the lab equipment has been put into it in its boxes because you don't really need it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, roll spot hidden with a bonus die. <laughs> 28, that's a hard pass. Hard success. Is That's Not also a... an egg. Eggs. Egg. You find lab equipment. It's field lab equipment, so all very sturdy glass equipment, uh, archaeological tools, all the sort of things you need if you are doing some real archaeology. Very unsilver key like. Wonderful. So that leaves the food storage tent and then double checking things if we have time. Mm. Well, um, we could split up. We could? What, what would you suggest, Jack, if we're splitting up? Uh, you check the food storage and I'll, I'll go through the others, the, the other tents. They, they already think I'm fairly incompetent. If I, uh, blunder in looking for stuff, then, uh, They'll dismiss okay. it. Can, can you make a, a, a sound of some sort that won't bring them running, but will alert me if you do find something? I, 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 I look completely taken aback when she says that, and I'm like, boo-boo, boo-boo. Is that a dying giraffe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just make a sneeze, and I'll come running. Which one are you going to first? Uh, I'll head to Walter and Mackenzie's tent because it's closest. Okay, uh, I'll do food storage. And then, well, I guess we start working around counterclockwise. Keep going around the way we're going. And mm. Meanwhile, in the mess tent, Eduardo, what will we charm, persuade, or fast talk? Whichever is highest. Oh, God, that one, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're at two hours. So. Charm, oh, it'll be persuade. 
News have convinced everyone that we shouldn't rush off this morning. Yesterday was harrowing. Sit down. Nice breakfast. Mitch, well cooking with a bonus dice, please. Hang on, hang on. Cooking. With a bonus dice. Uh, it's hard success. Eduardo has brought in some special ingredients, like he's been saving for a special occasion. <laughs> so it makes breakfast really good. And everyone is distracted by Father Eduardo's idea to um, have a long, legendary breakfast and not rush off. Okay. Um, where we left our intrepid heroes, Chai and Jack were sneaking around the tents investigating, trying to find a hidden silver key. Whilst Father Eduardo was entertaining everyone with an exciting breakfast and cabaret show. Yeah. <laughs> Father it's the Father Eduardo Distraction Hour. <laughs> I mean, the pole dance he's currently doing with his fishnet stockings as his only piece of clothing was a surprise. And no, sorry, I'm wrong. He has his dog collar on. Oh my god! <laughs> he wouldn't want to be. He, he wouldn't want to be entirely naked. I'm sort of glad that that Flinty's face is slightly in shadow, so you can't really <laughs> read his expressions. <laughs> He's he's got that look that he always has when he's like, I'm not responding. I'm not giving them the benefit of a response. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um. You searched the food. You were searching the food store tent in Mackenzie's room. So roll some spot hidden. I wish my chair didn't make this loud clunk whenever I lean backwards. You need to chair grease. You need to enhance it so it's like a slow, creepy. And then you can just lean back slowly when you open, when someone en- enters the room in the game. Spot hidden. Chair and Jack. Spittins. My eyes are like a shield of steel. Chai, you find loads of food stores and water bubbles and delicious snacks. And you you pocket a couple of snacks to have in the car today. Maybe share. Yeah, yeah, I do. The good snacks that, you know, normally you wouldn't get hold of. Um... Jack, you find lots of boring shit about, you know, desert survival and the expedition inventory logs and how much food and water we've used, etc., etc. How much fuel do we have left for the jeeps? It's real fascinating stuff. So my desert desert survival goes up? You can roll it. You can tick it, because you found all these interesting papers. A second ago, you said they were boring. They are boring, but, you know. Okay, uh, you move on to the next tent. Yeah. Which tent are you doing next? Jack, Rebecca, and Chai's tent. Ah, so you think this is a big double bluff, and that Chai is secretly hiding. Um, <laughs> no, 
No, I don't trust Rebecca. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. I don't trust Noel. <laughs> oh, Roger. <laughs> Roger Vanderbilt is not appearing in this campaign. I'm going to make my next character's name Roger. Uh. <laughs> Surname The Cabin Boy. <laughs> Roger Pernus. Just going to take Arona has a scheme because it's generally true. I've got no schemes. What's got hidden? The pair of you. Ooh. Ominous silence. He's he's writing a fucking essay. Look at him. Look at his little face. His little GM face. Look at his look at his little evil face, twiddling his moustache. So this counts as uh, the GM gets excited. No. Uh. <laughs> I sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Russet, you you little minx. What? Oh god. Um <laughs> Where's my lock picking skill? Ah. Uh, all right. I've got a I've got a one in 3 chance of succeeding this. <laughs> you need an extreme lock pick. No. Oh. I'm not getting this, but uh but I'm committed to this course of action. I'm curious. I just wanted to peek what's inside. What's inside? What could possibly go wrong? Don't succeed. <laughs> I'm I make a mental note, but I move on. It's not a big box. You could take it with you. <laughs> no, it hasn't responded to my sneeze. Rather, I look fast. I would grab the book and key and walk in the direction I believe he to be. Oh, was the signal a sneeze? Yes, we discussed it. Mm. Yeah, I know, but people were talking, and I, I missed what the actual signal ah. was. Uh, I yes, hear you say I sneeze. Uh, anyway, you're the other side of the camp. He's not going to hear a sneeze from inside a tent. That's true. I, I'm I'm too preoccupied fiddling open this box that I suspect is. And I don't think about that, so I still go ahead with my course of action, which would be try and find him now. <laughs> You see him coming out of your tent. Hello, Jai. I wait for him to go back in for a moment. Uh, I come out, and I go back in. Hey, you're alone in a lady's tent. No, no, it's, no, no it's, not, it's not the lady's privacy area. Okay. We've got a problem. Yeah, what do you make of this? I say, gesturing to the, the, the box that I found underneath Rebecca's bed. It's a small locked box. It's got an intricate wooden box with a really fancy lock on it. I did not find that when I was in here. I was wondering if maybe, maybe you know, maybe the key is in there because you're in close, such close proximity to it. I'm just really confused because, no, I found the key. Where? In Hugo's tent. With 
of the book, The Advent of the Silver Key. Well, you're Cthulhu Mythos. Both of us, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> no. But it's got a title that's good enough that we can be pretty sure it's linked. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know, it sounds dodgy to me. Let's burn it. I felt this book and key trying to make me go, oh no, just take me and claim you don't know anything about me when I pick them up. So I think it's uh, Hugo. You think, you, you think Hugo is secretly a dreamer? Yes, but I don't know if he's a good or bad dreamer is the thing. Well, he can't be a worse dreamer than Pilot. I meant bad as an evil. <laughs> Just to clarify. Well, I, I think we should confront him and Raymond and have a fair and frank exchange of opinions. Raymond isn't actually in that tent, remember? Oh, okay. It's just that, he's, it's that, just that his name. It's just that his name is written on the tent. Yes, I understand that earlier and did exactly the same thing. So yeah. it's just Hugo. This could be a colossal frame-up. Could be. Hmm. Could be. I, well, I tell you what. Do you do you need me to bring my ritual daggers? <laughs> Can't hurt. Hmm. I mean, well, they can. They can hurt. That's that's rather the point. Unlikely to hurt us. What about Rebecca's oh, mystery no. box? Oh, yeah, what about... I, I mean, we could try opening it. Uh, I laugh I laugh half-heartedly. I'm like, I did. It's quite secure. <laughs> Do you want to try, Chai? Yeah, sure. I'll have a try. <coughs> and I searched this room really well. Yeah, you rolled a one and didn't find it. Yeah. Why does why does everybody's name constantly rhyme? Stream, did I remember? Yeah, yeah no, not even there. I'm not spending that much luck. Spend that much luck, Chow. Chai. I'm definitely not now. You've insulted me again. <laughs> you have you have to stop this, Russet. I need to rename you. Sorry, Chai. Chow keeps sending me messages and it's confusing me. Rename Chow. Yeah. <laughs> I rename Chow Emergency Food Source. There we go. So, what are you doing now, you two? Uh, oh, well, this this is interesting. I definitely feel like we should gather everyone together and talk about these two mysterious things. I don't think anyone should keep secrets. Everyone, including Mackenzie? I think everyone except Mackenzie um, should gather and talk about these things. Uh, actually, first of all, let's just go and ask Hugo if he knows what these are. Yeah, good plan. Uh, because we we want to, you, you know, keep him keep him fresh and pure. If he says he doesn't know who, if he says if he doesn't know who they are, then well, I guess they're mine now. Yes, that's how this works. Yeah, that's how it works. Completely banking on the fact the book and the key are gonna make him do. <laughs> I head into a mess tent and call for Hugo. Hugo, Hugo. Where am I? 
In the mess having um, Father Eduardo cabaret and distraction breakfast. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, he's he's I'm moved on to the blue this. jokes. <laughs> oh God! A priest and a rabbi walk into a bar. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, you can't tell that one anymore. <laughs> Can we borrow you a minute, Hugo? Uh, talk about planes. I mean, I doubt it, but okay, fine. What, what's up? We bring Hugo to my tent. <laughs> I uh, I close the curtain behind us ominously as we step inside. Hello, Hugo. How are you this morning? The back of your telegram, as you're not looking. Hmm? Who? Who what? Rebecca, check telegram. Ah. As Niall is not looking. Hmm. Um, I, you know, fairly fresh-faced. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, yesterday was a bit bad, but on the whole, you know, we had, I think we got out of that pretty lucky. Yeah, did you sleep well last night? Uh, yeah, fairly so. I mean, it, it, it was it was pretty calm after, uh, after all. Yeah. You've been sleeping well lately, yeah? Yeah. I mean, as well as one can out here in the desert, it's pretty awful. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, on an expedition, it's hard to sleep sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering, do you know anything about these? I'll show you the key and the, the book. You're a russet, you're muted. Extreme power check, everyone in that tent. Oh, fucking hell. No, not even close. No, no, even less close. You three finish your conversation about planes and how Hugo's doing, and all head off to enjoy breakfast. You big sack of shit. <laughs> Just how uh-huh. much has gone didn't roll pal. Yeah. I accidentally left it on whisper mode. Oh. Yeah, he did. He didn't get a hard extreme power even. Um, you remember searching for the key, finding the key, destroying the key. Well done, Chai. How did you destroy it? It was just made out of silver, you know. It wasn't that hard. Mm. Um. That doesn't matter. I don't want to destroy it. I want to sell it. It was corrupted and going to drag everyone into the dreamlands, so you had no choice but to destroy it. Fair enough, I guess. Time. I guess we go on with our lives. What do I remember about the key? Uh, you remember Chai telling you you found it, you identified that it had been corrupted and should be destroyed, so you pounded it flat because it was just made out of silver. And oh, we, we got we got rid of the key. Wonderful. Yeah, yep. we got rid of it. It's totally gone. <laughs> yep, a hundred percent. Well, at, at least Hugo is in the clear. And then you bumped into Hugo. I'm having a little chat with him. He's not surreptitious. He's just yeah. a poor gullible fool. No, he's not. He's a good. He's a good guy. He's just learning stuff about the world. Still, you know, show it up bringing. Can we just, like, rename, like, Hugo Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> now, now, I haven't voted in... I haven't voted democracy down. <laughs> and I don't think he's a Sith Lord. 
Give him a chance. <laughs> yeah, that, that theory. <laughs> Okay, we, we go and have breakfast. We you, all, you all finish breakfast, you get into your cars and prepare once more to travel across the desert. Preparing. Dun, dun, dun. Yay. Everyone who is driving... Well, actually, Father Adrado, do you want to talk to Jack now? You've got him alone in the Jeep to see how their search went. Oh, yeah, sure. So, um, how'd you get on? Did you find the stone equipment and the key? Do I get... um, I suppose I've had my chance to remember about the key, and I just remember it's destroyed, right? Uh, Now that it's been brought up again, you may roll extreme power to remember. (laughs) Not not going to (laughs) succeed. You've got 80 pal. You could yeah, you've do got it. Yeah. And yet, <laughs> remember, I'm cursed today. Whatever I roll, like, will will be the opposite of what I want. Um, I, I, I look, I look blank and confused for a couple of seconds, and I'm like, oh, we we found the stonemasonry stuff. It was in the gear tent. Uh, Walter had put it there for us. Uh, we found it. we found the key, and um, and we destroyed it. It was bad and cursed. We destroyed it. Oh. oh okay. Well, oh. who had it? Do I remember where we found it? It was in the gear tent in the in the gear tent somewhere. Oh, in the gear tent somewhere. Huh. So, we don't know who exactly brought it, but I guess we don't have to deal with it anymore. Yeah, well, it's definitely It's definitely destroyed. From my what? Psychology. As you're driving along. Ooh. I'm going to send you a message, Flinny. Okay, everyone else, roll driving. Who's driving? Driving. Or is Jack driving? Whichever one of you is driving in, in, in the bromance. Oh, I'm, dear. I'm driving. I don't think this is a bromance. I was about to say, can I read? But I'm guessing I don't want to now. <laughs> Hard success. Such a oh, good I don't drive. If you want to read, Quake. Not great, anyway. Yeah, you found this new book you can read. Nobody has driven good as me. <laughs> driving, driving through the desert. Drive, boom, boom, boom. I guess I better have Mackenzie roll navigate. Hey, I could try. Yeah, he stopped asking you. Oh. <laughs> Mitch can, however, roll navigate. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think I've rolled, rolled navigate like six times, and everyone's been a failure. Like <laughs> you drive, uh, you cross the lakes at a narrow ford, uh, where the water barely comes up to the top of the wheels of the trucks, and then you start up into a rocky patch of the desert. The heat is hot; it is broiling. It's unbelievably warm. Have a swim in, in the river then? <laughs> do, you, do you park up by the Percival Lakes and have a paddle? It's uh, bubbling. Uh. <laughs> uh, yes. If we have actually been driving for some time, can I do some reading? 
You can. I said you could read. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you. Gosh. Um, well, it looks like I can't read, actually. <laughs> well, you still read. I just knock off a day. Yeah. You, you any bonuses? Can I uh, then spell? You can roll me a hard... Intelligence. Okay. This is the second time I've tried that one. It's the second time I only got a regular success. Is that enough? Or... It is not. You need that success to memorise the spell. Alright, fair enough. This one clearly has some complex uh, hand wiggling that you just haven't got correct yet. But, you know, you got to somehow wiggle, you know. Yeah. Is it that one? No, that one. <laughs> You've got to somehow bend your ring finger without moving your other fingers out of alignment. And Oh, it's not hard. Yeah, you can't do it. No. You've got to fold it down flat is the problem whilst keeping your other fingers straight. Uh, yeah. Which your hand doesn't want to do <laughs> because of how tendons work. Yep. I got Basically, I have to break my fingers. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Okay. Or maybe you're just reading it wrong. <laughs> Anyway, um, everyone roll Spot the Hidden. Spotting. Hidden. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> Rebecca is not oh. blind. And neither is Mateo. Mateo is never blind. I see all. I too see the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, he is I a beholder. I start Ignore blowing. It is early afternoon. It is. You are driving along. (sighs) When standing up out of the sandy desert, you see this. Ah. Rocks. McWeir's Rocks. Professor McWeir's discovery with the rocks with the ancient carvings on them. How tall are they? You can see in the picture how tall they are, Nido. Look at the person's yeah. scale. Uh, yes, but yeah, I but don't know if that person's very quite far the from them. Or is the rock far away? Or <laughs> It's like a sand dune between them and the rock. Yes, that's my confusion. Like... They're huge. Yes, they're huge. Okay. Or maybe the people are big and the, the rocks are small. <laughs> yeah, the people could be 20 metres high. You know, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not being silly, it's just that it is difficult to tell the, perspective, the, the scale from this perspective. You see these rocks, and as you turn towards them, you see there is a rocky outcropping off to the left, and Matteo and Rebecca, as you both got extreme successes, you see a perched on top Huddled in like the lee of a 20 foot rocky outcrop are dozens of tent shells that are, their covers ragged and flapping in the breeze. You can also see head high stacks of crates and various long tubes and bits and pieces of metal. And just beyond the tents, you can see a couple of wooden shacks, small wooden buildings, and what you think is an old truck mostly buried in the sand. It looks like the remnants of some sort of camp. Point it out to Chai. Also, mm. point it out. 
I guess we should head there then and have a look. <clears throat> it doesn't look like anyone's been there for a while, but I guess we'll know more when we get in close. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we flag down? I guess we're just going to have to wait until we stop to let the others know. Mm. You just wave your hat on and indicate to follow me and you drive over there. And you all, as you're pulling up to the tent, you can all see this abandoned mining camp. And as you're stepping out of the truck, things snap and crack under the sand under your feet as you disturb scattered bones, human bones, buried lightly under a surface of sand. Cool. Sanity check. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yes, Jack? Do I have to make the sanity check given that I was fairly certain this would be the outcome of of what he wanted yeah, to do? I want to get it on my bingo. You're fine. This is this is this is like this was I was oh. gonna say is this was like my bread and butter. <laughs> Apparently I care little. Everyone who passes their sanity check loses one because it is disturbing. And even, even me. Hard pass. Oh no, not you, Nido. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Never happened. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> Father and brother, you lose two. That's not too bad. It's not a super terrifying, horrific thing, but it's still disturbing. What about hard successes? How many won? Uh, oh yeah, and anyone who didn't get an extreme success loses one. I thought this is what would happen. I say. Why didn't you say anything? What good would it have done? These men are already dead. They've been dead for years. So what what do you think happened then? <clears throat> well, Huston brought them here to achieve whatever goal he wanted, and the moment they were of no use to them, he executed them. We're That's not pretty quite. standard. Mackenzie turns to you, we're not quite at our McQueer's coordinates. He's he's got his section out and his uh his maps and he's working on them. We're still about we're still off by a little bit. Hmm. This is like the start of the area. Do you want to explore this camp? What do you think we'll find here? This is your expedition. I'm just here to guide you. That was really an open question. Well, if if this is the first campsite which looks you know deserted i think it's safe for us to have a little scout see if there's anything of any interest left behind um games mongoose yeah i'm fairly certain that they would have booby trapped this uh is there anything i can roll to be certain that they would have booby trapped this uh roll me your um what would I make you roll for that? Let me just look at your character sheet. A cult, maybe? Yeah, I was going to kind of suspect the same thing, so if I can maybe give him a bonus when he does know. 
cult knowledge, though, detecting booby traps. Intelligence? I guess it oh, was. Sorry, I mean, I mean, I was, I was thinking of it from the point of view that that it would be a fairly standard thing for the cult to do to booby trap the, oh, the remains of a right. Yeah, okay, yeah. I guess in that situation, you can roll a cult. How many? Um, um, you implied there were many bodies here. How many are we talking about? You can't see under the sand. Mm, just a lot. I know uh, Darby Day told you at least 25 people died on the first expedition. I get I get everyone's attention. I tell them to travel carefully because this, there are almost certainly traps here somewhere. If they have bothered to trap the place, they're going to be magical. They're going to be runic spells that will go off when people walk into range of them. Mm. Mm. Okay, then perhaps we I, uh, shouldn't get near then. I... I, I Ask um, Father Eduardo if you'd like to say. Magic. Uh, Jack hasn't told you about this yet. Oh. I have told oh, Jack the information he knows. You start talking about spells in front of Mackenzie. Yeah, he's going to be grumpy. <laughs> You're going um, to your beautiful source of non-corrupted magic blood. I suggest <laughs> that we all we all have a brief meeting. Uh, you know, before we go looking around here. Mackenzie, but perhaps you could check that the the trucks still have enough, I don't know, grease or whatever. I'll refuel them and start setting up a camp because we shouldn't travel much further today either way. Um, let's travel slightly further away from here, though. Okay, well, let's go set up camp and then you can have your meeting in the tent and decide how to excavate this site tomorrow morning. Fine, thank you. Yeah, you uh, a couple of miles away. A set up camp. Mackenzie is going to do some maintenance on the trucks, and you will gather in the mess tent. It's about maybe oh, I'm a, just going to do a thing. To okay. The, um, the, 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 the abandoned camp. Sorry, Nita. What did you say? Can you hear? Can you hear me? Okay. I'll... Yeah, you're, you're cutting. You're cutting out a bit. My, oh. I, I think I had a bandwidth issue. You all paused for a second. I was trying trying to say. Um, um, into I was just going to say I just wanted to suggest to uh, Father Rivaldo before we left as to whether or not he'd like to say a few words for the, you know, the poor murdered souls who uh, all died here. Uh, I'd probably just <laughs> oh, say I'm, bothered. <laughs> I'd probably just keep it quick, but like just a little thing. I'm not going to make a whole song and dance about it. Oh, no, no, I was just suggesting, like you know, it seems like appropriate. Yeah, Father no, Eduardo suggested. Suggest his favourite looking, favourite looking femur to make into like a club. <laughs> well, I'll probably only spend like thirty seconds just say something in Latin, and then that'll do. The foot bone connected to the <laughs> to the skull bone. <laughs> it is now. Uh-huh. Oh God! I'm fine. I was. Just, I was. Merely... Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a it's a worthy suggestion, but I'm not going to do a big thing about it. We've got other things, other important things to do. Fair enough. I'll help. Um, I'll help Mackenzie once we get to the camp setting up. Because this lot seems like to have some what kind of plan. Sorry, Craig. What does the father say in Latin? In nomine patriae et filii spiritu sanctum. What does that actually oh. mean in English? All right, we'll let you off this once. <laughs> in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay. okay. <laughs> 
Ja, ja. Hey, you've gathered in the mess tent. Talk. Um, I am not sure what our course of action from here should be. I mean, we could investigate this area around the camp and these stones, but mm. if I know the cult, and I do, they're uh, quite likely to have left some sort of magical trap behind. Which is going to present a problem. And do we even know anything's here? Like, like mm. it looks like this has been left here for for a while now. And yeah, it's it's almost like it's almost like they found whatever they were looking for here, or didn't find it, and moved on somewhere better. But exactly. um, but I don't know whether we, whether it's safe to just leave here without looking at all. Maybe we should have a quick scout, but be very careful. I'm sure nothing about that. I don't know if anyone has anything which might help us check for traps. Are any of you a rogue? No. Yeah. I've got two eyes. Yes. I believe we all have eyes until they get plucked out by whatever supernatural nasty thing they've left underground. Well, in that case, we've all got things that will help look for traps. Um... Everyone will listen. Everybody? Yeah. Everybody. Everybody. I listen. I also listen. The deaf girl listens. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck's sake. Extreme success. Once again, I fail to hear something. (laughs) Why are you all talking inside a tent? I so, who all passed? I did. I did. I did. I did. It makes sense that I wouldn't because I'm one of the people talking. Well, the others who passed clearly weren't listening to you. <laughs> well, I was one yeah, I heard. No, you heard. Mm-hmm. Who else heard? Extreme heard. And who else? Me. Oh, you've all been sent a message. Oh, dear. Oh. oh. I don't wish to alarm you, but any babies may be in danger. Everyone turns to look at Hugo in confusion as he says this. I beg your pardon? Well, I was making a reference to the Dingo ate the baby joke. Um, um, uh, I say, I think I hear some dogs. And I hear um, Yeah. I, yeah, I thought I, no, I heard some dogs, but I thought I heard some whistling. Like, oh, God. Yeah. The dogs have been summoned by the bones. <laughs> um, uh, character making a joke. That was a I, joke. I, I'm sorry. I, 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 yes, I go find people. I tell people that like, I heard something. Well, we're all being yeah, we're all in the same room. 
Yeah, no, I went away because you yeah, guys were talking about Wibbly oh, stuff. Yeah, he, he wasn't he wasn't with us, which is why we were why we oh, were going. Oh, I thought like, it was just like, Mackenzie. Sorry, like, yeah. like magic, magic sorcery. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was just Mackenzie. Remember, we're keeping him as a as a delicious, fresh, pure yeah. blood bag. All right, in that case, yeah, just me. I heard some dogs, but I heard somebody Whoa. whistling out there. Um, yeah, I heard that too. I did say that. Shall Can we... dogs whistle? I say confusedly for a moment. Oh, like, human. Let, let's, no. let's go and look. We poke our heads out the tent. Yeah. Do you see... Um, um, Hugo, do you step out of your tent to look as well? Uh, yes. Yeah, you see Mackenzie sitting on the trunk, uh, the bonnet, sorry, of one of the trucks, uh, looking rather baffled at a gentleman who is surrounded by several very large dingoes. The man is wearing a pair of really nice shoes. <laughs> and nothing else. No. <laughs> and he seems to be jabbering away at Mackenzie, surrounded by these gigantic dingoes. And Mackenzie's just kind of gently nodding his head, like, yeah, okay. Yes, Jack? Does the occult have anything to say about giant dingoes? Um, well, you're a cult at heart. But they are the best boys. <laughs> Anyone with a cult, uh, give that a roll, see if they make a connection. If you have a cult, yes. <sighs> oh, yeah. Sounds, sounds like the priest has it. Hmm. I just try. <laughs> but hmm. I don't because I'm cursed. Almost a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Try and Eduardo. The man, ah, okay. the naked man in the really nice shoes turns. Did ah. you get a message, Ash? Oh, I sent it to Nal. <laughs> <laughs> You can't. You call him Chow. You call him Null. You just don't know who I am anymore, do you? <laughs> You've what known him since you were one. Why like, can't you remember his name? <laughs> Give up. He usually okay. just calls you "you there, boy." I normally talk to his wife. It's easier. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Kring is the best Kring. I know him as Kring, and he wants me to imagine him as a short, petite Japanese woman. Uh, I'm having immersion troubles here. Clearly. I'll immerse you in a minute. Send me a message, Greg. Yeah, I got it this time. As you're all poking your heads out, the man turns and is like, Ah! More! Hello! 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 Hello. Not you! Or him! Or him! Hi! The chai, uh... Jack and Hugo. No, 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 not you three. No, 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 not you three. Hmm. No, I don't like these three. Man, he points at Mackenzie. You have wonders with you, but bad ones. Mm, no, not suitable at all. Mackenzie gives you all a sort of help me. <laughs> <laughs> so who, who did he point at and say no to? Chai, Jack and Hugo. Okay. Well, I, I whisper to the others who are in the tent with me. Well, you're not in the tent anymore. You've gone outside. Gone outside. Outside the tent. 
Um, yeah, whoever he is, he's not going to be with the cult. They don't do anything with dingoes. Yeah, no, I, I get, thought that myself. The uh, holy animal for the aboriginals around here. Yeah. Maybe I can't hear you talking about my guardians. They're good dogs. They're good boys and girls. Absolutely. We don't, we don't disagree. you don't like us. If um, the nice Catholic man and the young lady and the sailor and the nice Peruvian monk would all move to one side, I'll have my beautiful girls and boys eat those three and uh, we can move on to talking. But what if we don't want them to be eaten? Is there anything we can do? I'm kind of playing into this now. Well, I, I didn't. Ha- I didn't have eaten by dingoes on the bingo sheet for today. But... Mm. I got fought by dingoes, but not eaten. <laughs> Touched by the flames of the dream in a most unpleasant way, the curving hooks of nightmare pull upon their soul. Mackenzie is like, this guy is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) No, Danny, you got it all wrong. These people... Places in the dreamlands. I I, I gesture to you with, like, shut up hand gestures. (laughs) Stay on the Eamlands tray. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, friend, who clearly lives in the wild with dingoes. What is going on? Not entirely sure at this point. Um, these people are our friends. We would he raises prefer- one hand and goes, huh? and Mackenzie falls over asleep over his truck. Oh, okay. That's helpful. Yes, <laughs> this one's mind is pure. We should keep him that way. Yeah, we've been trying. All lost. Would you like me to have my dingoes eat all of you? And allow you to be reborn afresh and new, no longer burdened by the horrors you now know are true. As dingo. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have you eaten anyway, miss. Uh, I'm not going to let you. Oh, you have no choice. Um, Sorry, can I, 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 I too, ask? I too, I too would formally like to request to not be eaten by dingoes. I mean, frankly, you're just being mean. <sighs> slow Rude. down, slow down. Sir, do you have a name? I am Jeremy Gordon. Pleasure to meet you, Jeremy. And who are you? I can see the darkness has also touched your soul, but not the foul, soul-rendering disaster of nightmare itself. Fortunately not. Um, My name is Father Eduardo. A man of the cloth! Ah, then you can absolve us of our sins once these three have been eaten by my dingoes. Well, you see, <laughs> I, I I appreciate that many of us may have been touched by the darkness, but we are on a mighty quest to vanquish the evil. A quest, a dream quest, or a real quest? A real quest. Oh, well, yes, fine, well, but, um... <laughs> Still go at dream questing too. This whole desert is the dream. It is a land where the sands of reality and the wonders of sleep mingle under the stars. Mm. Fascinating. Um, but those three have to die. Is there any way I can convince you that they don't need to die? Because, as I say, we are on a 
quest of great importance, and there are not many people who could help make this quest a success. And, and these people will enable that this quest is successful. Are you really sure you want to keep them alive? I am very much sure. I guess we could do it the hard way. Do what the hard way? And what is the hard way? Does the hard way involve being eaten by dingoes? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the easy way. Shuck the untremeled wonders of their mortal forms and allow us to see the nightmare so we could unhook them from their souls. Does anyone have a dictionary? Oh, so... It, it, another way to describe it would be maybe their, their souls are sort of um, troubled by demons and we want to remove the demons. Is that a fair uh, comparison? Do not move! He points at Hugo and suddenly I'm, Hugo is surrounded by four dingoes. <laughs> just there. I, I, I was clearly, like, while you guys were all engaging in conversation, I've just been trying to surreptitiously get back to the tent where the guns are, and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I I I hold up my hands like okay. I'm moving. Nice, nice, nice puppy. Nightmares. They cool in unspooled wisdom from within his soul. He though is mostly innocent, so perhaps he does not know. Hmm. Yes, we shall have to do this the hard way. Come. Suddenly, he's sitting on a dingo. Join me at my tent. And he rides off back towards the camp and all the dead bones. Am I no longer surrounded by dingoes? Uh, they have gone, but you can sort of still almost feel like there's one behind you, even though you can't see one. Do we all get to ride dingoes? Yeah, I'll ride a dingo. I'll ride a dingo. The big one. Yeah, but if you turn up late, you get the tiny ones. And you're like, oh, come on. <laughs> four dingoes under each foot and you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that was unexpected. So, do you have, shall do I you go have get a... the gun now? <laughs> I, look, I look at Father Eduardo and I'm like, do you ever think that you've died and gone to hell? Many times. Um, I don't like him. Um, well, Father, I do have, um, remember that I do have... Uh, Bubbles with me. (laughs) As strange a man as he is, he's not our enemy. But he's literally trying to make me eaten. He's my enemy. I mean, yeah, I'm not his number one fan. Put it that way. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate that, but I have already successfully negotiated that he won't eat you. There's, he obviously wants to do something, and that will prevent the dingoes from eating you. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna... not. I mean, oh, I can think I'm of another gonna... way to make them not do that. What if it turns out to be some sort of rapist? <laughs> not fair to you guys, but we've had a lot of rape. <laughs> Hang on, uh... just in a fire, like... <laughs> Hang on. We're, we're all making like lots of crosstalk and noises and it's getting really hard to tell one person from another like uh, just cool it down a bit <laughs> and Nido whatever you're doing mute yourself before you start scrumptling everything it's so loud Nido it's so loud <laughs> sorry I didn't realise it was that loud 
Like, like whatever it is, is like being transmitted through all of my bones. No, I mean... <laughs> okay, carry on. Uh, Mitch was talking. I was just saying, it's all very well, like, you, you're saying, oh, you know, let, 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 he's going to, we, we don't want him to eat us, but we've had a, quite a lot of people turn out to be imposters and, like, not who they've said they'd be, so... I'm not sure. I don't think I'm with Father Eduardo on this. I think we need to invest, talk to him and, and find out more because it's not that I don't trust you, but I don't trust any of you. Yeah, let's... You could have been turned. Let's talk to let's, the dingo man. He does seem to He does seem to have a bee in his bonnet about something. I said, I, I, I just look confused. Turned by who and what? I, I, that guy is crazy. He's clearly been living with wild animals. I in which case, well, I guess we have nothing to fear of him. If he, ah, you say he's been living we, with wild animals, but where yeah, did he get those nice shoes? Basically, if he's in charge of the dingoes and we keep him happy, the dingoes won't eat us. Except so, we have no idea if he's crazy and just going to go, you know what, I'm not happy now, and eat us, get them to eat us practically immediately. There's a well, growling sensation from behind you, Chai, and... Jack and Hugo, and you all spin around, but there's nothing there, and it's still behind you, even after you've turned around. Well, fortunately, I know the spell burst, Dingo. Let's go and um, <laughs> let's go and see what's going on over there. And you've also got bulk brood. <laughs> I, I look very confused. Now you're the guys talking nonsense. Um, you're having a very strange dream. I say to him, and I start walking <laughs> off. Jack's heading north towards the dingo man. Should we put Mackenzie back in his tent and then send a group? Yeah, I'll I'll do that, I say. Yes, you stay and look after Mackenzie. Well, apparently I... I think Jeremy wanted him to come along. Russet, I'm, I'm going to take Mackenzie, take him into his tent and then use that opportunity while I'm in Mackenzie's tent to grab Mackenzie's gun. You steal Mackenzie's handgun. Yes. And just secrete it in my coat. And then I'll happily come along. Who is walking north to talk to the dingo man? Oh, I might as well. Scouting. I was absolutely convinced this morning that who is going north to talk to the dingo man was not a phrase I'd be hearing today. <laughs> Life comes at you fast. I'm going north to talk to the dingo man. I think yeah, I should go, too. but then I don't know who's going to stay back. Uh, I think um, if, if I go because I managed to talk with him a bit, and then he was most concerned with Chai... Oh, I've forgotten now. Me. Jack and... Me. Rebecca? Oh, no. no. Um, yeah. You, me. You go. It makes sense that you guys stay back then and we'll go and talk to him. No, no. He wants, no, uh, he wants he those three to come along. Us. You're trying to get us eaten now. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone remember, Meet cover yourself. On the menu, in your, boys. <laughs> cover yourself in your defensive entrails before we walk over there. <laughs> Look, it, the, the one person less likely to walk into weird mystic bullshit is probably Matteo. Yeah. 
So yeah, um, yeah, it's just a case of whether Rebecca and Mitch and Mateo want to come along with us or not. I'll come along. Okay. What about you, Mitch? Are you going along, or are you going to stay here and cook dinner? I'll stay here and cook dinner then. What about you, Mateo? Are you going along on the mystic dream quest to talk to a crazy wizard in the desert, or are you going to stay here with Bitch and Mackenzie? You're on mute. Uh, no, I've decided I have an allowance of one piece of weird mystical bullshit, and that's the cat that I'm currently trying to find again. <laughs> um, so, um, so I'm going to leave this dingo shit a whole alone. It seems like there might be a conflict of interest there. Um, anyway, so <laughs> what on the grounds of cats v dogs? <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, sort of cats. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm leaving this one alone. And Matteo, do something if you fancy it. Uh, Mackenzie wakes up after about an hour and seems to have no memory of dingoes and just thinks everyone's gone up to look at the camp whilst you guys stay back here, you know, managing your camp. Mitch, you're going to roll dinner? Cooking? Yes. Roll your dinner. He's going to cook it roll it across the floor. You can only make foods which are circular. Oh, sorry, that was my strength. Smash. Steak. I I, I first had to try and pick up the meat. I couldn't, so I'm just going to give you like a salad instead. (laughs) Are you you doing like cooking simulator? (laughs) (laughs) He's playing overcooked and he just dropped the mushrooms. I do want to try some of those cooking games at some point. He's not the only person around here who feels like they've dropped mushrooms. Okay. I guess uh, you're fine. <laughs> well, when we're allowed in the same location, Craig, we can play Overcooked on my Switch. <laughs> it's good fun. You'll enjoy it. Anyway, um, Dingo Team, Father Eduardo, Rebecca, and the three cursed ones, you head back towards the camp. Uh, you can see the dilapidated tents, and sitting out front of one of the tents, the one that looks least collapsed, is Jeremy Grogan. Um, so he, he's living in the abandoned tents? Yeah, that's okay. what it looks like. He's sitting out front of one of them. He, he raises a hand as you walk over. Hello! Hello again. Hi! Hello! Can come any closer... The uh, nightmare cursed one has a gun that he's hiding in a pocket. I look. I look to nightmare cursed one. No, 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 my darling. You have been touched by the nightmare, but one of you has been engulfed by it. Oh, Hugo. I I kind of look at him and go, "Well, you've been threatening me with dogs. What do you think I'm going to do?" Hugo, have you been engulfed by nightmare? I kind of stare at him and go I, I kind of just give him this bizarre blank look as though we're like, what on earth are you talking about Hugo give give me the gun no I, 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 I'll I'm not taking it out and, and uh, I'm just keeping it here and uh, while I continue to be under some kind of threat I say Hugo. yeah go ahead. I've, I've just realized there's always talk of being engulfed by nightmare going on, and I actually have some points in dream law now. Can I roll dream law? You can roll dream law. <laughs> Not close. 
You could spend luck. Not that much. <laughs> you need 40 luck. I do. What's your luck currently, Craig? I am not saying it voluntarily. <laughs> I think Craig should spend the luck. Nope. I mean, come on, Chai. You don't need 97 luck. I fucking do. This is the most luck I've ever had. <laughs> You're not taking my luck. I will if I want to. Craig will, Craig will just force me to try and spend it at cost of my life, potentially. And then I can still choose to just die if I want to. <laughs> Craig, Craig, will, Craig will just be there like the person hold, holding onto like all the potions at the final boss. And That's like, you know, I mean. be like, Craig, spend the points. I'll be like, no, Anyway, I put I put a hand on Hugo's shoulder. I just say, the longer you hold that gun, the more threat you're under. He will leash those dingoes on you if you don't rid yourself of that weapon. Hey, hey Hugo, uh, as much as I don't like this situation, as I think I've made very clear, that guy could literally make four dingoes appear out of nowhere. As much as I don't like it, I don't think we have got much choice if he does decide to just make them eat us. Even if I do intend to go down kicking if he tries it. So a gun isn't really going to be much help. Um, I, I think I think we should um, I think we should hear him out openly and honestly. And I don't think you should have a gun while we do it. Maybe just place it on the floor near you. You know, then we're all disarmed, aren't we? Nobody has any arms. I mean, somebody's got five dingoes, but like dingoes are neither here nor there. I find. Hmm. I think out of all the people, I trust probably Father of the World the most. So. I'll slowly withdraw the weapon and hand it to him. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll hold on to it. Um, I turn to Jeremy. It's like, is it okay if I keep hold of this? Or would you prefer we put it somewhere else? You are a man of the sacred one. You are trusted. I you keep hold of it. By the spirits of the land. I'll give this back to you when we're back at camp, Hugo. If I get eaten, this is on your your soul. <laughs> a circle of stones appears around Hugo. Chai, roll pow. Sending you a message. Shay's typing. Oh no. Ow, my legs and bones, they're ruined. Burn them all. <laughs> Keep burning. Oh, done. I wish I was eaten by a dingo. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was a noise. Sanity check, Jai. You lose one sanity. Because that was weird. Uh, the circles appear around Hugo. Hugo, roll me your constitution at... Um, no, sorry, your power hard. Oh. Extreme! Hugo is just surrounded by a circle of stones. Do, do I need to sand check for that? Because, like, that's not normal. Um, You haven't noticed them. Oh, okay. Oh. Hmm. So, wait, so who can see the stones? Uh, I guess. Everyone except Hugo has noticed the stones. Okay. 
including Rebecca. So, Rebecca, you might want to roll sanity. This is like Tuesday afternoon for everyone else. Okay. Hmm. You lose two sanity, Rebecca, because that is a little bit weird. Mm. I mean, he has magic dingoes. He's just summoned stones with his mind. This is not your normal run-of-the-mill adventure reporting for the London Times. No, but it will be an interesting story. (laughs) That will never get published. (laughs) No. (laughs) Except by the Vanderbilt Publishing Company, maybe. (laughs) Maybe you can tell it to them. (laughs) Jeremy looks at you and goes, This man is in... Yes, miss? You did the... How? (laughs) As I said, this land is both. Interesting. Carry on. This man has been consumed by a hook of nightmare. It seems... A dark force of the key in the gate has been shorn off. A fragment of its power has attached itself to your companion. And it has got its hooks into you two. This this wouldn't have anything to do with a silver key, would it? Yes. But we destroyed it. Yes, we destroyed the silver key. Ah, now I know the source of your illusion. Allow me to roll pow, both of you. (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, I am the success. Jack, suddenly you remember everything. You remember um, Chai coming in with the book and the key and you summon Hugo and then you were all like, all is well now. Oh, it controlled our minds, I shall. Literally, it's just like you've woken up from a dream. You literally feel like you've woken up from a dream. Chai, you dream remember well and then pass out. <laughs> ah, sorry. Uh, I had to dream your memories into being as they should be. And thus, I think I also put her into a dream. Gosh. Uh, what? <laughs> She's asleep. She's dreaming. Oh, yeah. okay. I check if Chai's all right. Uh she seems to just be asleep. Okay. Do you want to try and wake her up? Uh, I, should I try and wake her up? I ask. She's just asleep. She's having a pleasant dream about being on a swing and her father is pushing her. Aww. So That's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. So just, just a quick question so I've got the recap right. So Jeremy restored their memories of not destroying the key. Is that right? Yes. Okay. She'll be fine once she wakes up on her own, or you can wake her up now. But he, uh, however, will be slightly more trouble. <coughs> he points at Hugo. Uh, well, how do we um, how do we how do we roast that naughtiness out of him? 
Well, I could use a dingo to eat him, and his soul would then be set free. Uh, let's put dingoes on the back burner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really you keen on that option. Trip his soul from his flesh, making the nightmare manifest, and then we can beat the pulp out of the nightmare to release his soul. And then we can put his soul back in him. Important. <laughs> oh, oh, I suppose. <laughs> I think so. <sighs> okay. Or we can return the shard from whence it came, but we must know its true name. Hmm. Well, we didn't even know there was anything in there at all. Is there a way to find out its name? Well, how have you encountered Yogg-Sothoth recently? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, how many of us are going to have to roll for that one? <laughs> I am uh, conscious. No. Let's see. Cat went home. You should know, Father Eduardo. Well, you're in... Tele- but I was at the front of the boat and I wasn't looking at it. You still heard about it afterwards, though. Okay, okay. You just didn't uh, see it. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, so it's just some sort of, like, shard or offshoot of whatever it was Felix and Liza did that has attached itself to Hugo. Oh, God, we didn't even know Hugo at that point. No. But he found something on the, beach. on the beach. Of course he did, yeah. Oh, Hugo, you big bag of ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, well, okay. Stop getting caught in all of my delicious traps. <laughs> I want, it's I mean, always Nido as well. At this point, at this point, he's like a fucking minesweeper. <laughs> strap Nido on the end of a 10-foot pole and just like wave him in front of us. Like, <laughs> and he's just like dripping with curses. Official canary. I mean, I had this curse all set up, and I was like, yeah, who am I going to get? I'm going to get Flinty, or I'm going to get Nile's new character. Maybe I'll get Arona's new character, and it'll ruin his I'm a trustworthy ex-cultist plotline. But no, Nino's all like, I'm going to bimble into the car. <laughs> I was helping. <laughs> uh, um, right, go back to the scene. So uh, um, we did sort of have an encounter with this entity... Oh, it must be a couple of weeks ago now. Um, it unfortunately, took a few of our friends, but Hugo, Hugo wasn't there at the time. Hugo, Hugo, we met Hugo a few days later. This corruption will have been left behind. Has he encountered anything from where this incident happened? Hugo, did you find anything? Like, because we did scour the beach. A bit. Did you pick anything up that oh, you yeah. weren't necessarily aware of? Did you see anything that seemed extremely cursed and go, oh yes, that's for me? Lick it. <laughs> lick it, did you lick it? <laughs> Roll me your pal, Hugno. Hugno? Hugno. You don't remember picking anything up. I shake my head. I honestly have no idea what you're talking about. Of course he would say that. He's in its thrall. Hmm. Can we unthrall him without dingoes? <laughs> well, I guess we could summon the great spirits of the uh, desert and they would purge him. Um, is the great spirit of the desert that one that's on the cover of the Australia book? <laughs> a genuine question. Do you mean this one? 
Yes, I mean that one. No, no, no. This is the sand bat. That's Nyarlathotep. Oh, okay, oh, fine. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> he gets sand everywhere. He looks real scary. Hmm. So I don't think we have enough of you to summon the uh, great spirit. And are you a mother, young lady? No. Should be. No, then we, we don't have a mother. Um, I guess we'll just have to do it the old-fashioned way and drag his soul out, and then we must separate the corruption from his soul. Um, question. Mm-hmm. Does he survive the process? As long as we destroy the right one. Oh. Otherwise, the corruption will return to his body. Well, this feels like one of these bits where we're going to be turning a gun back and forth between two identical needles. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fun. What's Out the worst character. that could happen? Stop in saying that. I'm looking, in character, I'm looking absolutely like somewhere between bored and baffled. He makes a gesture at Hugo again. Roll pal, Hugo. I like how he's doing various things, and I just and then I like extreme past power rolls, and yeah. it's like nothing. Then <laughs> two doesn't do anything. <laughs> it is resisting. The nightmare is aware. Soon it will consume your friend. We must make a decision, and we should probably wake up the Japanese lady. Uh, she's kind of grief. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Would it would it be if if we are gonna do this whole soul thing, would it be helpful if she was conscious? Yes. Okay. She also has the power of the dream. I get to waken her up. Are you using some smelling salts? Yes. You are a lady from the nineteen twenties. You probably have some in your bag. Shy, roll constitutionals. Did ladies from the 1920s carry smelling salts in their bags? Do I get a bonus die considering she's using smelling salts? You do, indeed. Two. Two. <laughs> the guy suddenly sits up, just all upright, like, get those away! They smell <laughs> awful. They do. I felt like I was punched in the face when I used them on myself. Literally just going to... You know, knowing all those episodes where Data suddenly turns back on and sits up in next gen... <laughs> <laughs> just like that. Just like, <laughs> why, why, yes, I, I did notice you watching The Next Generation on my uh, Plex server. <laughs> what you might have noticed if you spy on everything I do. Uh, oh, why did you Funny. do that? I was having a good dream. Oh. I know, but we need some more help. We're going to suck your friend's soul out and destroy the nightmare. And then uh, put his um, soul back in. Maybe. So, Anyway, We're not thinking about dingoes anymore, then. Oh, no, no I fixed you two. You're a little what? bit fast to jump to that solution, you know. It's it's not very pleasant. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. We've decided um, that we're going to try and fix Hugo without uh, uh, dingo. Without yeah, resorting to dingo. the future reference for him, because he's not going to make many friends if he keeps on like this. That's true. I have all the friends I need, miss. Mm. Well, yeah. okay, I guess it's not a problem then. <laughs> Still, can Let's... you remember what the objects were that befuddled your mind? Uh, GM said I did remember earlier, but then I passed out. 
So it was a book called The Advent of the Silver Key and then A Silver Key. Right. The Silver Key itself cannot be the source of the corruption. The Silver Key to the Dreamlands is just a portal and a gateway to the mind of the subconscious of the human dream sphere. And when he dream says, sphere! And when he says dream sphere, like rainbows behind him and flower <laughs> petals, and the whole world seems to shift in this psychedelic display of dreamland wonder. I want to add a unicorn yeah. to that display. There are unicorns in that display. Oh. I can't remember if... Um... Father Eduardo's done dream stuff. You haven't. Yeah, it was a- it was Antoine, wasn't it? And that's what I'm getting mixed up with. Um, okay, do I roll for that? Sanity check. Everyone, sanity check because this was weird. You mean when I realised that there he dreamed those stones into place? Oh no, you're fine, Chai. Okay. What about? I've, well, I've rolled it, but unsuccessful. Oh, you don't have to. You're possessed by a nightmare. You know all about the dreamlands. Yeah. You just, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Subconsciously, you do. So, Father Eduardo, your sanity is not looking healthy. No! <laughs> wow. I need to think of a backup character now. Sanity. Two? Yeah. Uh, everyone else is fine. I mean, it was very strange, but it was kind of pretty. So, right. it must be the book. And the book has somehow been touched by Yogg-Sothoth, the key and the gate. Mm. Who summoned Yogg-Sothoth and uh, owned that book before your friend? Well, uh, how was... much... I, I knew the team well enough that I would have known it was Felix and Liza that disappeared along with some other guy I don't give a shit about. Yeah. yeah. And I know that Felix was an uber wizard. I know both of those were uber wizards at that yep. point. So I'd say it's got to yep. be either Felix Walker or Eliza Vanderbilt. They were the two that disappeared at that time, so it makes sense. Which one owned the book? If we use the wrong name, the nightmare will then strike me down and become more powerful than you could ever imagine. Possibly imagine. <laughs> character I know, in character I don't think I have any logical way to know. Father Eduardo should know. I believe it. Yeah, I think it was Felix. Everybody nodding at me. <laughs> <laughs> well then, I will restrain him in his circle. You... Chant Felix's name. He raises his hand and suddenly there are dingoes surrounding Hugo. Well, pow, Hugo. <laughs> I'm still a bit confused. <laughs> All right, who starts chanting Felix Walker? Yeah, I will. Yep. Yeah. Meanwhile, Yo. back to camp. Oh, God. Everyone is having a nice time. Everyone. Mitch has cooked a nice meal. Mackenzie's done maintenance on the trucks. Matteo has been Matteo. Chillaxi of being incredibly rich. Thinking about his money. <laughs> what have you been doing, uh, Mitch, after cooking dinner? Um, I am going to... 
maybe can I do some like um, gun practice? Yeah, you can do gun practice. Roll your firearms. Firearms or handgun? Uh, whichever one you're practicing. I do handgun. Hooray! <laughs> Just as good as when I did it on the boat. You drop it overboard. <laughs> you can tick it, however, because you're practicing all evening, and Mackenzie will help you. What are you doing this evening, Matteo? Um, I may have Tesco or Rabbit at some point. Uh, unless there's any way to help out that I can be useful with, um, I will do some more meditating, I guess, but, um, I don't think there's anything else to do unless there is. Is there? No one else there with you. Everything's been uh, done, really. uh, Yeah, I mean, is there anything that seems like it needs doing around the camp, I guess, is my my question. Not really. It's all been set up. Everyone else has gone off on a dingo adventure. All right, I'll just... uh, uh, mm. I suppose I shouldn't meditate. I suppose I should keep watch. Just in case. Just in case. Yeah. I will roll my spot hidden. Oh, what a surprise. You passed. I passed. <laughs> there aren't any other skills you want to practice? Um... I could practice some martial arts, I suppose. That would be something I could do. Yeah. No martial arts. No, oh, I, I. You break your neck. Just <laughs> <laughs> fall into some quicksand or something. Um, you are practicing martial arts, but you don't really learn anything new. Mm. Meanwhile, back at the camp, you all start chanting Felix Walker. Felix Walker. Yeah, yeah, Felix Walker. Yeah, yeah. Who is this Felix Walker chap? He sounds handsome and uh, remarkably attractive. Oh, he was. He was. He really was. Always meant to seduce him, but never got quite around to it. Felix Walker, Felix Walker. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone who's chanting Felix Walker, roll your pow. Ow. Ow. Ah! Why do you do this, Flinny? Oh, I've been doing well today. Nice. Everyone spend five MP, except for Eduardo, who spends all his MP. Oof. That's fourteen. Oh, that's, that's a nice like blazing blue. Thank you. And Nido has wandered off right in the middle of the important scene. Uh, Tesco delivery. Oh, you didn't say. He did. Oh, he did. That, that yeah. I <laughs> Great. No, I, I was. I thought I heard them, but they're not here yet. I am present. I've just been listening. Until it was back to us. Uh, yes, I'm here. What do you need? You pow. roll me, pow, pow. But yes, Tesco. Tesco is imminent. Thirty seconds to Tesco. I rolled the wrong kind of dice. D1000s? Oh no. 
Okay. Uh, as you chant, the air inside the circle of stones grows dark. It gathers around Hugo, and as poor Jack feared, it splits in half. There are two Jacks standing two Jack. inside the Jack. circle. Jack. Two Hugos. Two Hugos standing inside the circle, as Jack feared would happen. They look identical. They are staring into each other's eyes, lovingly, obviously. <laughs> One of them is the dark nightmare spirit, and the other is Hugo. How can you tell? One of us always tells the truth and one of us always lies. <laughs> if I ask the other one of you, which... <laughs> Roll your spot hidden. You is it, is... extreme for this clue. Is this what it's what it's boiled down to? A, a spot the difference contest. Check their fillings. <laughs> oh, it's time for the blood test. The blind girl has done it again. <laughs> she hasn't. It's meant to be extreme. Oh, I could spend luck. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure it's your, 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 your? Are you sure it's me that you have to be sorry for? He's going to die. I'm gonna spend some luck. You notice how Narl isn't going. You fucking owe me now, Nido. <laughs> <laughs> That's because Narl probably has a nice bank of it. <laughs> I'm not really, but I'll remember. <laughs> we should kill them both. I cry. Kill them both. Yeah, it's the only one. <laughs> the taint is within oh, them both. I'm unconscious now, so I can't stop that kind of talk. <laughs> and I just don't have a clue. I can smell the stink of evil upon them. No, he just smells. He hasn't oh, no. showered in. Oh no, this is my shirt. Sorry, I haven't changed this in days. Now you have a message. I have a message. Moussage. I do. Can you see it? Uh, okay. I mentioned that they have different necklaces on. Right. Ah. Okay. Um. So I look at necklaces. What What are the deals with the necklaces? You can't really see them clearly, Chai. Um, Can I approach to try and see them clearer? There's just haze and shimmering waves of weird energy. I can describe, well, one of them's a book and one of them's the key. It's going to be the book then. The one with a book one. All right, which is that one, and I point that one out. Then I shall destroy that one. Are you sure? They're both evil, I will. I can always destroy them both. Let's try just one, and then if we get it wrong, then we'll destroy the other two. Okay. Yeah. Bingo suddenly appears and rends one of the Hugos into bloody gibbets of destroyed humanity. I thought we said no dingoes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I we were just going to beat the shit out of him until he turned into his nasty form. 
Uh, it screams and suddenly shatters. And for a very brief moment, you see iridescent spheres of light streaming into the darkness. And then there's just an unconscious Hugo lying in the circle of stones. Look questioningly at Jeremy. Did we choose the right one, do you know? We did. We banished the one that was tainted by the key in the gate. He and his book and his key are safe now. Well. Well. Good. I didn't mean to just make a call that would instantly potentially kill you there, Nino, but I got it right. So, so just just to check. Uh, <laughs> just, just check. Press it. Yeah. Do I remember things now? Yeah, you remember the book you've been reading for the past month and the key that you made overnight several days ago under the light of the moon. God. And that you were slowly but surely trying to extend your tendrils into Jack and uh, yeah. um, Chai and make them your obedient dream slaves. Uh, Maybe you won't want to mention that last one to them. Someone betrays the whole human race. Why can't you go a week without being a betrayer amongst us? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's mildly frustrating. It's it's okay. You get you get to do the whole team one thing. Ta da! <laughs> Yay, we did it. I think I should check. We must Eduardo. destroy both. I will. <laughs> <laughs> No, Jack, we've finished, I think. Oh, well, you can still destroy them both, says Jeremy. Please, I barely get to do any rituals at all now. (laughs) Yes, young man, the darkness is still deep within you. Can we take it Um, out and have a dingo eat it? No. His darkness is rooted in his very soul. The only way to purge him would be to... Allow him to leave this mortal coil and be reborn. Um, that sounds dingoy to me. It is very dingoy. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not on board for that. By the way, where did you get your shoes? These are my shoes. They're very nice. Hmm. Yeah. So you haven't got a problem with me anymore. Just to be clear. Oh no, you're a very beautiful young lady. Well, thank you. That, uh, that would be if nice. I want to be a gentleman, I'd invite you dancing. We can still have a dance. I like dancing. Would you care to dance? Yeah, Under sure. the light of the moon, whilst the dingoes howl us music. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a bit. Are you going to give it a try? Yeah, he offers you his hand. Oh my god! I don't believe you. <laughs> Why? Uh, Chai is now dancing with the naked dingo man under the second sun. Cool. I'm. I bet nothing will happen. Uh, I've got. I've got my mouse hovering over forced transformation. <laughs> Turn into a dingo! Yay! They have a dance for about five minutes, and then he stops and nods, and it's like, ah, oh, it was nice to dance with a pretty lady. I'm going back to the tents, I say, without further word, and I just walk away. Can we get some help lifting Eduardo, who is still unconscious? Thank you! And... <laughs> Fuck 
yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I can't stand, seem to. Wa- I, I can't. I can't seem to wake up. I just kind of assume that that's true because of the MP. <laughs> I am. Um, oh, suddenly appears and Eduardo is like draped over it. Hmm. Like, oh, oh! Never mind about our two unconscious friends. Let's just have a little jig. <laughs> <laughs> How many knots? Is that a trip back? Jack's already scored off. Time out. No, when when um uh, when Rebecca said, "Can you help?" I would have come back. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm redeemed. Remember, I'm a good guy now. Uh, oh, sad oh, I didn't I get to just wake him up. Wake who up? Um, Eduardo. Oh, Eduardo. As he goes well. Drain his life essence into saving your friend. He will not awaken until the dawn. That's a shame because I wanted to ask him something. Oh well. When you are ready to further return, I sense you are seeking answers in the great desert. And this place holds many memories of the darkness. Beware the guardians of the sandbat are aboard. And those who are without form but of the wind also stalk the desert. This place <coughs> is dangerous. Light no fires. Oh, that's good advice, actually. Ah, uh, that's advice that we probably have already found. <coughs> Mitch's back and it's dinner time. Yeah, but oh, no. Camping this was the one night we could have done without him doing Nando's. <laughs> yeah, he's built like a 16-foot-tall bonfire to light your way home. It turns out that human bones are great fuel. <laughs> you get the bone marrow out the middle. <laughs> you come back and jelly. jelly. But you do, I don't tell you where I got the jelly from. Oh, oh God. <laughs> well, I think I think we'd be slightly sad when we realise you've made us all cannibals. Are you asking more questions tonight, or are you all going to head back to camp? Um, oh, I, I've, I think I've had enough for one evening. I have lots of questions, but I think I will save them. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, I think it's a tomorrow thing now. Okay, you head back to camp. Uh, the dingoes uh, deposit uh, Hugo and Eduardo into their tent and then just seem to vanish. And you find Matteo, Mackenzie, and uh, Mitch in the mess tent. There seems to be like char grilled chicken. Uh, mashed potatoes, refried beans. Mitch has gone all out on this meal. Don't forget the jelly. And the jelly. <laughs> Beautiful, perfectly moulded jelly. <laughs> Delicious. I don't care, I've eaten people before. Kind of glad I'm unconscious. <laughs> um, Oh, GM, have, have I learned anything from this whole... indeed. <laughs> have you and Eduardo, and actually everyone who was there, get eight Cthulhu Mythos. <gasps> Yay! Sorry, oh, wait, no, wait. My, eight my Dream Law. I read it wrong. Eight Dream Law and three Cthulhu Mythos. Eight Dream Law. I need to add that oh. now. You've learned some weird shit about the dreamland and also... Oh, no, I don't want to add a dream law, you little shit. <laughs> you shouldn't have gone to speak to the dingo dream shaman. 
How, how much dream story? Eight. Eight dream lore. How do you add it? Is it an art craft skill? Yeah, I put it under art craft. You could put it under science, but that might be, you know, being mean to science. <laughs> also, it's a D, so it puts it much closer to the alphabetical order. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because I remember it was sort of that area. I thought it, it had like a pre-generated slot, but maybe I was crazy. Only if you have a Dreamland character sheet. Oh, right. Would you like a Dreamland character sheet? <laughs> Not while there's breath in my body. I will fight you, IRL. <laughs> I will win the Pre- fight by bringing the oh. lockdown violations. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't like this. This, this, this like Cthulhu, any more Cthulhu Mythos drags down my, sa- my current son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have learned things you should not have. As have you, Rebecca. Oh, no. And Hugo, poor beloved Hugo, is no longer pure. I mean, he wasn't pure. Oh, fucking hell. Hugo. All this time. I had one point. I had one point. (laughs) You would have been like, oh, why isn't this working? And I'd be like, there'd just be like this little, little, like, like a smudge. No. (laughs) I think we should boil him. (laughs) <laughs> Just think to remove it. <laughs> we boil him enough. You need um, some sort of spell to like erase his memories of the Cthulhu mythos. I eat my dinner in relative quietude, but at one what point I just. Rock? Yes, Arona. Uh, at one point, I just turn and I'm like, "Are dingoes real?" Yes, because they sure do. Like, come out of the sand, like. I'm, the ones he had weren't complete. Weren't yeah. real for a given value of real, roll but people themselves are real. I roll your intelligence. Oh, okay. You decide not to say that as Mackenzie is right here. Oh, yeah, I don't say that. Mm. You just say, of course, dingoes are real, and then give uh, Jack a look and the glance at Mackenzie. Yes. A long look and a glance. I know snakes are real, I say. Yeah, yes, we... they are. Well done, Jack. Oh, Jack, I found some more snakes in your sleeping bag earlier, but I got rid of them, says Mackenzie. <laughs> Why do they keep going there? They must like the smell of you. <laughs> I feel they... I feel lightly offended. They react to smells. You must smell nice to snake. Like a like a small rodent. Or maybe you smell attractive to them. Are you saying that my body odor makes snakes horny? Possibly. I mean, I can't really test you for snake pheromones. It might just I'm, make you angry. I'm going to my tent. Good night. It's full of snakes! <laughs> oh, God. Do snake check. Um... <laughs> Yes, yes, of course. There are so many snakes. Roll spot hidden. I don't like the snakey man. You find all the snakes. You find the snake eggs. Uh, What? (laughs) Snakes don't lay eggs. They do. do. Oh, they do. There's a small hole under where you're in the sand, under where your um, sleeping bag is. 
as you're flipping it around to check. And you're like, you get a stick and you make the hole bigger and can see there are like a clutch of eggs in there, which explains why there was a snake in here earlier. Snakes don't lay eggs. They do. Yes, they do. God, why do you people know anything about snakes? (laughs) More than you, apparently. Um... I, I carefully put the snake eggs in a little basket and I take them to Mitch. Oh, that's lots of chicken eggs. Okay, Mitch, uh, Jack has just bought you like seven snake eggs. I don't know if you can cook these, I say, but oh. I don't want them in my bedroom. Um, do I know how to cook snake eggs? Roll cooking. <laughs> oh, Jesus, he's going to poison us all. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus well, Christ, make the nicest, the nicest meal anyone has ever made out of <laughs> immature snake. You're going to make such good omelettes for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> like, And you're not going to tell anyone what they're eating until they've been doing <laughs> Jack, I can't wait to make breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Do snakes lay eggs? Yeah. Of course they do. <laughs> Not all of them do. Uh, but most, but most do. <laughs> Everybody sleeps uh, who isn't already unconscious. Hugo, yep. uh, you wake up the next morning remembering that you've been reading this book and that you couldn't talk about it, and it's very weird. Yeah. And Ricardo, you have all of your hit magic points back. Yay. Everyone has all of the magic points back. Yay. And Mitch. Ah! What happened? Mitch Mitch joined again. Oh, Christ, there are two of them. <laughs> I only see one. And one is just. Oh, no, wait, there is two. <laughs> I got disconnected after I um, learned to. Uh, I knew how to cook snake eggs. So. But can you, <laughs> you were just excited. Right moment. Sorry? You look to the right a moment and slightly down. Um, otherwise, screenshot you. slightly down. Hold that. There we go. <laughs> well, just, just in time. time. <laughs> <laughs> you just like the way that is a great expression. You just <laughs> stare at it. <laughs> 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 There are amazing omelettes for breakfast that everyone digs into, except Jack for some reason. Hang on, uh, two things. There's this a really weird noise coming through. I'm not hearing anything. I think we're getting feedback from someone. I sort of heard a noise, but I'm not sure who's from. I don't hear it's it. Coming from me. Hmm. Okay, well, it's a little quiet. It's probably more noticeable on headphones. Yeah, it's because I got a headphone on. I can't hear anything now. Oh, it's gone. It's gone now. So let's carry on. And the other thing, uh, I forgot what it was. Oh <laughs> no, I no, I'm I'm happy to eat a snake egg omelet because fuck snakes. You all have really nice omelets. He's chopped bacon into them and little slices of, uh, you know jerky, and they're made from really good egg. I hope everybody loves the breakfast. Do you like it? It's delicious. Yeah. That's just what I yeah. needed after well, all yeah. of this weirdness. 
I have to say that you actually have Jack to thank for this because he found some snake eggs yesterday and I just knew the perfect recipe to make wonderful omelettes. So I'm really glad you enjoyed them all. Snake omelette? I don't know if I'm not an omelette. Snomlet. Snomlet. Snake. Could be big. Oh, God. Well, I mean, he rolled a one on cooking. This is the best meal any of you have ever had. You might fucking (laughs) love snomlets. I don't like the name. I mean, eggs all basically taste the same, right? Yeah. I don't know, I kept trying to get those tortoise eggs to eat last year, but that didn't work out. Yeah, have you eaten an ostrich egg (laughs) omelette? Apparently that just tastes like a big egg. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just make one huge omelette. Big egg for now. Hang on. I'm going to restart the call because it's being weird. Oh, is it? GM's gone to talk about... Oh, no, he's back. <laughs> Post egg. Post egg. <laughs> and now he's muted. You are. Arona, hmm. you've moved positions. This is unacceptable. Oh, you have moved positions. Yeah. No, I'm back in the top left corner where I always am. Nope. Nope. Oh, no, TV's got to... Anyway, after your amazing breakfast, Hugo is there. You might want to talk to him. You also have a mysterious camp with the dingo shaman to talk to. Or you could decide you've just had enough of this place and continue towards McQueer's coordinates. We need to talk to the dingo shaman, Jeremy, because I think he knows what happened here. Yeah, I I did want to ask him that last night, but uh, yeah. So what happened last night? Yes. Uh, what is up with the crazy old man? Is he a survivor from the mining accident? Oh, yes. yes you are also here. <laughs> yes, he he is a survivor, I say desperately. <laughs> Should we not maybe try to convince him to come with us? Take him back to society? Oh, he seems happy with his dingoes. Well, I guess if he's gone wild, and as long as he's happy... I think oh, the I big think... one's his wife. <laughs> I don't even want to think about that, Mr. Black. <laughs> well, I'll you on the camp. You go do your archaeology with the dingo man. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're going to do that. Why are we all saying yeah? Yeah. You all yeah. scrape the last crumbs of snomlets off your plates. <laughs> Oh, it's so good! And uh, with these uh, with these kestrel eggs that you had locking around, oh, delicious! It's impossibly per- peregrine falcon eggs. What was, uh, oh no, was they that? weren't eggs; they were just kestrels. And these omelets you've made with tiny spider eggs are delicious. Yeah. Let him say his thing. Sorry. What was the name of that club back in like the Victorian era where they would eat? Um, oh, the Glutton Society. The Glutton Society. Yeah, we're well, just becoming that now. Yeah, I, I, I expect white rhino tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the snomlet. The snomlets are followed by snozbrew snozbrew pie. <laughs> breakfast. Well, you don't have fruit pie at breakfast. 
It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing that uh, that snomler is the worst word in the English language. <laughs> we've really we've really turned a, com- a corner here. At which point does Mackenzie wander off to do his things? Mackenzie w- will lead you all to your science, and he'll go and like you know maintain the machinery for the trucks. So, so Hugo, Hugo, yep. yep. How's being a dreamer working out for you, eh? I, I kind of stare and go, I've only, like, read, like, the book so far, and I did a, I you guess I made that fun. thing. I have no idea, like, what, what, I'm still reading it. I don't want to do anything unless I know what I'm doing, I say. You have already done enough. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I, I kind of was semi-aware enough to know I shouldn't do this unless I knew what I was doing, so I was wanting to finish reading the book first. But I I don't... All I've done is that made that thing. I think there's some things I can do. I don't know what... I haven't tried that yet, I say. I'm sort of clumsily confused. I'm still trying to put... I still look like I'm trying to put back, like, what was my decision, what was something else's decision, etc., etc., Mm. I don't think anything bad happened. Just I was, but I was working towards something. They say. I might want to borrow that for you at some point, but not right now. <laughs> just, I'm just upset that I, I wasn't able to stay conscious for that. I would have been able to see a human soul in its purest form. Oh, it just it just looked like him, except except there were two of them, and I don't know. I, th- I still think no, they were both a bit evil. Like sparkly rainbow crap as well, but I don't know what that was, honestly. Oh, what, you overrated. Saw the, you saw yeah, the whole bubbles thing as well. Sorry, Rebecca, what was that? You saw the whole bubbles thing as well. The bubbles thing. Yeah, when we finished with the two Hugos. Oh, I might have. I think I saw that. Okay. Ah, it's all a bit of a blur now. It was a night. <laughs> oh, what a night. Is there anything about this, I don't know, that, that this dream thing that can actually help us with what we're trying to do? Um, that would require a random dream law role, I guess, potentially. <laughs> I can do that. But, do I want to roll dream law? If you ask that question out loud, you can roll your dream law now that Rebecca has asked that question out loud. Not a clue. No, nope, no idea. Stand by. None of you know enough yet. Wait, I haven't rolled my dream law yet. Wait, Hugo, oh, oh, I know the thing. I'm going to type some messages. Oh, Ar- Arena. <laughs> you know when you say you don't want to be a dreamer? I, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> and yet. And when, yet. I, when I find this out, I'm not going to tell any of you what it is. <laughs> it's all right. Hugo can tell us. Well, he might oh, be telling us as much in theory. Just looking at the breakdown that you... That is, you literally couldn't have got an extreme success. It was either hard <laughs> or critical. 
It always makes me it always makes me giggle when a Rona passes a dream related role. <laughs> he fucking he fucking tricked me the other day on Wednesday. I, l- I end up going I end up going from zero dreaming to ninety in one go. Ow. They went to the dream lab, they went to a dream shard and everyone who did some dreaming and succeeded, you know, summoned some crazy dream shit, when they went back to the real world, had dreaming now. And Reginald is all like, yeah, my boy! Ah, shit off the whole cursed. block. Yeah, he's, he's like, oh, it took so long for your powers to appear. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> no, no, no! In character, you must be all like, "Oh, father, I've done you so." Reggie is probably my favourite character. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I, I am basically their their ruined child. <laughs> <laughs> Can you even imagine? I'm waiting to hear whether or not once I've got clearance to speak. You can speak Nido whilst the runner okay. reads his message. Okay, I, I basically say, well, while we're here, we should be able to affect reality somewhat. Um, we shouldn't, I scream. <laughs> <laughs> then, I mean, then I try to look like I've, I've done something rational. I kind of stare at you and go, but it, we're sort of like in a flexible space here. That's why he's able, those dingoes, for example, they're probably not real, I say. They're, they're real enough. Do you know who else can control the dream? I I probably say no. <laughs> no idea. I mean, the bad man. Who? Oh, are we going to pop this dude's cherry or what? <laughs> I think we might need to at this point. This if he's going to go into a dream, what be. Screwing around with dreamland stuff. He needs to know this, I think. All right. Uh, suffice it to say that um, uh, what does he actually know of our mission? Nothing. He Nothing. made a point of just wandering off every time it was talked about. Ah, okay. Um, we are um, trying to stop a bad man who's trying to end the world. Does that explain some of the weirder excrescences we've been through to you? Oh, that's a good word. Yeah, it's not used in the right context. <laughs> I was going to look it up anyway. I, I kind of stare and go, is that why you set two things on fire? Uh, yes. yes. It's also It also explains anything weird you've seen while we've been doing stuff. I, I kind of look over at, like, um, who was it that also, who was it that who went with me on the plane? Hello. It was Chai and Teo. Was it just you two? Yeah, it was just us. I kind of look over at you two and go, oh, so that thing with the, the, yes. the Himalayas. Why didn't so we that... tell anyone else about the Himalayas yet, did we? Sorry, Nothing Himalayas. About the Himalayas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, you know how we were late getting to Darwin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We ended up in the Himalayas for a bit. How far off course is that? Uh, the Himalayas aren't in Australia, Father. Oh my god. Magic, I say, and I wiggle my fingers. Woo-hoo. Oh, that's <laughs> Yeah. I mean, okay, so you guys are doing that 
Um, how how did this all come about? Well, oh, about <laughs> ten years ago, there was a man called Jackson Elias, and I'm not going through all this of is, this. I, oh, but it is useful for me actually to remind me of all. <laughs> oh Christ! I can't, I can't, I can't remember. We've been together for two years. I can't remember what happened. If you want something two to years, remind yourself, remember I have uploaded all of this to the chat at one point. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, but it's uh, seven hundred pages long, Craig. It's like it's like reading. It's not. It's only. Um... You could also listen to the full recap. Oh series. yes, Arona's Arona's nice full recap. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I three pages. Um, I guess uh, in terms of like, well, okay, so there's some guys. So there's cultists, some kind of. There are, there, are, there are cultists who worship a god which was previously believed to be dead but isn't and walks the earth in human form. I know this sounds mad, but I was one of those cultists for a while and I have seen him and he is terrible and he stalks this desert waiting for people to try stuff like, oh, let's go and play with dreams. Um. So what you're saying is, is that there are things here, but it's not necessary. But we wouldn't want to use them unless it was absolutely necessary. Yes. He okay. ate your friend Antoine. Who? <laughs> he didn't know Antoine. No one here knows Antoine. <laughs> <laughs> like Ch- Ch- Chai and Mateo are the only ones who know Antoine. Oh, and Mitch, briefly. Yeah, I knew Antoine <laughs> briefly. I watched. I was there to watch him get. <laughs> <laughs> I knew him briefly. I watched him die. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. No. I. Um. I, I definitely, like, I'm like, okay, so, I'm guessing that you need my help beyond flying plane. Yes. Yeah, we, we need your help, quite simply, because this cult has got its fingers so deep inside of everything, and all of the authorities, as far as I'm aware... Down, we're pretty much the only people that can do anything at this point. Is that is that right, guys? Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. I changed sides because, um, well, it's it's more or less hopeless. But um, uh, you're the you're definitely the closest to stopping him. I am um... sorry. I mean, go team. <laughs> <laughs> go team venture. Um, we're at the time. We're at the time. We're at the time. Is it two hours? Hours. Hey, are you are preparing to head out for the day to go and speak to the dingo shaman of the great sandy desert of Australia, and then possibly to proceed to try and find a way in to the city of Nakotas. You must be close. 
Okay, when last we left our intrepid heroes, you were on your way to see the Dingo Shaman. Remind me, who is going to see uh, Jeremy Grogan? I think we all were, weren't we? Yeah, go on. <clears throat> yeah. Under protest. Mackenzie's staying behind in the camp. Yeah. I'm I'm still sorting out the, the, the feelings, the mixed <clears throat> feelings I had of not liking him, but was that me not liking him, or the suspicious other me not like you don't know? I'm out dance with him. I still don't like him. He still <laughs> wanted to have us eaten. No, he boy, yeah. He did though, and it turns out mm. that the other answer was actually really fucking easy. And he still wanted to have us eaten first. Yeah, but he's a nomad. He doesn't think like normal people. Could have gone wrong. Yes, it is. Is it a good idea leaving? Is it a good idea leaving Mackenzie on his own? Uh, it's always a good idea leaving the, the innocent player characters on their own. <laughs> always a good idea, well, unless somebody wants to stay behind with him. I'll stay. I'll stay with Mackenzie. <coughs> Mitch just staying with Mackenzie. Is anyone else staying in camp to avoid weird psychic voodoo bullshit? Hugo stay. Um, no, Hugo's lost his Cthulhu uh, virginity. He can come with us now. Hmm. We. I really wish we wouldn't call it that. <laughs> <laughs> it depends where the tentacles go, I suppose. Um, <clears throat> uh, we need to finish talking to him, and you know, keep. We need to keep giving him sand hits and Cthulhu mythos jolts, but fine. We could do that another time. You embark and head back towards the abandoned camp. <clears throat> As you reach the camp, you see the huge, massive white dingo sitting outside of a small wooden building. And um, astride their neck is Grogan. He raises his neck. Ah. Terrifying uh, static. I think that was Arona's mic been dragging across his face. Yes, sorry, my microphone fell into my eye. <laughs> That's not where my mouth is. <laughs> Are I mean, you sure. You're not supposed to fall inside of you in general. That's true. Anyway, he looks at you and goes, you have returned, and none of you, though touched by darkness, are currently filled with it. Good, good. That's good to hear. What do you wish to know, children? I mean, none of us have got, like, torches inside our bodies. (laughs) Let's not not confuse things any more than they absolutely need to be. Ty, one day we're going to teach you what metaphor is. It's not going to be today, though. She will never understand metaphor or the darkest sorrow of her heart until she holds the blade of sun. What do you know of the blade of sun? It hangs above you, child. It's in your dreams and in your thoughts. It surrounds you like an aura. Mm. It binds your sorrow and hides your sorrow. Are you talking riddles, mister? I do. 
but why have you come here? Why do you seek this place? Um, we wish to, uh, you know, um, the people who were here before clearly uh, had evil intentions. We believe they've made camp further up uh, east. We want to uh, interrupt their operations again. We need to stop them. We think it's going to save the world. Then you need to know what he did here. That was going to be our question. What happened here? It's been years now. I was down on my luck in Kunkudri, like lots of us are, when I uh, met a Yank. Claimed he had a map to a great gold strike a long way east. He seemed the shifty sort, but, you know, they all are. But, like most bosses, he was willing to pay a sign-up bonus on the spot. So I took the work. Mining work. He hired a lot of men, 20 and more, and all of us agreed that this fellow was daft, and that we'd work until the buggers cash ran out and then come back home. We were expecting him to lead us off on a wild goose chase. We'd do a bit of digging and then go home. His name was John Carver. And he led us out here where it's impossible for gold to be. Leastwise, gold-bearing quartz and set us a digging at an exact spot. He points to the building behind him. This spot. My researchers are infallible, he'd said again and again, and Lord, how he used to laugh at that. But we made sure we got paid right to the day because this fellow was going to take a tumble. So he worked through the sand and then the sediments and then the rock. And then his money went out. No work, no pay, we agreed. And like we promised, we sat down to wait for the supply trucks and Kunkudri. And then we'd go back with them. But whilst we were working, the yank began to be strange. Walking into the desert, pretending to talk to invisible men, making gestures. Then he disappeared for an entire day and the part of the next... And when he came back, his eyes were wild. There is a way, he said. There is another way. And God has shown it. Leave if you wish. You are no use to me now. One of the men said something about wanting wages for the day spent waiting for the trucks. And then people got angry and shouted in his face. And the camp wasn't, you know, exactly a hotel. But Carver jumped a foot at this, and he swore blue murder at us. He got a most cruel look on his face. If that is how you feel, he said, then I shall show you something to change your mind. Well, now, that didn't sound too promising, I'll admit. But some of the others were intrigued. He was crazy. He was entertaining. He walked away into the desert, and that night, a couple of the fellows caught me cheating at cards and they run me away. You know, I had to go hide in the bush. I lost them. But when I was sneaking back to camp, Carver appeared on the wall of rock. Gestured, pointed, and then a great winged thing with talons like rope descended from the sky. There was a sound like a voice in the air. The men, they fell to their knees. A 
couple of them tried to run, but the thing just grabbed them, ripped them apart. I buried my face in the sand and covered my ears. When I looked up, all the men were bowing to Carver, and he was leading them away. Wandering into the desert to die seemed like a better choice than following him. I found some shade the next day and lay down to die. And I slept for days and dreamed of cool water and peace. When I woke up, I found a spring of pure water, just like in my dreams. So I've stayed here and dreamed ever since. The dingoes are here. The spirits are here. The land is one with me. But if you wish to enter the cavern, you will need to find a way. And that's my story. I don't know what you will do with it, but that's what I can tell you. <coughs> I have a question. Yes. Um, from his description of the beast that can attacked the other men, <clears throat> do I recognize it as the sand bat? It does indeed sound like the sand bat. Oh, goody. Hooray. So, uh, the, the last thing you said, like, if we need to enter the cavern, we need to find another way. Is that what they've done? Is that why they abandoned here and they set up camp somewhere else, to find another way? There are two ways into the cavern. Neither are easy. One, Carver, or whatever he's really called, holds. The other, the wind uses as an exit. The wind uses as an exit. Like a bum hole. <laughs> don't, don't say that. <laughs> or maybe you can open the shaft behind me. He points at the small building again. This leads down. It might even lead down all the way. I don't know. I never went down there. But if you want to go down there, you will have to use an entrance. Now I have told you all I can. The rest is up to you. Goodbye. He just vanishes. The dingo stands up that he's riding, takes a step, and they're just gone. Well, the dreaming lets you make dramatic exits, at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little bit melodramatic, that guy. Uh, that's what you get when all your friends are killed by... Um... I look at Father Eduardo and I was like, you did you did know who that was, right, that he described? The thing in the sky? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't sound all too surprising. No, I didn't know he was here in person, I say. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Roll your spot hidden. There he is now. What? <laughs> 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 it's behind you. It's the like, he's oh, behind me, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm in front of you. Ah! 
This isn't Mark the Panto version. Really? <laughs> oh. oh, yes, it is. It is. <laughs> oh, no, it isn't. Oh. oh, yes, it is. Oh, oh, yes, it is. Hang on. Point of order. We need to clear this up. Um, I think Foxby should be the dame. <laughs> Surely. Can... He'd be well, a great dame. I can see Foxby in a massive, froofy dress. No, you, you, you're, think, you're thinking of a great dane. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Surely. Surely it would need to be Null or Craig because they're the ones playing women. I can't imagine Craig dressed up as a panto dame. Sorry, no, it, it has to be. Um, it has to be one of those weird glasses wearers. I can be the panto horse. <laughs> the back end, maybe. Who <laughs> right, passed their spot hidden? Oh, that's what I was looking for. Sorry, I've been scrolling up and down through my character for about five minutes. Hi, Jack. Hugo. I pass. I pass. I already did. Uh, Chai and Hugo, you spot a line of rocks pointing off to the northeast that have just appeared. They're just there on the desert like an arrow shape. Heads off to the northeast. (laughs) Jack, you spot the line of rocks pointing northeast, but also a line of rocks pointing southwest. We're getting mixed messages here. Ah, a riddle. I remember he mentioned there were two ways in. Yeah. I point them out, the different rock paths. Hmm. It looks like we have two ways in, like you said. All the buildings standing outside of. Yeah, we can either go down here or presumably... Another entrance is at the end of each of these rock formations. Yeah. And if I remember the map correctly, the other camp is at the is in the same direction as one of these rock formations. Yep. Yep, the other camp is north east. North east, yeah. Um I'm really sorry, but I think I have to drop out here. I uh I'm hurting too much to concentrate. I can't I can't really listen to what you're saying. Um, I'll leave the recordings running and I'll listen, but I, I can't. I'll try and listen, but I can't take part. I'm sorry. Okay, I can always wrap up now. No, no, no. I don't. I don't want to interrupt everyone's game. I'm just like, just play me for a bit. Um, just send me a message if you need me to do anything. I just, uh, I, I can't concentrate on anything anyone is saying. I'm sorry. <coughs> How many sacrifices okay. can I do? Sorry. How many of them can I sacrifice in the architect? Um. <coughs> Oh, I guess we could do Nido now that he's, uh, you know, he's he's no longer useful as a battery. I'm sad I I didn't get to ride a dingo. Feel feel better, please. Yes, Yes. it's fine. I've just got I've just got to rest my leg, and I can't with my laptop and everything here. There's no there's no physical position I can get unless I strap it to the ceiling or something. I'll 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 listen to you guys on my media PC, but like have a have a time, enjoy your thing. Yeah. I'll, I'll be. I'll still be here. I'm just <laughs> dropping out. I'm still here. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Even though you're still there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dead. I'm still here. <laughs> well, we can talk about him now as if he's not here. Ah. He'll send us through messages. <laughs> You can tell us the truth now, Fox. 
You can't talk about me if I'm not here. <laughs> and gone. Right, um, what are you planning to do? Um, are you going to look at the building you're standing outside of? Are you going to go back to camp and make a plan? We should go back to camp and make a plan because he just came here for information, not to continue just yet, I think. Mm. Yeah, because th- this, w- this was the dig site that we were trying to get to. We didn't, we didn't actually know what we were going to do when we got here. Now that we are here and we're finding more information out, mm. we need to make a decision whether we stay here or go in those other two directions. Sounds like a better option. Sorry. I kind of like the idea of the wind tunnel that was mentioned personally. It seems like a way that they probably haven't been. I, I guess it's going to be harder to generally climb into and through, but I think it's probably going to be the safer route if, as long as you know we we go work properly equipped. Yeah, and I'm not particularly. I, I don't think it's a good idea to actually go to where they currently are. They could be there in large numbers. That's we, what well, I guess. Sorry, I was just going to say, he he already just said that they're there in large numbers. Yeah. I guess that's what the northeast route is going to be. It's going to be the route held by Huston, which is that one, just to yeah. guess. But... Are you having this conversation back at the camp or, like, by the ruins? I think now, we haven't moved yet. Just while we're there to work out what we're doing, but we'll come back, I think. Yeah. You head back to camp. Uh, you find Mitch cooking uh, schnomlets in the... Uh... <laughs> There aren't any left. We're out of, out of snake eggs. He's clearly been hunting down every snake egg for 50 miles. Okay, you find Mitch in the tent. Mackenzie is working on the trucks, but he comes in and asks how it went. Did you find more information in the ruins? Oh, <laughs> Well, we think there's two other sites. One is where our uh, competitors are currently camped northeast of here. Mm-hmm. We think there's another southwest of here. Well, if there's another way into these ruins southwest, then avoiding your competition is not a bad idea. Exactly. Mm. That's, our, that's what I'm that's thinking our... as well. And as a rough guide, I start pointing to the rocks you can kind of follow that formation and in theory it should get you roughly to where these entrances are. You've gone back to camp, remember? Well, can you not see it from the camp? It was an arrow made of rocks. Oh, sorry, I thought it was on the horizon. No, no, it was an arrow made of rocks pointing in each direction. Sorry, okay, I don't say that then. Mackenzie, <laughs> um, well, do you think you could just go and maybe like uh, start packing up the things outside, start taking the tents down? Yeah, I'll go make a start whilst you make your plan. I mean, my job is done once we're there. I won't be coming down into any caverns with you, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, oh, no, no, you, you, you won't be coming the whole way with us, don't worry. <laughs> he wanders outside, leaving you alone. He so what did you go down, Didn't hear anyone then, you just all talked at once. Foxbeaker. Uh, so, what did that dingo guy, like Dingo Dan or whatever his name is, 
What did he uh, say? Well, he, he basically told his story. He was a miner from Concudgery. He followed uh, a John Carver, who was supposedly looking for gold around here. Um, but he went a bit mad and summoned the Sandbat. And I'm guessing a good few of us haven't heard that name. Yeah, I haven't heard it, I don't think. Go ahead. Time. Uh, oh, good. <clears throat> oh. Plus, Rebecca. <clears throat> None of you know what a sandbat is. Right. I, I see the blank looks on your face, and like it's one of his forms. Oh. Should we guess? Everyone get a point of Cthulhu Mythos. Who didn't know what he was? Now you know another name of Nyarlathotep. Oh, or just one, in my case. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't actually know the, the hey, real uh, name. I need your Cthulhu Mythos roll. One sec, sorry. It is being weird. Um. Yeah, roll 20. Hang on, I'm going to reload roll 20. Yeah, I've been having problems today. It keeps hanging. Yeah, my roll 20 has been fine. It's been hangouts that's been being weird for me. <laughs> Hooray! Everyone's got problems. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah, okay, let me... Trying to do something. Okay, maybe we're back. Hello. 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 Uh, right. Okay, here we go. Yeah, it seems to be behaving now. Yeah, but I, I also failed. You get a point of Cthulhu Mythos. You now know another name of Neolithic. Love to know that shit. <laughs> Carry on yeah. planning. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, he summoned him, and those who survived its attack became loyal, devout followers. And then they marched off into the desert, presumably to where the current campsite is, northeast of here. While right. Jeremy kind of tried to run free in the desert, and he wound up dreaming stuff and hanging out with his dingoes. Cool. Well, and then our options are go southeast, southwest, or northeast, right? Or we stay here. You haven't looked in those ruins properly yet. Is there something in the ruins? Did we find something in the ruins? I've not gone in. No, we haven't looked yet. <laughs> I feel like if we walk away without checking the ruins, we'll be missing something. It. What, what would then being a really big thing that's very clear and obvious and there's like oh, a yeah, according and everything? To, yeah, I mean, according, <laughs> according to Jeremy, all they did here was just dig down and then when the money ran out, they stopped. So he didn't say they found anything, but um, I, I agree. It would be silly to come this far and not check it out. 
Well, they stop doing because they run out of money. We've got a truckload of explosives, Stella, remember? <laughs> it's strange that even after kind of getting everyone on side, they'd go to a different place and start again. Mm. But- There's also a simple fact. We don't know how close they were to actually breaking through when the money ran out. There it could have been so close that a bit of bad weather over the last five years or whatever it's been may have broken through. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Arona says, don't forget to lower your Mac, San. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'll check here first. Yeah. Given that we're here anyway. All right. Um, I'll just go tell Mackenzie to stop packing. <laughs> <laughs> he is mostly just uh, still tinkering with the trucks. He hasn't really tried packing because he's like, I'm not unpacking more cold camp myself. Oh, I rolled my sanity by mistake. Ignore me. <laughs> we're staying hey, honey. Right. Okay, uh, are you all heading back to the original dig site? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Is Mackenzie happy to stay here by himself? He'll stay here by oh, himself. Hey, Jack. Why doesn't Jack stay here? Oh, yeah, Jack will stay here. Jack, Jack doesn't want to go back to the camp. He'll stay here with Mackenzie. All right. Just like, wouldn't we have our actual camp closer to the place that we're working? Go or... yet, somebody walk away. Oh, it's fine then. Okay. <laughs> Not that far. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense if he's getting all antsy and nervous about uh, running into you know who. You know, yeah. and like, I guess yeah. having a camp like on top of like people's skeletons might be a bit off putting <laughs> to sleep. You break out the archaeological gear and you head back to the camp. There are the tents. There is the small wooden building. There is another smaller, lower shack. It's not really a building. It's just like a slanted roof with a cover on the front and sides with a door in it. Um, that seems to be rusted shut. And then there's the actual campsite itself with, you know, the bones under the sand. Who is looking at what? Rusted door. Okay, no. Chai is going for the rusted door and the shack. Flinty, where are you going? I was going to join at the rusted door as well. You go with Chai. Uh, now? Um, what are the options again? So there's the doors, the campsite, there's... The tent, there's the campsite, there's the small wooden building, and then there's the, the, the door, the, the shack with the rusted door. Now check out the wooden building. Wooden building for now. Mitch, where are you going? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll follow uh, Rebecca. Hang out okay. with her. Uh, Hugo? Um, is there anybody left? Because we should probably not split up into teams of more than less than two. Well, Matteo hasn't chosen either. Okay. Uh, you I'm not sure. Matteo, where do we... In the tents? Let's have a look at the tent. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Okay, I'm going to start with the small shack. Hey, there's a door. It's a wooden door, but it's rusted. Like the hinges and the locking mechanism are completely rusted shut. Okay. Uh, this is going to be a bad. Actually, no, I've got one in my my set. Um, I take my crowbar out 
and apply some leverage to open the door. Roll strength. Strong. <laughs> yeah, you are strong. It's not hard. The wood has been bleached by years in the sun. The the hinges and the lock snap away, and you and Eduardo can see into a small wooden the small wooden shack. The floor is smooth sand, and there are a couple of crates in here. Okay. Um. Approach crates. Um. Roll me your hmm. intelligence a hard. Not even close. Got it. You recognise the faded symbols stamped on the side of these boxes? They're explosive crates. Ooh. There might be explosives in these. I back away from the crates. <laughs> Ah, in that case, we should probably let whoever's actually got some knowledge about explosives handle these. That would explain why there was a big um, bolted door on here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But they could definitely be useful. Roll your spot hidden as you back towards the door. Hey. Ooh. The crates are entirely empty, Chai. You can just about peer over the top and see inside. All right, okay. All gone. There was one lone stick of dynamite half buried in the sand nearby. You know what? I think I'll take that yeah. for myself, just in case. You pocket a stick of dynamite. Please add that to your character sheet. I will kill you with it later. <laughs> Probably. I've played it's enough Sea of Thieves to know this is a bad idea. <laughs> it's it's quite like I leap through the fire and I'm like child. <laughs> 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 the shower of Craig on the other side. Dear. Wandering around the campsite. Um uh, Poison Bunny and Matteo. <laughs> what? Um uh, are we spotting hiddens? Tell me you're spotting of the hidden. Do I really need to bother? Yes, you could fail. Yeah, but one of us won't. <laughs> um, spot hidden. Yeah, is... Oh, right. All right. I thought you were yeah, finding yourself. God, come on. Right. Uh, spot hidden. See, critical failure. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> You're reading the wrong number. <laughs> no, no, 65 out of 99 is a critical failure. No, that's not how this works. Uh, the tents are mostly just the frames that are still held together. One of the tents seems to be lived in, um, but behind it, there is a spring. Uh, it's in set deep into the wall, you can see the rock wall that the tents are built into the lee of. There is a narrow gap and then there's a tiny spring of fresh water jetting out of um, a crack in the wall It then feels like a basin in the rock before spilling out and running mm-hmm. away into another crevasse and disappearing back into the rocks. Hmm. Hmm. Well, this will be handy if we need more water. I check to see what my current water level is. You could do a top-up. Okay, I'll uh, I'll top my water up. Well, dreaming. 
Yay. Why? Why, it's just a water spring. He did tell you about the magical water spring that he summoned in his first dream. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, you did. Uh, now you just I, touched um, it. I don't actually have dreaming because I haven't actually dreamt yet. Ah, then roll me your pow at hard. This is the thing. I've been learning how to do all this stuff. I've built a silver key. I haven't actually got into the dream yet. You were sensible until this moment. Uh, Hugo wavers in front of you for a moment as he's filling up his water can. Almost as if he's, you know, parts of him are disappearing and then reappearing as he sort of like shimmers. And then the moment he stands up and stops his water canteen, it stops, Matteo. Like, sorry, he he shimmers. Like, like he phases, like bits of him disappear and reappear in a like okay. wavy motion. Okay. Up his water can, and then as soon as he stops touching the pool of water, it stops. Uh, sanity check. This is this is mild. Okay. <laughs> I say, uh, maybe we better leave that water alone. Hmm? I mean, it it it's. Fine, it's just water. Uh, trust me. Well, it's mixed into my canteen now. It's this is a bit awkward. It smells. Yeah, fine. pour it out. Chug, chug, chug. <laughs> are you pouring it out, Hugo, or are you going to quaff it? Um, I mean, do you have some spare? Um, I don't know. Do I have some spare? How do I? Yeah, you've uh, you got a water canteen that yeah. you're coming around. <sighs> but do I have enough to give him some, I guess? You're only it, ten minutes away from base, so... Yes, okay. I, I have some spare that you can have. Okay, okay, that's fine. I'm just, you know, it's important in these kind of situations. Yeah. I'm fine, I'll unstop it and start pouring it out. Yeah. I I'll just... This out later. I have a bad feeling about that water. Fair enough. Okay, now both of you roll me your... Oh, no, what am I even asking? Yeah, Peter, you spot some weird tracks <laughs> in the sand. Um, some weird tracks. What sort of tracks? It looks like um, a large five-footed, like five-toed foot, large and wide and broad, mm-hmm. like, impacted the sand for about... Um, three or four yards, and then they disappear again. Sorry, but what? I I, I don't quite. It 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 looks like what? They're just huge feet in just, the sand. Just they just appear. How big? They're about that big. They're huge. Sorry, I wasn't looking at the uh, I wasn't looking at the cameras for a second. I, I was looking at across. roll twenty. But two two feet across. Three feet across. Three feet across. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's very large. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. That's they're, they're big. <laughs> right. They're okay. That's what I was trying to ascertain because I because you were just casually saying that they were large, and I thought, did he say? No, they're fucking massive. Right. One of them just appears in the sand, and then then there are like six of them for about maybe two hundred yards, and then they just go again. <laughs> What are, are you? Are you seeing that? I I take a look. What, what exactly? What exactly am I looking at here? It's a it's a row of six footprints, three feet across, that suddenly appear in the sand, walk for about two hundred yards, and then vanish again. 
it, like humanoid looking footprints, but three feet across. Yeah. Hmm. Each foot, sorry, each footprint is three feet long. Yeah. Yes. A concern. I mean, like, I would be expecting to see, like, giant animal paw prints after Dingo, Dingo Face, but not, um, not, not human. Okay, this is concerning. You never said there were giants. The attack of the 50-foot woman. <laughs> um, what does this mean? It means that one obviously has big feet. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking scientists! Jesus, it's not, it's not like it's not like they actually clown shoes, are they? Meanwhile, at the small building, Mitch and Rebecca, go team. Uh, <laughs> there is a door, but it's not locked. You push it open. Inside, uh, the there is what essentially looks like a, some machinery to the left. Um, there's large blocks of metal machinery, and then there's a gantry that comes out over a um, that seems to be holding up a wooden platform over a shaft. There's a square rectangular shaft, and hanging over it is clearly an elevator platform that's locked in place currently. Oh, well, Rebecca, this looks like something, doesn't it? Yeah, it's definitely something. Uh, I think this is the sort of the shaft that they were talking about. So that, that this is what they'd have been drilling and digging down to while they were here. Um, Absolutely. Is there anything else in this before, like just this top part before we go in the shaft, or is it just a single building for that? It's just a building covering the elevator entrance. Okay. So probably to keep the sand out of the shaft so it doesn't fill back up again. So we probably want to get the others here because this is going to be where. If there's anything to find, if there's anything. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, I'll, I'll go and I'll go and see what Mattia is up to, if you like, and you go and find the others. Yeah, all right. Okay, uh, roll your find other people. <laughs> ah, I pressed the wrong one. <laughs> roll your shout. Okay, operate heavy machinery. <laughs> he pushes Rebecca right. under the elevator and turns it he's, on. He's working the shaft. <laughs> Not for the first time. Yeah, I manage. <laughs> what? No. Um. <laughs> okay. Uh, um. Well, we we had the plan of we we knew where everyone was going. Yeah, so I just go. Yeah. yeah, you locate the others. It doesn't take long, and you gather them back together in front of well, just inside the small wooden building to show them what you found and hear what they found. Everyone, you are gathered together by this large elevator car. So, are there Hi. giants on this adventure? Um, I saw some huge, huge footprints. 
like three feet. Really big. Stem to stern. Huh. It kind of been three feet. Are you sure it just wasn't like something that looked like a footprint? No, I wasn't just really close to them. They were three feet. Um, <laughs> um, it, I, I, I was. I'm pretty sure they were footprints. Where, where were they? Where were they? Where, where, where do they lead to? Um, they stopped after not very far, and they just vanished without a trace. So they just started, and then they stopped. Yeah. What direction were they going in? Um, I don't remember. Well, the, what, yeah, I can't remember actually. What direction were they going in? Uh, west. They were headed that way. I say, pointing to the where they were, the westward direction. So away from the others, the other, the the direction that the others went. Hmm. Roll your intelligence, Matteo. Uh, I am smart. Send me your message. You can't send secret messages. Uh, Arona can't hear them. Hmm. So do we know what it is? What they could be? Anyone come across anything with a three-foot-wide footprint before? I haven't. I don't think. No. No? No? No. So I've ever seen anything. Send me a message, Peter. Okay, I'm going to have a look at this message. Well... Ah, okay. I I say in that case. Um, well, the weird thing is, right, that they just kind of start and then stop. And, and there's nowhere for it to come from and go to that you wouldn't see well, the footprints. The dream ones. Well, so Jeremy uh, might have done it. Wavering in and out of the dreamlands from what Jeremy said. That could be it. Or it could be that something landed yeah. and then walked and then took off. That is also a possibility. And I don't really like either of them. <laughs> hmm. Also, there's something weird about the... Sp- Spring water in that tent. Oh, the spring water. Yeah. Um. There was a. I didn't say it at the time, but it had a. When you interacted with the the spring, it. Uh. You looked strange for a second. I don't know how to describe it. Uh, and uh, that's why I wanted you to pour it away. Mm. What do we know about that spring water again? Probably, it, as as a character, it's probably the one that Jeremy made. Uh, 
So there's definitely plenty of funny stuff going on around here. And uh, well, could, could they be related? Could the dream water and these this giant or whatever kind of come from the same pl- place? Maybe. I guess if Jeremy had been living here for a while and that's when he was getting to know Dream, then it could all be connected to that. I've dreamed up a very big person. I don't know what or why, but... Well, it's something hunting him. Huh. Hmm. Otherwise, you found an empty explosive shed and this elevator. I suspect the elevator is the most interesting part of this. But, but how did, did, is the elevator mechanical, like rope, or like how does it? Oh, there's break? this machinery here, but I don't know much about that. But it looks like it would take them down to where they were doing their work. Is it uh, still safe to use? Almost certainly not. <laughs> okay, <laughs> take a look at it. Or, or um, bunny face. Would yep. either of you care to roll me mechanical repair to examine the elevator machinery? I mean, it could just be out of fuel. Um, mechanical repair. Mm, not certain. No, none of us. <laughs> we're not sure. What about operate heavy machinery? <laughs> yeah, you could roll that too. <sighs> hey! Yeah, Mitch, you spend about 20 minutes, 30 minutes having a look at this. It's in actually surprisingly good condition. It just needs some gasoline to get the diesel generator going, and then this should work. Okay. Well, how about we go get some fuel, top up on water, and get some torches, and we can try seeing what's down here. Yep. That sounds like a good idea. We should probably pack for... um... We should probably pack essential tools. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> let's not. Yeah, let's not have ourselves tick the bingo sheet. We forget to bring essential tools. Okay, you wander back to camp. You load a truck up with some gasoline and your spelunking pit for spelunking beneath the earth. Uh, Russet, I. Uh use a little water, I rinse out the canteen several times and then top it back up with some fresh. Good idea. Good idea. And um, after you've gathered the stuff you need, you drive back to the elevator shack. Uh, Mitch spends a little bit of time working on it, fills it with gasoline and can roll operate heavy machinery once more. The generator starts, the exhaust pipe actually leaves the shack through a hole in the wall, and uh, you can all now climb on the elevator. Going uh, down. Yeah. <laughs> Do we all want to get one at once? I mean, it's probably designed for like several people, isn't it? Like a whole it's mining it's equipment. It's designed for mining equipment. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I give it a good kick with my foot. Look, it's fine. Lady <laughs> <laughs> wiggles in the shaft. I like, I like, I like the idea that, like, uh, you know, you've done all this hard work, and then we just, uh, you know, okay, well, pull the lever, and then we'll just treat you like one of those uh, elevator operators in a fancy hotel. Elevator bellboy, he's your cook. 
Okay, you climb on the elevator. Mitch, one more operate heavy machinery as you pull the lever. Wrong lever, <laughs> crunk! <laughs> it clunks, the machinery starts to turn and the winch moves and you start to lower down the elevator shaft. The person with the lowest luck, Nido, roll it. <laughs> oh, shit! We're all gonna die! We're all going to die down here. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say it's not my fault. You can the elevator it. is descending nicely. Plunk, 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 plunk. Uh, after about uh, four to five feet, something above you goes, Kang! and then the elevator just drops. Oh, oh. <laughs> and you all find yourself plummeting down into the darkness. Uh, the elevator car, you know, you literally your feet have come off it slightly, and you're just falling with it. Hold the brake! This is like Disneyland. Doesn't <laughs> exist. Yeah, are there are there emergency brakes? Can we uh, activate something? Uh, well, uh, that'll be with Mitch and the controls, I guess. Can he reach them? Roll dexterity to grab the controls as you start plummeting. <laughs> no, Mitch is Mitch. Mitch is des- You know he's been thrown backwards as you started to plummet. You're plunging. Uh, roll me your dexterity, everyone. The old man's no good. Hard success! Two hard successes and an extreme success. Right. Um, Rebecca, you've managed to, as you as it started falling, you grabbed the railing and you're able to kind of pull yourself around to the controls. You've got no idea what any of them do, however. Uh, is there like a big red button? <laughs> red button. There are three levers. Uh, I'm going to pull one of them. There's the, the correct left, one. The right one and the middle one. Can I shout it to you? You haven't got time. It's all instant, yeah. You haven't yeah, got time yeah. to for help. You're, you're plunging down an elevator shaft. Are, they, are any of them activated already? Uh, you saw the one that Mitch pulled to make the elevator start moving. Yep. And other than that, you don't know. Uh, I will pull the one on the right. Roll your luck at hard. Nope. There is a clunking sound, then there's a horrible smash as the elevator slams into the bottom of the shaft, and everyone slams into the wooden plank as they crack and shatter, and everyone takes... 25. 11 hits of damage. Oh, that's too many. I don't have 11. I only have 10. Oh, In shit. On a good day. Wow. Mitch right, who's, who's unconscious? Uh, I w- oh, I, uh, I only have 10 as well, but I was on 6 hit points. Why was that? Oh, they'll have recovered by now. Right, okay. But they're all gone now. <laughs> yeah, well... Uh, I, I, yeah, I have a total of ten. Okay, so Mitch and Mateo are both currently unconscious, possibly dead. Uh, Chai, are you still alive? Yeah, I'm still on two. 
Okay, uh, <laughs> Father Eduardo, what are you on? I'm on three. Um, Rebecca? I'm on one. We're on bitches, yeah. Mm. Hugo? You're muted. You're muted. I'm on zero. You're unconscious. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, I've only waddled off for a wee, so if you're in grave distress, don't tell him. <laughs> distress! <laughs> uh, it's dark, it's dusty. Um, slowly picking yourselves up, uh, everyone but uh, uh, the girls and the very hardy Catholic priest. <laughs> I don't know how I've got the most hit points. <laughs> the, air is, the air is thick with dust. The elevator car is in pieces, and you can see the bruised bodies of Matteo, Mitch, and Hugo. And the only source of light, however, is your torches and the light filtering down the tunnel from above. Can I... First aid. Oh, can I try a moonlight to give us a bit more light? You can. I need to get a hard... How? So he's just going to start mooning, I'd say. Yeah, not not good enough. You can cast it again, but it does cost MP each time you cast it. Uh, all right, I'll try one more time. Uh, how much is the MP? Just um, don't go unconscious as well. Oh, I get I get to choose. Yeah, the amount of MP. I'll try three. Hopefully. Alright. Yeah. So you spent six MP, do you wanna try again? Uh, doing... Alright, one more time. Oh fuck oh. it, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, Father Rado does try it, but it don't work. Um so you've only got your torches. Okay, Chai, who are you first aiding? Hugo? Mick, uh, or... Is there any obvious sign from them about which of them looks in most dying? Do any of them look like they are dying right now? Mitch and Matteo look like they're dying right now. Um, yeah. Matteo would be my immediate go-to then. Which one? Matteo, I just said. Okay. <laughs> There's Roll only one Matteo. Roll first aid at the heart. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, great. I'm <laughs> Matteo, roll con- Matteo and Mitch roll constitution. Matteo, you need a hard constitute. I'm so glad. Oh, no! I think medical oh, professional follows, fails a medicine roll. I'm not a professional. I've only got 30. <laughs> well, okay. there is that. Whatever you did, Chai, you uh, panic, realise you've made it worse, and just apply pressure, and that gives you time to, like, um, you know, bandage it, you know, tear your skirt and tourniquet Matteo's arm. It looks like a um, piece of the uh, elevator platform has gone through his arm. Ooh. And and you pulled it out without thinking and then were like, oh, that was a bad idea. And then you... you, you but you fixed it now. Cool. Okay. Stable. Now Mitch. Mitch is dead. Oh! But, well, dying. He's making a horrible rattling sound in the back of his throat. Check the dying oh. Hang on, everyone spoke at once there. Um, Whilst whilst Chai was dealing with Matteo, has anyone else tried to help the other two? 
Father Eduardo has been casting spells, but uh, Rebecca. Uh, no, yeah, I can have a look at uh, Hugo. Okay, Hugo, you're going for Hugo. This is whilst Chai is dealing with Mateo, Mateo. and Father yeah. Eduardo is casting spells. Hugo is just unconscious. Mitch looks mm-hmm. like he's bleeding. Today. I'll go for Mitch then. Well, your first aid. Um, okay. <laughs> this could be fun. Um, or another skill, or magic. Oh, spell. oh. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, Mitch is choking to death on his own blood, but you just you fix that, oh. and then you sort out the other problems, and you 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 know put Mitch on his side, bandage his wound. It looks like he bit his tongue, which is why his mouth was filling up Ooh. with blood. You know, ne- never a good thing to fill up. You know, needing to breathe and all that. But uh, yes, Rebecca has saved Mitch, and Chai has saved Mateo. You're both on zero hit points, and no one itself really. Um, incidental. You can still claim <laughs> victory. Yeah, yeah. Carry on. Um, that no, that neither of them seem to have broken bones. They're just um, mostly they got stabbed by splintering pieces of the metal or a wooden platform. But you bandaged them both, and they're they're unconscious but stable. Now, one of you could look at Hugo. Uh, uh, yeah, look. At well, Hugo. I've done fuck all to help, so I'll have a look. Oh, oh. yeah. All right, too late then. No, Ty isn't sure what's wrong with you, guys. So you should look, Eduardo. Uh, yeah. I ain't got a clue. Um, Rebecca, do you want to have a look? Third opinion. Yeah, go on. I will have a look with you got, my aid. You got them smelling salts. Does anyone know how to actually fix my first aid? Because it's an actual skill, so I can't delete it and re-add it. Just, I, I went in to edit it and just changed the number. Um, All right, just change the number. Back. Have you got them smelling salts, Rebecca? Oh, uh, yeah, we give them a try. Uh, they don't work. I've got an idea. Try some of those smelling salts. Um, roll your constitution at extreme. He's More hard. Hugo does not respond to the smelling salts. He's breathing. He is just unconscious. Can I try and jab him awake? You roll me your kaiujitsu as you think about it. Problem is, if he has a concussion or something and you jab him awake, the adrenaline could kill him. Ah, yeah, probably shouldn't then. Otherwise, it will just look like I outright murdered him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he has really annoyed you with being possessed. But yeah, three of you are unconscious, two of them quite badly injured, and three of you are now stuck at the bottom of an elevator shaft. Hmm. Looking up the shaft, you seem to be about... Hang on, let me make sure I get the depth on this thing right, or else you'll all be like, oh, that's not possible. Ten feet. You are <laughs> down. How far? 200 feet. Oh. Does it look like the shaft is climbable at all? It does look climbable. It's, it's, it, they, they clearly 
hack this shaft out of the rock so that it's not a, yeah. a, a pleasant, smooth, edged thing. Uh, in which case, uh, I've or would it be reasonable to assume that we would have brought some pitons down here with us? Oh, you were going spelunking underground, so yes. Yeah, in which case, I go, guys, I'll climb up and drop a rope down. All right. Do I get bonuses for having pitons and rope and shit? You do have a bonus dice for having the correct climbing equipment. Climb. Roll me your spot hidden as well, Chai. Oh, just do a bonus die. Oh, yeah, I'll stick for the original. Spot hidden. And you get another bonus die? On the climb or the spot? On the climb. On the climb. <laughs> 34. Yeah, you climb about eight feet up, and then you're able to grab the remnants of the actual elevator cable. Ah. Hook it from where it's stuck, and you kind of yank on it, and it seems it seems fine and sturdy, so you could use this to climb up. Okay. I mean, it hangs down the middle of the shaft, but you can pull it into the wall and kind of hammer it in place as you go up with some... Yeah. Uh, with the climbing gear. Because um, it wasn't the rope that snapped, it was the machinery that went yeah. fucked yeah. up. I do this then, so I make a kind of very rudimentary rope ladder for people to climb up to the surface again. It takes you about an hour and a half, because climbing 60 feet of rock whilst, you know, pitoning a rope in place is not easy. No. And you finally pull yourself back out of the elevator shaft. And now what are you doing? Because three of them are unconscious down there. Yeah, I'm gonna... We're only ten minutes away from camp, aren't we? And you did bring a truck. I can't drive a truck. (laughs) (laughs) We got it! We got it! From camp, isn't it? It I'm a great driver. (laughs) We need to click our owner's thing. I'm going to click it. No, he's not here. No, no, he's not here. Go away. And besides, he won't won't get the bingo, but we want to see what his improvements are. Yeah, we want to see what his thing is. Can we click his thing? It's not a owner's who needs it, though. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I go click the thing. But he, he he wanted to see our reaction to what the changes that he made. I think is. The... Oh God! Yeah. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> <Hey. laughs> <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> so pretty. <laughs> we need to drive. No one has drive. <laughs> I start running, Jai. I do. <laughs> a brisk five-minute jog back to camp. You gather up Mackenzie and Jack after informing them that everyone else is at the bottom of an elevator shaft. Yes, and some of which severely injured. You, so, um... Oh, God. It's oh, psychedelic. Oh. It's flashing in your bloody window of your... Display thing. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's in your. It's in the reflection of your. It's in. It's reflecting off your thing. 
I can see. That's why I'm like, it's like a disco. Um, you, by the time you get back, uh, Rebecca and Eduardo, you want to have tried to climb up whilst Chai was gone for help because she did let you know he was up and going for help, but the rope ladder was ready. Uh, no, I'm staying with the injured. You're staying with the injured. Rebecca? Is there only us two down here? Who are awake? Who are yeah. awake. Yeah, then I'll wait. Uh, Rebecca returns, not Rebecca, Chai returns, and Mackenzie knows what he's about, and there is the the pulley system for the elevator. Uh, It takes about three hours. He lowers down an emergency stretcher. You lift one of them on, strap them in place, hook the rope to the top of the stretcher, and the bottom, back bottom of the stretcher, so they're level. And then he, he, um, can he fix the machinery to winch them up? Let's have a look. He can. <laughs> so no one, you don't even have to pull on the ropes. So um, Hugo, Matteo, and Mitch are winched up on this emergency stretcher, put in the back of a truck, and driven back to camp. Uh, Mackenzie checks your first aid. Yep, there's not much we can do for them now other than keep them bandaged and wait for them to come round. Hooray. Once things are settled, was, is there anything else down there other than the shaft? And... The shaft just ends after 200 metres. There is what looks like some more digging was being done, but they didn't go very far from the bottom of the elevator shaft before they stopped. Mm-hmm. Are you suggesting the pair of us have a quick look before we go back up? It's more I was there and there was some time before they... Uh, Chai and such re-arrived, so is there anything else to do down here? It only goes maybe about 100 feet, and then it's just a rock wall. Mm. And there's no inscriptions, no writing? No, there's nothing down here. No. Okay. Okay. It was a reddish herring. Yeah. It looks like... Cool. Huston abandoned this with some vision from the Althotep and found an easier way in. Uh, but at least that, you know now. That was yep. definitely worth ten of my hit points. <laughs> Get him back. Fine. <laughs> and I'm going to have got there this week with Hugo, Mitch, and Matteo unconscious, severely injured, possibly concussed. Everyone is back in camp. And you really wish the doctor hadn't snorted poison back in Shanghai. <laughs> God's sake, and child. If I, my tongue, I may never play the harmonica again. <gasps> oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> You'll have to learn the French Or maybe Nell can teach you contrabassoon smithing. <laughs> That's only how to make contrabassoons, not how to play them. <laughs> what a useless skill. <laughs> All right, yeah, sign us out. Uh, join us next time for the exciting continuation of uh, you put the lime in the coconut, then you fail your medical roll. <laughs> <laughs>